is, and we're live. Episode 307. We will at some point have our guest, Anthony Cumia, but I think for the first 45 minutes to an hour-ish, uh, we'll go without him, and then he'll join. Kyle? But don't skip ahead, because this is the gold. Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> we got some topics lined this up. It's just us. Uh-huh. All right, so we've got a few sponsors tonight. We've got NatureBox, Squarespace, Uber, Diff Eyewear once more. I like them. Uh, Tracker and uh, Audible. So we'll talk about each of those more later on the show. If you're interested in any of those products and or services, check them out down in the description below. Did you but mention let's get all six? Um, there is one of them that does not require a mid-roll. That is uh, Wondery, but they get a mid-roll any- or a, uh, a beginning uh, thing anyway. So yeah, Wondery. We'll talk about it too. It's, it's just a post-roll for that one. We're good. I promise. If you say I so. I trust you, right. Kyle. Yes. Yeah. I... Uh... I was here two hours early getting that right. I've been here. Well, I've been sitting here for a while. Holy shit, it takes you a while to get two sentences all straight. <laughs> well, it's not that. I have, I have look, behind that camera right now, it mm-hmm. looks like Charlie Kelly's wall when he's trying to find, like, Pepe Sylvia, all right? Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> post-it notes and strings everywhere. I've got a whole comedic format right behind that camera that mm. I've planned for you tonight, and, and I just don't appreciate your denigration this early in the show, sir. <laughs> Kyle, actually... You are nasty. <laughs> you, are, you are a nasty man. <laughs> oh, I know exactly. Little inside joke. Little inside joke. <laughs> I am. So, I am. Um, what oh, do we want to start out with first? I've got a thing that, that we didn't even talk about in advance. Apparently, while Wings of Redemption did talk about Kyle's finances, did talk about my finances, did say I was bad at video games and a host of other things, he never said that Jackie and I were getting a divorce. Which oh, was, well, then he's in the clear. <laughs> he did say we were pro screwing people over, whatever, fucking people over, whatever, whatever, whatever it is he said. But yeah, the one about all, like fact, like is that recorded that he said you guys like fucking people over? I don't even remember. You uploaded okay. it in a video <laughs> on oh, his own channel. Okay, I was curious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he did immediately rescind it. Like oh, I shouldn't have said that, and then rendered it, and then uploaded it. But um, uh, he did not. Apparently, the part about him talking about Jackie and I was a lie that a fan of PKA made up because he's a dick, I guess. So, um, anyway, that's all cleared up now. Oh, good. Well, now he's in the clear. Nothing wrong with any of that. So, (laughs) (laughs) I got a couple things here. One that I've been meaning to talk about on the show forever. It's actually a sponsor on the Howard Stern Show, but I think it's this... And I'll be honest, I attempted reaching out to them for our show. I was willing to to bring them on board, uh, the PKA train. But not really because I think it's a great product, but because I think it's a funny part product. And this is TigerLady.com, okay, if we all want to, to head on over to TigerLady.com. Now, what this is, this is a self-defense tool, I guess, weapon, really, that um, is marketed toward women, TigerLady.com. And it's, it's a, they, they kind of pitch themselves as giving a lady Wolverine claws at a moment's notice that collect DNA evidence. Now, what does this mean? <laughs> this means that you fucking squeeze this thing and claws come out. They're like cat claws that scoop flesh when you scratch someone for DNA evidence for later, I guess. Is is this a good idea? I think it means you need no. to kill the woman. <laughs> this this couldn't be a less effective way of angering your rapist. You know, like this is, this It's is a not... very effective way of angering your rapist. He's like oh, it, yes, you're just like sorry. I can just yeah. imagine it now. You're jogging, rapist comes up, grabs you, spins you around, you go, Tiger Lady! 
Brady! And you scratch him just right across the corner, top to mouth. And he was like, you dropped your purse! <laughs> you dropped your purse! I'm blind. <laughs> like, that's what's going to happen. If, if, you're, if you're so afraid that you're running around, and keep in mind, this isn't meant to be worn in your pocket or in, like, a fanny pack. It's made so that it's always in your hand like brass knuckles, like you're jogging with them. And there's even a picture of a lady jogging with one in each hand. Like, like she's under that much threat, uh, uh, threat at the park, she I guess. She is. She's Wolverine. This is the same level of, like, safety as if instead of keeping a gun hidden on me or a taser, if I just jogged with two pocket knives out <laughs> in my hands, showing people, like, you know, actually, you know what? Jogging with pocket knives is a better idea than the tiger lady because with the tiger lady, they're going to go, what, is she holding some old MP3 player? I'm going to go bother that bitch because I'm a... I'm a, I'm a Miscreant who does that kind of thing. With a pocket knife like that, you hold it up and they go, That bitch has two knives. At the very least, I'm going to take a few. I'm going to wait until the next victim comes along. You know, the PKA knife, way better than the tiger. I know this isn't going to be, this would be a little easier for some of us than others, but put yourself in the shoes of a rapist, okay? You get scratched. (laughs) Not a problem. Carry on. I'm aware. I I was referring (laughs) to you. You get scratched terribly by your would be rapey Mm. and. are you or are you not much, much more likely to escalate to rape murder at that point? The, you know, I'll answer your question with a question. Have I ever been caught for rape? Not once. Not, not once. once. No. Not Jesus once. Christ. This is a terrible line of like joking. Three minutes weird? in. <laughs> weird about the tiger lady is like last time I was at Woody's house, he's got a whole collection of them. He just, <laughs> right? just lined up. Lined up. He names them. It said Becky on one, Carol on another. Sebastian, <laughs> oh, the big one, you know? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Those, this is like, I think every woman should have some kind of self-defense because there are creepy, awful guys out there who will take advantage of them. But this isn't, you know... Go get your concealed weapons permit or learn, go to a jujitsu class or something because this doesn't look like – this is – if you guys can't picture it, it's imagine brass knuckles, but instead it's that same kind of hand grip they have, but they squeeze down and just like Wolverine, three kind of prongs come out from between the knuckles and they're not giant pr- like prongs like Wolverine. It like will knives. not kill man. They it are literally – Anger him so, and you, so it much. It will make him live it. Like, it's like if they gave you a twenty-two rifle and they put you in the same, you know, tank as a grizzly bear or something. Yeah. They'd be like, you're going to be able to really make this thing upset before it cuts your face off. <laughs> like, and so these little hooks, like Kyle was saying, a selling point is that it gets DNA. You know what else gets DNA out? Any kind of contact with a human being because this isn't 1950. You know, they can find shit on the ground. If you if you sneeze on your rapist, you're going to blow a few hairs loose, and they're going to well, find... Do not take legal metals. advice from PKA. I'm pretty sure do this all comes from Taylor's ass. It comes from CSI, the television show. <laughs> if, if you shoot your would-be rapist, there will be plenty of DNA That's the evidence. Yes. Every fucking so I was player. watching this Navy SEAL on YouTube, and they were like, look, what advice do you have for women to defend themselves? And he said, get a gun. And they're like, no, 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 no. We mean like, you know, a boxing, a jujitsu, Muay Thai. Like, like, you know, what does he's like, get a gun, get a gun. You're a girl for Christ's sakes. He's like, it would take you years of dedication to get to the point where you can beat some of the guys. It, it just like, look, I don't mean to be sexist about this thing. Um, and Joe Rogan, I just heard him talking about this. Joe Rogan's like, the three most important people in my life are women. My wife, my daughter, and my other daughter. But I can beat the fuck out of all of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe had a great special. Anyway, um, I, I, I feel the same way. You know, like, girls, 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 look, look. 
if you're if you're learning self defense, I hope it's to keep in shape and feel better about your stuff and self and things like that. Because if you think you're going to beat off a guy, you need to be really dedicated to this. You need to be elite at the woman's level before you're taking on average guys. Yeah, if you're going to yeah. beat off a guy, you want to get a lot of practice in first. You're going to find a guy like me. I'll let you beat me off as often mm -hmm. as you want. Mm -hmm. Just just go to town down there. Yeah. I have beaten a lot of guys off all in preparation of the one day I'm going to have to do it for real. You know? Mm. Yeah, like dozens. Dozens of guys. Sometimes I find time. I catch more honey with or catch more flies with honey than vinegar. I'm not even sure what we're talking about at this point. I, I don't know. We were beating I got, off I got guys. Lost a while ago. <laughs> yeah, we, we went one layer too deep on euphemisms. The thing, the thing yeah. is, this tiger, tiger lady, tiger woman, I need to go back to the tab. Whatever it is, it's like this is this is what people who have never had to defend themselves imagine would be helpful in a self-defense scenario. You're like, ooh, he's well going to come at me and go, hey, toots, out all alone at night, are you? <laughs> and then his his friends are going to come up behind him and start going, <laughs> and you're going to have to go, you're going to have to back up and go, oh, Lord. You know, you reach in your purse because you have time to do that in this fantasy. Time to grab two. Fuck it. You know, you grab two of them. You pull back, and then they kind of recoil. They go, oh, this broad's not like the rest. You know, and then, <laughs> Is that and the then tiger lady? Yo, is that the tiger lady? Is that you know, <laughs> rapist Joe showed up with a horrible scratch the other night. I don't want to end up like him. Wife's gonna find out. You know, like, <laughs> you a shot. It was terrible. It's, it, he it, said it's strong. Got locked jaw. Couldn't get his nightly drink. Got all stressed out. Got the shakes. That's what happens in the morning when you don't get your nightly drink. We're in the fifties. I'm alcoholics. So I'm not gonna rape you. You know, <laughs> because you have these claws. Like that's. <laughs> That's not what would happen. What would happen in reality is the guy would walk over. You might get a glancing blow where he goes, fuck. And then you're going to be like, all right, when's he drop? Boom. And then you're and then the fight's over. It's done because this guy is a piece of shit. You've already established he is a rapist. So he's a bad person. So he's not going to shy away from throwing some cheap shots in your fight. Yeah. So if you want to defend yourself, get a real <laughs> weapon. Get a real weapon that will help you. Not this pretend. Yeah, yep. definitely so. Um, it's always a gun. A gun is always the way to go. You know, there's there's plenty of quotes about how, you know, gun guns make everyone equal. Everybody's mm -hmm. on the same fucking playing field if we've all got a gun. First rule matter. of winning a gunfight, have a gun. Have a gun. Yeah. Have a gun. <laughs> you know, it, 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 no matter, I, I just don't understand why, even if you're, if you're against gun ownership, like, you could be against it in your heart, but just know that everybody else already has the guns, so you might as well just get one yourself anyway, put it in that lockbox, and then when the day comes, it's it's always better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no I often hear people say, like, oh, like you really think you'll get to the top drawer in your nightstand before the burglar gets to you? Yeah, yeah, I fucking do. Like, what, does he break through the front door and make a sprint for the master bedroom? It's because they're struggling in the labyrinth downstairs. You have as much time as you need, you know? Is this the... No, this can't be another living room. What's going on? You know? the minotaur for half an hour. Why do they have two sunrooms? This doesn't make any... They should have directions and a hoverboard for me to get around. He has, like, a safety guy on the outside, you know. Joe! Has, like, the house warped or anything? Like, I'm in a room with Game of Thrones paraphernalia everywhere. I don't know what's happened. It, it smells different in here, though. Are you sure it's not put around like a 3D Rubik's Cube? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like my house. I was still... I, I, it's, it's the coolest thing I've got. I don't know. I'm happy. I was, I was out in the yard today. I, I, um, I returned my paramotor, and I'm getting a different one. 
But uh, the guy that come, came to get it from my house was also a paramotor pilot. And we were like talking about runways and where we take off and what we do. And I just, I, I like it. I took my trash out today, which involves like loading up the golf cart thing. Wait a minute. When you were talking about runways and stuff, were you like, well, I just take off from the Woodworth Estate. No, like, so he was familiar. He came and to my garage. Yeah. Where's that? Is that a, is that like a museum? He was looking. Airport? He was here. He came here. So uh, so he's like, wouldn't you take off here? And I was like, ah, so far I've taken off from here, here, and here, and this is how I do it, and why, and and uh, yeah, I don't want to bury people in paramotor talk, but um, I yeah, it, I don't know. I'm really happy to you be know, here. Hey, you have access to your address thing to change it on Google because it's a map. You should make it like uh, Woodworth International Airport. Or something <laughs> like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone made something well, already. Into international water. You know? So I don't know if you saw that news story, but I guess this woman was training for the world championships of paragliding, mm. uh, and she got sucked up into a thunderstorm. A th not just like an updraft, but she got sucked up into a thunderstorm, ascending at t over 20 meters per second. Uh, crazy. Which is incredibly fast as to be ascending. Ascending. Like falling upward, yeah. She, she goes up to over 30,000 feet, which is where the jetliners are. It's negative 40 degrees up there. She's covered in ice, unconscious from lack of oxygen. But before Frozen. that happens, she's up in the thundercloud with the lightning bolts being thrown around. At, she, she said like a leaf in the wind, like completely out of control, like weightless. Two people uh, got just, sucked up that day. Yeah. The other guy died. Mm -hmm. She, however, uh, broke a record ascended. for highest flight ever. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. an example of that's going to uh, be a drills. real sad induction ceremony, right? <laughs> and the new winner for highest flight ever, <laughs> like like pin that one on there. And Jerry's dead. She yeah, had let's not a, forget um, that in memoriam of Jerry. She had <laughs> in memoriam of Jerry. So there's something called a vario that that uh, paragliders use, and it tells them their altitude and sort of tracks their flight. It's like a like a three dimensional GPS. So even though she was unconscious, this thing was recording the whole time. And that's why they know like exactly what happened to her while she was sleeping. She descended at one point. She descended at one point at 30 meters per second. Her over wing iced over. That's, a, that's, that's well over 100 feet per second, which is easier for my <clears throat> brain because of firearms and paintball and arrows and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's very freaking fast. You know, a paintball gun is shooting at 280 feet per second. And, we've, and it, I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to. A compound bow, if you're into archery little over 300 feet per second, depending on the bow. That's really fast. She's at a third of that. And it's just her. It's just her body. That's her, how fast she's Her moving. wing must have been like in a, in a straight, like just like a handkerchief or something attached to a piece of string as she dropped down. And then um, it got a little less icy and it just reinflated like a parachute would, you know. And uh, She wakes up at like 7,000 feet or something, 9,000 uh -huh. feet or something. And, and she's just like, oh, I'm alive. I didn't expect that. Because she she thought she was gonna die. It, yeah. It's interesting, you know. I bet if she if if she had woken up on the ground and and we had like hurriedly put her in some sort of scenario, we could totally have made her think it was the afterlife. We get a bunch of guys to dress up and like dress up <laughs> like Jesus fucking Christ, like you dress up as Saint no, Peter, like Satan, early gates, the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, do it, man. Might as well be Satan. <laughs> she get yeah. That's where I was going with this. She gets you are too the, reckless with the life God gave you. Oh, exactly. just just go real hard exactly. on the like you know. Oh my no, God, we got you on so many offenses, shellfish. Mixed cotton and polyester, premarital sex. You're so fucked. Like <laughs> God comes down. If I had wanted you to fly, I would have given you wings. <laughs> to hell with the rest of the aviators. Just, yeah. 
that would be great. Yeah, when she landed, she, she still needed up. help. Like, she was hypothermic and not really with it. Like, she didn't get yeah, up and walk. Out. She could have they, made her believe this. <laughs> yeah. They had to They had to rescue her even after she landed. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a good scene for her. And another guy died. I think he was struck by lightning in the air. I'm not positive about that part, though. I wonder what effect that has on you because you're not grounded up there. You're just so it's so it would be a, somewhat different, I would imagine, than getting hit by lightning when you're on the ground. I see those scars and the and the injuries mm-hmm. that people get from that, and oftentimes it's where they're grounded at. You see like a hole blown through their heel and through their sneaker and into the ground as it's grounded. Like I, I see like there. a there's a particular kind of scar, like all their capillaries or something were lit up. I don't know what's happening exactly there, but it's Might like be that. It looks lightning bolt running through their body though like the light like, it looked like the electricity like going in different directions following cool something scar. Yeah. burning scars yeah it's a cool scar but not one you want to earn mm. uh, no nobody, no but at the same time like it's one of those scars that you get that it happens instantly and if you don't die you already got it like you, you got it and you're gonna look cool apparently they fade though and so you'll only be cool for like the next couple summers have to spend a lot of time at the beach and get those mm. pictures to have later in life you can show people your I just story I just watched a video of a lady on Lively getting hit by lightning. She's just walking with an umbrella, and boom! And I, I assume she was dead, because I didn't want to watch anymore. But it, it always makes me think back to... You ever see The Great Outdoors with John Candy and uh, uh, John uh, Dan Aykroyd? Yep. They're at the bar, and there's this guy, and he's like, Yeah, that's, that's old Fred. He's, he got hit by lightning. He, really? How many times? He goes, six, 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 six. He goes, six times. That's 66 times. He's just fucked up. He's just all shaky. And he gets hit like the 67th time before the movie's over. If you want to see a – that's a great old school comedy, The Great Outdoors. It's a little silly to me. I wonder if adult Kyle watched it if you think it was Oh, man, I watched it last year. The raccoons are out there. The, the raccoons are talking to each other about the fat one, and they're eating the lobster, and they're teamwork and that, and the bear runs up. I watched a movie yesterday, Sausage Party. I, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's... <sighs> Thumbs up or down is actually a tough it's, one, right? It's it, one. One. That's what it is. It's one. And it's, it, it, and, I, and I don't want it, to... And the one is doing this. It's teetering. It's teetering. Yeah, yeah. I... It's it, okay. So it's dirty, right? Everyone knows Sausage Party. It looks like it's going to be the next Toy Story, but it's not. It's it's a uh, yeah. Basically, all these things want to have sex with each other, and and one of the main characters is a douche, like literally, like the the, the appliance a girl might use, and uh, um, and the douche is being a douche the whole time. Like he put steroids, he's juicing and stuff. Uh, and and his voice, uh, the accents match. So the douche is a New Jersey roided up party boy. Mm-hmm. I I, I don't uh, know. I I guess I'm glad I saw it because I was curious about it. But beyond that, I don't know. It just wasn't the greatest. Movie. Would you watch Sausage Party too? That is the clear answer, mm. and I think all of us would say absolutely not. I would not watch Sausage Party too. I, I won't go. I won't go see it in theaters when no, it comes out. Like, the thing with with Sausage Party one that was good is. Just like any com- like if you go see a comedy in theaters, you always think it's way better after that viewing than you do if you watch it at home with just like one other person or by yourself. Because part of enjoying a comedy is like there's a chorus of people cracking up with you. So like when a bagel says something to the fucking nacho cheese dish, it's like, oh, this is so funny. And everybody else is laughing and that amps, a studio amps audience. you up. There's a studio audience. And so then... When you watch it again at home, or you think about it later, you're like, you know what? That that really wasn't that funny. It was more just me caught up in the moment of everybody else laughing. Like it's I a- watched it in an empty theater, so maybe that's 
<clears throat> that's part of why no, it was packed. I really and I disliked it. it. Yeah, I, I maybe I watched it pretty late, and I, I think I did a matinee, so it was, it was you know it was early in the day. Um, yeah, it wasn't that great for a lot of reasons. You know, it's it's their brand of humor, but they really got lost in the weeds somewhere, like three quarters of the way Perfect. through the movie. They had it. All they had was an idea, this concept that the products are alive. They don't know that when you're purchased, you're going to get eaten, consumed in, in one way or another. Um, they think it's the afterlife. It's just heaven. It's, it's a great place. They think humans are their gods. And they find out that's not the truth. They see the horrible truth of it all. The potatoes being skinned alive. The, uh, the carrots are being diced and boiled uh, while they scream for mercy, etc. And once they got past that, they didn't know what the fuck to do. Um, yeah. they, they really didn't, especially, and, and, and all of that was fleshed out with someone else's jokes. Uh, you know, they like take every racist stereotype, right. joke and or accent and or concept. The bagel okay, is totally the, Jewish. There's a, is it a falafel? I don't falafel. know. Falafel. Is it? No, they, there's a special name for it, but let's just use falafel. Cause we all know he was a Middle East mess. guy and, um, uh, the, the hot dog and the bun were the penis and the vagina. They had a thing. Yeah, the, they had yeah. enough content. Well, the like, taco the was taco enough for a short. Was a and they made woman. a whole movie out of it. A Mexican like they, lesbian. They it could have been one of those, like you know how Comedy Central, Adult Swim have like those weird, like ten minute spots that play, like that too many cooks thing from a couple years ago that was just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Well, they do that on Adult Swim. That's what that would have been better for, because you would have got all the same jokes and at least the good ones, and it would have been it. But like even an hour into that movie you're like jesus christ this is like the fourth time i've heard this jew joke said exactly the same way and yeah. everybody's laughing at, oh and then he comes back with a joke against the arab bread how hilarious yeah. your jokes oh, are funnier yeah. than ones that i could write that's that's it and it's not like and and they're not they're not new jokes you know it's just situational things oh there's a black there's a sassy black woman there i bet i could make a list of everything she's about to say mm -hmm. you know they, they just didn't have anything new they were just recycling material from everything that's ever been done and it, it nothing about it was original if, if that's what made it bad they had all this they had this unoriginal comedy thrown on top of this this original concept and it just didn't make a a, a good movie in the end the uh, was, there's an orgy in the end they had this big orgy scene that goes on forever they, they have like three it wasn't three that scenes long to me that were just yeah they, well they had they had to fill time they didn't everyone, know what to do. They oh had the no, orgy I, scene. I actually disagree. So everyone was like, the orgy scene was just so long. Oh my God. Like it just went on and on and on and on. So I was like, okay, this orgy scene's way long. I thought it was an appropriate length at most. I thought it was a long time. I'll have to go it back and look at the amount of time. time. But Maybe I, I like the longer minutes, orgies. In the theater <laughs> I was watching, being like, my God, like it has to have been like four minutes, and I'm still watching new. Like mayonnaise jars get I fucked could have been by part of actual orgy in that amount of time. I could have came by now if I really wanted to. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you did? I got to get out. Maybe I, mean, I like hot dogs more than two. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they did, so they yeah, had the one thumbs up, like, one uh, thumbs down. You know, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was just so so. Like it was, it was all right. It was had a lot of funny moments, but it wasn't like uproarious in like an original way. More just rehashing easy laughs, which is fine. That's what you need sometimes. They had they had the same problem as like Black Mirror. In this season, I don't know if you guys are watching Black Mirror yet. Have any? Have either of you seen it? No. Any episodes of Black Mirror? I'm uh, aware well, of it and its concept and all and, and what the deal is, but no, I haven't watched any of it. I won't. Okay, I won't spoil anything. Then I don't want to ruin it. The early seasons are much better. Um, I, I, I think, think I stopped in the second season because it lost me. Like I, it, everyone I loves Black Mirror. I, I seem to be. That's the one with the the guy who used to play an attorney. He says everything real s slowly. It's a, every a, episode is like independent. It's like different stories about technology in the future. Like there's the one from a few years ago where it's like uh, the politician. It's like we're gonna release or we're gonna murder the 
uh, uh, princess of England unless you fuck a pig on video in front of the whole country by midnight and they like send him like a, a finger and then eventually it's like it gets so much that it's like oh my god the prime minister of England is going to fuck this pig on TV in front of everyone Doesn't he, he do does that it. anyway <laughs> yeah he does it at the end of the episode where he's like weeping almost like fucking this pig and in everyone's real life like, though isn't he a pig fucker like that no no like it, it, but in the show like I everybody think Kyle back like, me up ha, I'm ha, right ha, this is Oh, maybe. So, if I remember correctly, you got a blowjob from a pig, right? There was a rumor or something, or an old story, or a picture. I, this is familiar. Something about a British PM or a British politician of some kind having a sex act with a pig is a thing of some kind. I just know that. That's all I know. Uh, like when you said, I was well, like, in yeah. This, in this show, it's not based on anyone. It's just like all the people watching, and at first they're all like, ha ha ha, he's fucking that pig. And then as like it gets to like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, forty minutes, because he can't finish, he has to fuck the pig to completion, and he's like, he just can't finish because he's in a pig and he's not a monster. And people are watching like, oh Jesus, just turn it off. And they all get like upset. You know, and disgusted. I think you're being then a little piggish. Then, then he becomes a hero at the, in the end of it. But basically, like the first part of the season, well, does he it was come like, or really? not? He fit, he ends up coming. Uh, oh, good. But I can't the, finish like, unless first, he does. But like that's how the first season goes. It's like an independent, like it's like an interesting <laughs> concept, and then it's like, oh, what if we could make robots so real that you could download personalities onto them, and then you'd never have to lose your loved one. It's like, oh, that's a really cool future. It's a concept. And the new season is all like they're frantically sitting in a writing room, like, uh, what if like cell phones do something even like more bananas than they do now? Like maybe they, <laughs> they track us like even more. Maybe you have to like do really good on Twitter or, or people want you buy stuff. I don't know. I'm out of ideas. What else can technology do? And that's like what all of it is now, it seems, but still, still an entertaining show. Just not as I might good. Check it out. I, I, I almost started watching it the other day. Chiz has the opposite opinion as you. He was like, start on season three. You'll get hooked. And then if you want to, you can go back and do seasons one and two because they're 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 okay too. And I started on three, and I literally got two minutes in. And for some reason, that redheaded woman just – I found her look – I didn't, I didn't want to look at her anymore, and I didn't want her to be a character. And something about the soft filter – and the pastel look of the whole show really made me kind of sick to my yeah, stomach. Yeah, go to season one. Go yeah, to season one and try. I wasn't into it. It's I, much better. I've had a couple I mean, try. fans I'll tell me to watch stuff. it too, but it's no Walking Dead. Walking yeah, Dead I, 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 look, I'm gonna sign, I'm gonna give Woody the, the the double thumbs up on that that statement. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing in my head. I was like, it is no Walking Dead. But Walking <laughs> Dead's really good. I got all caught up with Walking Dead. I, I crammed like three seasons of Walking Dead into like two weeks or something. You, uh, maybe four seasons. You know what and, else uh, is amazing? I'm sorry, I, I, I want to talk about Walking Dead, but I, if the topic is broader, Woody's good picks. I picked Occupied. Have you watched Occupied on Netflix? No, but I. But you've discussed it at length, and I, I'm aware of it. Very good show. That's another one where like it, it's so Walking Dead is like really mainstream. Everybody knows it. Occupied is all subtitles, which might scare you off. But dude, not you, but like a listener. Occupied is amazing. Walking Dead has... I know seasons two and maybe three happened, but Walking Dead now is as good as anything on television. It, it, it just keeps getting darker and nastier until main characters are blowing snot bubbles My, out of fear. Yeah. The, the <laughs> only complaint you can have against it is it's a bit formulaic, but if, you, if you're okay with that, then, then you're going to like it. And, and when I say formulaic, I certainly don't mean that like you always know the outcome of a, of a, mm -hmm. of a situation. It's not that. Because characters will, um, 
uh, that blonde girl who they, you know, I did not expect the arrow to come in through the back of her head and come out her eye when they're having that talk on the railroad tracks. I was like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> like, right? Like out of nowhere. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they're having a normal, like, conversation. They're not even in danger. Birds. Who knew there no, was birds someone? Are tweeting. Uh-huh. Birds are tweeting. Tweet, 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 tweet. And they're having a good conversation, a meaningful one. She's like, you know, this. I don't remember what it was. Something about she just risked her life to do a thing. And she's like, I'm going to live my life. I'm not going to be afraid. If I want that can of soda, I'm going to go in that car and kill that zombie and get it. And then an arrow comes in the back of her head and comes out her fucking eye, and she do- and she's like alive for a second and like says three more words and then drops dead. And it's 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 a good show. It's a very good show. Special effects are. What uh, is it about? Like what? What walking is Occupied dead? about? Oh, oh, we're talking oh, about Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. I, the, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you, tell this is about. a fun thing about that character. In the comic book, she dies differently. In the comic book, she is way into this lesbian relationship. Her lesbian lover gets bit by a zombie on the leg. She performs the surgery. Oh, I'm sorry. And then she also gets bit on the arm. So she has a decision to make whether she cuts her own armor off and survives or amputates her lover's leg and lets her survive. But she needs two arms to do that. So she decides to get this leg operation done to her own detriment. She turns into a zombie and they kill her. Oh. Yeah, and in fact, um, there was a character, though, that takes the arrow to the back of the head in the comics. Like, they just, oh, you know, they, they do that constantly. Sometimes they'll take, like, some, it, it's kind of, set, from what I heard, they took, I don't remember which character, but they were, they were like, yeah, they took, like, four of that, of Carl's cool stories and gave them to different people. You know, and, and so, that, that is what it is. I don't I, get too, too into the weeds with comic talk. I caught up to the comic, so I try not to spoil too much, but, um, yeah. uh, was I going to say? Oh, I started at episode 100 or comic book level 100, which is where like season six ends. So, yeah. uh, so I, I don't know. I, I guess like I'm, I'm kind of a comic reader. I didn't go back and read all the old ones. I just wanted all the spoilers. I browsed a bit. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I did something really similar. I got, I was on the wiki, like getting the synopsis of each episode and like just kind of following the stories that went and, and, and remembering the differences in the, in the yeah. storyline. That's stuff, why I so. want, or listen to The Walking Dead or read, I'm sorry, uh, Game of Thrones, if you consider the audiobook a book reader. And I was like, I want to know what happens next season. I want to know that. But uh, I don't know. The story's diverged. I don't feel like I, well, now it's ahead of the book. So I don't know yeah. anything that show watchers He's over know. a year past um, uh, the original date that he said the next Game of Thrones book would be released. He's so a very slow a- writer. He's way over every. When I was re- finishing the fifth book mm-hmm. in like 2012 or whatever it was, 2013 maybe when it came out, he was already saying like I had people like people introduced me to it like dude I finished the fifth book and like it's only another eight months until he gets that next one out like for sure it's been delayed a lot but he's gonna get it and that was like years ago and he's still apparently not very close to finishing. And yeah, it's... he he seems to be doing, you know, he. It doesn't even seem like he wants to finish it at this point. Let me say this. Stephen King writes about 20 pages a day. He's considered a fast writer, right? He's about twice as fast. Other authors Very prolific. 10 yeah. pages a day. He's talked about how he does that. It's, it, and, yeah, um, discipline. Discipline. Ger Martin, a page a day. A page a day. The fuck? He is, he's already morbidly <laughs> obese and rather old, so he doesn't have a lot of pages left in him if that's his pace. Dude. Well, hang on a second. Like, like I don't... I don't know enough about the about writing process, period, much less his writing process. Mm-hmm. But if he's producing, on average, one page of finished book per day, 
that could mean that he's terribly lazy and he's only getting that much done per day. Or it could mean that he's writing like five different drafts and then he's uh, he's maybe he's writing five different drafts and 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 going and adding and taking away from each different draft and each different ways that the, the story I think could the go. most likely scenario to is he writes like five pages and then says that's good for this week you know that's good go for on Conan. yeah I'll, I'll come back to you on monday i'm, I'm all or wrapped I, up i can also picture him doing it to where like he doesn't know a hundred percent all the ways the series is going to end. So, like, when he told the directors a while back, because, you know, you heard, like, oh, the, you know, if he dies, they're going to finish the series the way he wanted, because he told them. I think he probably just told them, like, yeah, in the, in the end, John uh, becomes king, and Daenerys is his queen. And now he's there, like, how does this happen? All right, let's see. What do we do? <laughs> okay, so I wrote him out, but, God, we got to wrap that story up. Shit, I've kind of written myself into a corner here. Well, this group has to come back into play because I hinted at that 9,000 pages ago in book one. But, yeah. but most of them have been killed by this guy that I wrote about in some ancillary story. Like, God damn it, George, why'd you put that in there? Now, <laughs> you know, like, And now I feel like maybe he can't cobble it together in the way that he thinks is worthy of it. Maybe he's read fanfic, and he's like, God damn it, that's better than what I had planned. <laughs> <laughs> but that's possible. Who knows? Knows. Maybe but it could have was, all just been a dream. Yeah, it was all a dream. It ends like, uh, what was the series that that happened? Oh, it was an eighties TV show. Yep. Lost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Are you thinking it is new? No, no. Was it was it Quantum Leap? I don't know. I don't think uh, so. I'm gonna Google um, it. But it was. I, I'm almost positive it was a television Saint show. Elsewhere. Saint, Saint Elsewhere. Is that it? Saint Elsewhere. Saint. Is that the hospital one? Yeah. It was all happened in autistic kid's head or something. I think that's right. Yeah, and then I, it all ended up being his his dream, which is the least satisfying way to wrap up a series because it's like flipping off your audience and going, hey, you know all those characters you got emotionally engaged with and you thought that all of this matters? Nope. You know that big plot from two seasons ago? That was him rolling over in his sleep, idiot. You know? like that <laughs> that's how I felt about Lost. People have heard me talk about Lost forever, but they had like six different explanations and ways that Lost could go. The kid had the superpowers in the comic book and um, the, the fat guy, this all fit in with his like mental institution dream. And, and there were a couple ways that this could have wrapped up. And, and the way they did wrap it up, like I don't even get it or something. I don't know. It sucked. So I don't think that they're anybody would mind spoiling Lost. What was it about the end of Lost that people hated so much? If, if, if you could boil it down, because I didn't watch it, and I had so many people telling me for years, you got to start watching Lost, you got to start watching Lost, so that, it's the best show on TV, and then everybody changed their tune as soon as the, the series ended. They're like, what? no, don't waste your time. <laughs> if I remember right, and I'm not the best sort of guy to ask these questions of, but every like episode, oh, at the end of every episode, they'd show you like what's coming next week. And it was like, oh, I can't wait to see that. We're going to get some big answer. And then we don't. And every show was like a trailer for a movie you want to see. The thing is they didn't link together. So you keep asking yourself, like, what are the numbers about? There are these numbers that are a common thread, a big mystery. And then they just, like, drop the fucking numbers. And they never meant anything. Um, there are the, – the island has these superpowers that, like, produce – things that people want you know some guy wants a guitar suddenly there's a guitar hanging in the tree some guy's reading a comic book about a panda bear suddenly there's a panda there's a smoke monster there's this there's that and none of these things really get explained in a satisfactory way the there was a writer strike all the writers left they brought in new writers and they didn't have any continuity in it and then the ending like you're like okay here we are we've got six or seven years worth of like loose ends to tie up 
And then they're like, oh, well, you know, this whole thing was kind of like purgatory, I guess. And um, some of them were dead, and I think some of them weren't. And, well, anyway, I hope you liked it. And, and so it was just, like a panic finish? Yeah, I guess you could say that. And, and it's just the you expect all these questions that were unanswered over the first six or seven years of it to get answered, and they never were. And it's like, wait a minute, all this time, like, we're guessing what the numbers meant, what the powers were, what the kid could do, what the other people were doing, what the tie-in with this was, all these backstories. We're waiting for you to make sense of it, and then you just didn't. You just, yeah, like, it was awful. Someone, Someone's going to, maybe you can leave in the comment and explain how Lost really end. Maybe I didn't get it, but I, I thought it was shit, and it left tons of unanswered questions. Yeah. Well, you're not the only one. A lot of people hated it. Yeah. So, apparently, a patient's fart during surgery sparked a fire that caused serious burns to her body a university hospital in tokyo said the fire occurred at tokyo medical university hospital in shinjuki ward on april 15th the patient in her early 30s uh was undergoing an operation that involved applying a laser a laser to her cervix uh the lower part of her uterus for those who don't know i'm glad they included that here in the article <laughs> the laser is believed to have ignited the gas she passed the blaze burned much of her body, including her waist and legs and pussy for sure, right? You just In assume. a report released by the hospital on October 28th, the committee of outside experts who looked into the case said no flammable materials were in the operating room at the time of the surgery. The but equipment, there were flammable uh, materials within the patient. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Here's a quote. Uh, the equipment for the operation was also functioning normally, it said, quote, when the patient's intestinal gas leaked into the space of the operation room, it ignited with the irradiation of the laser and the burning spread, eventually reaching the surgery drape and causing the fire, the report said. So this this is what happened. This this fucking fart was so powerful that it lit that like surgical drape divider thing that they like put between like, I don't know, your head and whatever they're operating on, and started a fire that burnt this lady's waist and, and legs. How big, how yeah, big was that fart? This is a gobstopper of a fart, right? Like if she did this in your car, you you would you pull over. You'd have you guys it. ever lit a I, fart I on fire? They, I have a lot of experience with this. I have very little. Japan has a lot of experience with earthquakes. They preliminary procedure. They heard the fart in lower levels. They evacuated people from their rooms. Because they were the vibration of it. I'm not lying. It's it's the bottom part of the article. They evacuated people because it was such a loud reverberation <laughs> that they were like, "We have to get people out of here. We're in Japan. You know, this is an earthquake." Did that really so, happen? Yes. Uh, all right, uh, guys. I will look at the article and I will confirm whether Taylor has made that up or not. <laughs> Dude, it's it's a fact. These are facts. These this are PKA facts at best. I don't see this shit. Yeah, it's it's more between the lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get it's in the subtext. Uh, uh, take uh, a couple inferences, combine it with the foregone conclusion, and you get that. You know? <laughs> so my friends once partnered up, like you know, like you, you hang out with the same two or three guys all the time. Well, we hung out with like someone else who had his own group of two or three times, and uh, one of them was like, "Got a fart," and he like jumps on the bed, puts his like ear down. He's got it. He's on his knees, ear to the bed. In, like, I guess some sort of doggy-style position. Another guy puts the lighter right to the back. This was a rehearsed maneuver, obviously, right? Another guy puts the lighter on the on his ass. He farts, and a poof of flame comes out. Like, like this big. 
right? You know, if people yeah. not watching a half a cubic foot, you know, like ah, it, now I can picture it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <a> third. <laughs> What is it ah. in cubic meters? <laughs> I have a, I'm not How much that in here. burger store. do you need from the store? A, a cubic foot. You know? <laughs> We're so, having a big... Uh, you know, so anyway, <laughs> after having seen this done, not so much me. I wasn't really a farter. Still not. Uh, I, I don't just like let them rip. But two of my friends were... And they got to be efficient at the same maneuver. They're like, gotta go. And then they might hit like the birthing position. Just like, bam! And, uh, and, and, you know, put the light, they carry, started carrying a lighter and they could light these farts all the time. They started carrying a lighter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For this situation. The upside of it is if you burn a fart, it doesn't smell. Like, it's not like the whole room is, like, ruined or anything. But, um, so I, like, I, I feel like I have a better guide than most to know what kind of flame to expect from a fart now granted what a great invention she was naked and we weren't but i'm surprised it lit it must have been like a little like you put a lighter in front of uh lysol just a bit as a poof it's a very dangerous laser like it could just be the laser was put in a very in a what if they near the asshole what if they hit the um the drape with the laser into her vagina what if they hit the drape with the laser lit it on fire and blamed it on the patient's gas Oh. What if this is all an elaborate ruse? They would have come up with something much more believable. <laughs> Does Hillary Clinton own the laser machine? Oh. <laughs> right. Does this <laughs> woman have information on Hillary? <laughs> this is all on George Soros! You know, what <laughs> like, whatever you'd say. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that really sucks, in all honesty, because now her legs and I guess her whole lower body Bur- it, did they say bad burns? I didn't read it that specifically. There are there any good burns? I mean, well, I doubt there are better burns. It off, but but like her pussy's all burn out, right? Like 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 this. I I'm just imagining like if if the fire was enough to burn her legs and her and her like lower body, that it came out of her asshole. Let's 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 be it real. That's right next to her pussy because that's where the laser was. Her vagina's all burnt up. Her inner. Like, I disagree. That's an awful uh, I, I think the real burning came from the drape, the surgical drape. Like, you know, I picture, like, a little curtain surrounding her, and that was on her legs and and, and not right in the action. What if her pubic fire caught, caught, though? I think if your pubic hair catches on fire, that could cause some serious burns rather quickly, Well, she was, like, in for surgery, so I assume she was shaved everywhere, right? I don't know. It's Japanese surgery. Have you seen their porn? They probably can't tell what's going on because it's all, like, pixelated. (laughs) (laughs) doctor's like i can't see shit women are pixelated in this country yeah this is that's a really shitty story (laughs) why why wouldn't they tell the person up front like if this is a danger like hey don't fart during the procedure if you do it could ignite the laser and you she's out right i assume she was under anesthesia people fart in their sleep yeah but so if you told me not to it would have no impact though yeah yeah just a surgical butt plug could have avoided this entire. I'm fiasco. glad you brought that up. I think this is an idea for a new device that, that <laughs> we should we should get on top of right now. Now picture this: picture a butt plug that that when inserted uh, uh, allows for the passage of gas as well as its ignition. Every time you fart, it's automatically lit. It's in, in, on the inside. Mm. It's like a, it's like a grill lighter. It's tick 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 tick. Whoop, whoosh. We're like already well aware of the liability problems with this. There are already butt plugs that, that could facilitate this. Now we just need a grill lighter and a little PVC pipe. I'm going to get on this tonight. I feel like we could co- combine one of those vapor things with a butt plug and burn it as it goes through. Don't they superheat <laughs> the gases? Fart, fart, 
Yeah, but 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 over like a coil or something. Uh, are you vaping out of your start. asshole? You know that's just as bad as smoking, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Can you see it? Like they'd fart, and this gigantic cloud would come out. <laughs> it's like seeping through their yoga pants as they walk into the Starbucks. <laughs> it smells like a wet shower. We get fart. it, you ass vape. Yeah, we get it, you ass vape. That's what you were talking about with the fart thing, like uh, people doing like crazy, like light a match and then fart on it. I'm. I'm like you in that I'm not a farter in that I won't just walk into a public place with people I don't know and just fart and be like, aha, you know, yeah. I farted. Uh, if I'm around someone I'm comfortable with, I will. But even then, I never do like the douchey, like walk over and like try and breeze it by him. Or I would never light it. Like it's the same with like, like if Melissa or someone like she's she's a girl, so they don't fart, obviously. Right. But if she ever did by me and she just farted, I'd be like, that's fine whatever but if she got up and like farted on me and like wafted it and like made it into a joke or something i'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you you right. break Why up with you... right then and there yeah break i'm up, glad you, you know? brought that up that's our next topic but first a word from nature box tired of eating the same bland food while trying to stay healthy nature box has the solution to your problem making smarter choices doesn't mean you have to eat boring food nature box makes snacks that are full of flavor and none of the junk NatureBox makes over 100 ridiculously delicious snacks that are made with better-for-you ingredients. Simply choose what snacks you want, and they are delivered right to your door. Some of our personal uh, favorites include the peanut butter nom-noms, the chocolate hazelnut granola, and the praline pumpkin seeds. That that must be Chiz's favorite. Uh, NatureBox is constantly adding new and interesting snacks for you to discover every month. Plus, they believe that you shouldn't... You shouldn't eat something you don't like. So if you try a snack you don't like, NatureBox will replace it in your in your next box for free. You can't do that with any other snacks. So go to naturebox.com/pka right now to get two bags of delicious snacks for free without any of the junk. Uh, that's naturebox.com/pka for two free bags of bold and unique snacks delivered right to you. Uh, naturebox.com/pka. Yeah, this is the best deal that we've ever like had for our viewers or, or anything like that it's just it's just two free bags of snacks and uh, if you go to their website you'll see that it's not like five different generic snacks it's not like potato chips or like a cheese it ripoff or something and then something else it's it's like dozens and dozens of cool snacks it's everything from yeah. beef jerky to cheesy things and there was like i got some sort of like cheesy beer pretzels or something like that those are those are pretty good yeah it is high quality snacks for high quality snackers uh not they're saying i made that up but still a good one so if you're a high quality snacker check them out and have their delicious snacks so it looks like anthony is good to be added and we are waiting on woody to get back and accept this call perfect timing woody perfect timing literally like as soon as woody got up to leave chiz writes adding it now and then yeah and, and, and Chiz and I had already went through this whole rigmarole of like, let's make sure we get him in there instantly. We don't want him waiting around, but uh, here we go. So I, I, it'll be fun talking to Ant. Um, I want to know more about um, the, the You've gym. You've been listening to more of his stuff recently because we've been linking like not just the video in A where it's like the video playing and the commentary of them. That was hilarious. And they used to have the Opie and Anthony show with Jim Norton. But just the audio stuff, like more similar to Howard Stern. I assume I haven't listened to a lot of Howard Stern, but you seem to enjoy it in the same vein that you like how, or at least a similar vein. Or I so, guess explain how it's different for you. Yeah, Howard used to do a lot of video. There used to, there was the E show back in the day. I don't know if you remember that, but that was all recorded, and that's how I was first exposed to Howard when I was like, I don't know how early twenties, maybe late teens or something like that. And I really liked it, but I there was no way for me to listen to his show until you know a couple years ago on Sirius. But 
with uh, with Howard, it's it's all audio. I don't watch any of his stuff because he doesn't make a lot of good video content. Um, at least he doesn't anymore. A lot of the stuff that he's doing now just doesn't make for good visuals. He used to do a lot of stuff with you know strippers and freak show guests and that sort of thing. Anal ring toss with celebrities throwing the rings, but uh, that's the sort of thing you want to see. But lately, yeah. you know, it's fine listening to it. But with um, I was I was listening to uh, I guess it's what's the other guy that's with Jim Norton now? It's Blank and Jim Norton or something. Sam. Sam. Uh, yeah, so I was watching them and Colin Quinn today, and that was really good. That was really funny. Uh, I like Jim because he's so goddamn quick and he's so brutally cruel to uh, just everyone. Just everyone. Like, Colin Quinn's on there, and, and, and like he, his joke falls flat or something, and like five minutes later, Jim's like, ah, you must be having a hard time. You come on here, your jokes are falling flat, the, your, your, uh, your, your, your legs all hurt, not going well for you, is it? And it's just like, oh, man, I can't <laughs> believe you called him, called him out on his joke falling flat. Yeah, but, he's just a... Uh... It was a very mean-spirited show in a lot of ways because they would make fun of people ruthlessly. And that was, oh, we got Anthony, so we can add him. Oh, great. Uh... Yeah, I, li- I like him a lot. I, I like their show a lot. I-, I-, I never liked Opie. Opie always seemed to drag the show down. He wasn't as funny as everybody else. He didn't seem like he was the same kind of person as everyone else. It, it-, it just didn't seem like a good fit. He hated Uncle Paul. Like, Uncle Paul was Jim's pedophile character. And yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's gonna. Oh, eat, we yeah. got him in. Mute. <laughs> Xbox mute. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is happening? He's trying to mute his Xbox. Xbox mute. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Anthony? Uh, how you doing, guys? Awesome. How are you? Good. Good. Just, just trying to. Get uh, Bill O'Reilly to shut up over here. It's so embarrassing when you try to show how cool, like, just being able to voice activate stuff with the Xbox is, and it just doesn't work sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't work most of the time. That's what the whole Siri phase was with a while, where it's like, hey, I got the new iPhone, check this out. Siri, where's the closest Outback Steakhouse? You know, bing, bing, bing. I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just fucking type it. Whatever. You know, you use the technology's there. You can't afford one. Fuck you. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Siri, man. I, I'm a I'm a huge fan, but it seems to be just me. I mean, yeah. it's it, it's not. I was seeing a, I saw a thing the other day, and it was showing all the things that uh, Apple had ripped off, and even Siri was like lifted technology from some uh, some other program. I wouldn't doubt what do, it. What does yeah. Apple make? Money. <laughs> Nothing. Money. It's well played. <laughs> they make Dude, money I, in little child graves in Cambodia. I bought the new MacBook else. Pro. I uh, it it should come tomorrow actually. But I got. I knew like, you would. A fully decked out one too. Like I think I got every option you could put in one. And uh, you get all the dongles. Yeah. How many dongles did you get? Thirty, forty. <laughs> I think I started with two. Did you get the? Oh, other <laughs> You're right. It's frustrating. I'm mad. I wish they had slipped in. So I don't mind the USB-C thing, right? I want it to be future-proof. But I've got like a decade worth of random USB shit around my life. And uh, you know, if I were to buy something new right now, it probably wouldn't be USB-C. For people that don't know, there's a new form factor of USB. Everyone loves it more. It's way faster. You can put it in upside down. It's better in like every way. It clicks nicer. I haven't even touched it, but this is what I've read. But you know your printer doesn't fit that. Like, so why don't they have like one legacy port? Where I can charge all my shit and make it work, but they didn't do Cause, that because they want to sell more more parts and make more money. But uh, you might Anthony, be right. so yeah, 
a lot of stuff has been so I followed ONA when it was still on Sirius and whatnot and kind of fell out of it and didn't watch ONJ at all. And then recently this whole thing has come back to like a new form where I heard the clip of you calling in to O and J at one point and joking around with them. And that was hilarious. It was like, you guys immediately were the old show again. Oh, yeah. And then Jim and Sam so much funnier than I thought it would be. It turns out Sam isn't t- really that insufferable when you give him a <laughs> yeah, chance. Yeah. Sam's <laughs> always been a pretty cool guy. I, I, I always got along with him. I thought I thought he was really talented and funny too, but a lot of people just hate his voice. <laughs> yeah, this, his Colin voice Quinn is... comes in and he he's like, uh, he looks at Jim. He's like, I thought you'd be sitting over there. He's like, I don't know how to do all those all that button stuff. He's <laughs> like, yeah, the fact that you refer to it as button stuff. And I love the addition of Jim now getting a lot more. It's clear that Jim is getting a lot more leeway with the soundboard than he used to get because it, so many yeah. of Jim's soundboards are just him making noises different so he'll hit a soundboard and it's him snorting like and that's I am that's it so and he just- glad <laughs> i am not part of that show i gotta be on it because of that stupid soundboard like <laughs> i used to use the soundboard and try to really you know i try to fit it into whatever conversation was being if we're losing you. Yeah, yeah. It's like you don't have enough the Godfather bandwidth. Clip, you, know. you can act like a man. What's the matter with you? <laughs> We're losing you. Yeah. You're, is somebody using your bandwidth? That's not you? I'm here. No. The only one here. Okay. Not. Just checking. I mean, usually I'd assume there'd be a couple of like 12-year-olds just hanging out in the back. <laughs> we don't all have your lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I exaggerated to make it funny. Um, <laughs> they're, they're ten. They're ten. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I saw you talking to to Opie, and like you were open to doing the show with him again. Well, as a guest on his show, or him as a guest on my show. Oh, or something I misunderstood like that. then. Yeah, I. I, yeah, I mean, I heard you say so... like, "Hey, I could pay you more than they could pay you." <laughs> yeah, he got a little bit of a um, a pay cut going to uh, afternoons. Over at Sirius, so I'm really broken up about it. Yeah, I was about to say, I bet you feel real bad. (laughs) (laughs) He's been humbled. He's been humbled a bit. So, you know, uh, but I I have no problems now. It's been a couple of years. You know, things obviously happened when I did get fired. I don't think it's all in the past. We're we're doing our own thing now. So I think it would be impossible to come back and and try to do that show again uh-huh. i'm too i'm too used to my own freedom now doing what i'm doing so that would kind of be hard to have him directing a program like he he used to so that's kind of done but doing his show getting on there and just goofing about shit yeah i do that with a were you guys like total peers on the show together or were there things that you did like areas that you handled and areas that he handled or were you just totally the same? Yeah. Based on, um, I think as far as dealing with management and stuff like that, he did all that. I couldn't be bothered with the meetings and everything. I dealt with the sponsors. I didn't mind doing that. Like, Uh um, Microsoft would come in and, and want to demonstrate Xbox stuff. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'll, I'll stay for that. Uh, but Opie would never, do the sponsor stuff and I would never want to go, go to a, a London comedy kryptonite 
So I would steer clear of, uh, of any of that stuff. So uh, we had our roles uh, on the air. We didn't get along for quite a few years, but we got along on the air, and that's pretty much all that mattered uh, there's to a me, lot, anyway. That's way more common than people make out. Like, it, like, it seems like yeah. there's comedy duos and stuff who play friends during the show. We hate Taylor's fucking guts. Oh, <laughs> you'd think I it was me, but it's actually Taylor that we all hate. stupid fucking beard, that <laughs> doo-wop thing he does with his hair. Oh. He's a real scumbag. Pete's... But people like him. Remember the time he, he had his hair down here as some sort of Superman cosplay for like a year? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't just happen with my hair. That's a choice. You know? <laughs> it's a stupid choice. So with you and Opie, there were a few times like late on before you got fired where it was clear as a listener. I'm like, Anton is pissed at Opie right now because there were so many times I loved Uncle Paul which was Jim's oh, yeah. character of a pedophile and he'd basically just be like oh sure I'll fuck the little girls or like whatever the <laughs> voice was and like the little boys actually he was a gay pedophile and yes. he <laughs> it's a point, important distinction and right, he would do it. that little joke that bit and Opie would like grunt and swallow and chew and make noises into the mic at the same time where it's like it's you know, I, I can't yeah. see this right now, but I guarantee Opie's looking at Jim like, stop doing the creepy pedophile bit. You've been doing it for a decade, and I'm tired of it. <laughs> That's what it was. I think I think when Opie became a parent, um, it, you know, he had a son and, and then a daughter, it, like, changed his whole outlook on everything. So the show really started. He wanted to take it in another direction. Me and Jimmy still wanted to, you know, make fun of everything, no matter how repulsive it was. We did a whole thing where we, I, think, I don't know, it was a Beatles parody medley on miscarriages. And it was just, you know, trying to rhyme words with stewed tomato and plop on my boot. Just, just like things like that. And we were laughing our asses off. And you could tell he just wasn't into that kind of humor anymore, which is fine, but it's really going to create some tension for the guy interrupting that bit, maybe cutting, nipping, nipping it in the butt when we're trying to have fun and just, you know, goof around with shit. So they kind of um, got a little tense then, too. It's interesting because the only time, like, listening to the show, I would actually feel uncomfortable viscerally, aside from the interviews that were intentionally cringy, is when someone yeah. would bring in, I, I think it was poker chips, if I'm remembering that. Someone brought in poker chips for Opie and he threw them out of the window in New York or did something along those lines to the yeah. point where the, the person who gave them the gift was sitting in studio and he's like, should I do it? Should I just throw the gift away as if that person <laughs> wasn't there? And then he just <laughs> heaves it out. And I was like, oh, that poor fucking, like I actually feel bad because this, this isn't some person on the screen that's never going to see this. This person's <laughs> sitting there like, wow, I really thought that you guys would be my friends. Uh -oh, like, <laughs> Do you know what he's talking about? It was always so uncomfortable and whenever anyone no why are you doing this because he would take it and shit on it like maybe not literally but figuratively and then break it right in front of the person and they would just sit there like why why would you do that so it was really uncomfortable to watch <laughs> that and see the person get really feel dejected and stuff but it was it was funny like i love uncomfortable shit like that so it worked. <laughs> Taylor, do you just so like awkward. uncomfortable stuff like that? I like, um, 
If I'll, it's like I'll tell you why face, I asked. If it's directly mean, mm -hmm. I don't like it as much because it makes me feel uncomfortable where I'm like, oh man, like I know oh, what yeah, it's like. Yeah. Like if I brought something to like let's say I'm Kyle's biggest fan and I bring him something and I'm like, man, this will give me a chance to open up to him and talk to him. He's just a person just like me. Maybe we have things in common. And he goes, hey, that's really neat. <laughs> Fuck you. And then he shoots it a bunch of times and laughs, laughs at me with his friends. I'm going to be like, wow, not only did this not go the way I planned, I feel bad about myself. And yeah. I feel like I've been taken for a fool. Like, yeah. that's, yeah. But it's different. Like, But if you're watching a video that someone made on YouTube that's really shitty and you're mocking it, yeah, it's not in a nice spirits, but I have yeah, no problem yeah. laughing at that. Yeah. Remember uh, when that you family had made that vacation music video where they're all singing together and oh, the dad's on the motorcycle yes. with like the bad comb over and the guitar? Summertime. Yeah. Summertime. And that fat girl, that little fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the mom was so obese, she wouldn't even go on camera. Like, like she, she wouldn't was just even like, bother being <laughs> taking that, the abuse that she would have taken. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that too. Like, like, it's cruel, it's awful, it's terrible, but god damn if it's not hilarious yeah, it's really at the same funny. time. Yeah, that uncomfortability is fun. We've had guests that came in live and uh, just got, we shot him down. Opie was really nasty to him. And I couldn't even look at them. I, I, it was so hard <laughs> to be in that moment. I just wanted to run through a wall and get out of there. Yeah. I love that. I like that it when it gets really awkward, as long as I'm not the one who has to be like, as long as I don't have to keep it going, if there's someone else there who's per perfectly willing to keep feeding the awkward fire, yeah, and I yeah. ride that feeling in the center of my chest of like, this is really <laughs> happening. That's a, that's fun. I like that. Yeah. That's something to Opie's credit for like keeping that character or whatever it is on the show. Like I can't, I can't, I don't know how someone can be that directly mean to someone to their face and not just have such a horrible stomach ache that they have to like look down and not think about it for a minute where it's just, but no, he just stayed the course. Like it's just, one of those. It's one of those feelings. Like you get it every so often in life. Like um, I went to go see years ago. I'm I'm uh, I'm not a young gentleman. I went to go see Saturday Night Fever at the movies, and my mom, me, and my mom's mother, my grandmother, went. And there's blow, giving the blowjob in the back seat of the car in front of the disco and. And it was so all I, I just wanted out of there. I got like this. I was sweating and it was so uncomfortable. And I, I would get that same type of uncomfortable feeling during the show. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, everybody's had that when you're you're watching a movie with oh. your parents or whatever, and you oh. don't realize just how adult this thing is going to be. Yeah. And and, it, and whatever it may be, whether it's just like teen sex or like, you know, a rape scene or like yeah. some awkward nude scene that goes on for far too long. And your mom and dad are right there. And so now you're like, well, they know I know about this now because we're all sitting here together. <laughs> I better act surprised. Week. Last week, we're watching Bad Moms. You guys familiar with the movie Bad Moms? It's um, funny. I, Mia Kunis is in it and some other uh, – Christina Applegate is in it. And uh, basically it's these moms who find the pressure of being perfect moms, PTA attending, bake sale, cooking, whatever. And she's like, let's just be bad moms. And they drop some of the mom responsibilities, etc. Anyway, to me, I, I thought the movie was going to be funny. And I knew it would be a little bit edgy because they drink and throw a party and stuff. And uh, I'm like, all right, but this is cool. I'm watching it with my kids. Dude, like opening scene, the husband is masturbating to what they think is porn. And Mia Kunis is like, you know, oh, I, this is funny. This is funny. I never caught you before. I want, ooh, she's got a big bush on her. And you see, like, the woman's got a 
a big bush, like a like my head of hair on her on her on her snatch, and uh, and then it turns out the woman's live, and he's like cheating on her, and I'm like, this is like. My son's thirteen. You know, oh, like okay. <laughs> I didn't know that we were gonna watch Cooch together, but there we were. <laughs> uh, cute, cute movie, yeah. <laughs> so you are that parent who makes the mistake, okay? Because I've always done this from the other side. I've always been the kid who like was in a room with an adult who didn't like preview the movie before, and but you are that adult. I you see. know what? I now just I'm imagine the adult. like inside Hope's brain. There's just like. She's just like cutting herself to make this stop. Just, like, in, just anything in her head to like not this do is, this. The, so when <laughs> I would so watch awkward. a show, I could watch a show that was like 99.9% clean and reasonable and something you'd expect me to be watching. But the one time there's boobs on camera, your parents walk into the room. I do that to hope now. It's like the situation has reversed. But unlike my parents who would just like pretend they don't see it or walk through, I'd be like, Hope, what are you watching exactly? And she's like, I swear, this is not representative of the show that I'm seeing as a whole. You know, like, it, 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 like this sex scene or whatever. It, what and then, it, of course, as soon as she says that, it turns out that's when the bath you know, public bathhouse montage starts <laughs> in the movie because that's how it always goes with uh. parents. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's... Well, you just happened to come ran right in at the Bukaki scene. Don't judge <laughs> this. Don't judge the whole art film as a whole because of this one Bukaki scene. <laughs> That's, yeah. Well, yeah, Bukaki's it's... kind of in its own league. Anyway, you have to time your finish very carefully with Bukaki because if you finish in the middle of a Bukaki video, it just becomes kind of upsetting where you're like, oh my God, this poor, I can see in her eyes. Like she doesn't well, have a father. She's she's really struggling in life. Trying to oh, she has together. one. If he if he hadn't been around to touch her, she wouldn't be buried up to her neck in sand with 18 yeah. guys surrounding her right now. Oh. <laughs> Maybe not. It's just that's, it's a very, it, it's one of those genres that very quickly you realize the, the gross. Like if you finish while watching lesbian porn or something, that that after effect, you're like, okay, this is still this is two humans doing it. There's nothing crazy going on. There's no animals involved. There's no like, I know not too much fluid, you know. But then other genres like Bukaki, you finish in the middle of that and you're ready to turn it off. You have to watch for another thirty seconds just to be like, what kind of person are you? There's the lesbian porn I watch has more fluid than any other porn. It, they're always just like squirting these huge, huge <laughs> squirts into each other's mouths and gargling <laughs> it and it. then spitting it back into the. <laughs> It's there's some pee in there. There's a lot of stuff I, in there. I, I've, done, I've done so much research. I there have too. In there. It yeah, it, comes from the there. urethra. It goes from the bladder yeah. to so the urethra. Yeah. I, I, I hear you, but it, it like science has not yet found some alternative delivery method in women for yeah, there to be a fluid that's, that's not pee. No, there is. So there's. Look, look. I'm on your side that it's mm -hmm. mostly pee, mm. but there's uh, there's also <laughs> some kind of gland in there. I can't recall the name of this excreting some other substance. But yeah, it's mostly pee. I've only had one girl ever do that, and I was okay with it. But but I wouldn't want that on a regular basis. You just I feel have like to hope that that she takes hydration seriously. All right, let's get the rubber sheets out again. Yeah, you can't be doing that with like a bender <laughs> Hand me the kind shop of super back. crazy girl who just pees her like super dehydrated apple juice piss all over the place oh, <laughs> you need to have a healthy fit girl to do that. no but that's no. It. They're, they're rubbing one out and then this geyser of a fucking squirt into the other one's mouth and she's and, and she acts like she's happy like she's just been given a delicious treat she's like yeah, yeah here it comes and she's gargling it it's a little it freaks you out a little bit they gotta understand you're not just gonna you know it's like a fucking golf course sprinkler going off in your bed 
<laughs> I got no warning. I got no warning in my instance, and, and she, but she claimed it was the first time that had ever happened. But it, it, it was a it was a it was a rented bed it's anyway. A chronic bedwetter from two bears to admit it. It's pee. Like I'm on the Wikipedia site. I, I... what percentage of it is pee? A hundred. <laughs> it is. It, it's called. You know, they're calling it like spontaneous uh, incontinence. Um, that sounds sexy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? There are people who think it is. There are guys who are like, you know what? Like, if you just get past the pee thing, that if, if you can make a girl lose control of her, you know, incontinent, like it's just totally lose it and pee, then you've done a thing. And if that's your thing, then knock yourself out. If I can make my partner behave like elderly people and scared animals, I'll know I'm doing my job. You know, it's, it's an all over the place. That's all right. Yeah, so I, here we go. go um, so does this mean that the liquid squirted during sex is urine? The team had already confirmed that it was coming from the bladder, so it's a good bet. The team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This what is a real study. Team? Uh, they compared the samples uh, that had been bagged during climax to urine samples collected at the beginning of the study and found that the two that in two of the seven women, the, sa the samples were both chemically identical. Uh, in the remaining five women, the samples were slightly different. The team found an enzyme called uh, protastic-specific antigen, PSA, that was present in small amounts in these volunteers' ejaculated urine. PSA produced in men by the prostate gland uh, is more commonly associated with male ejaculates, says Thompson at New Scientist, uh, where its presence helps sperm to swim. And females, says Salama, uh, the PSA is produced mainly by the skein glands. So there is a little something else in there, but it's being carried along by a whole lot of piss. Uh, right. Yeah, I saw something about the skein gland, too. Uh, well, I'm glad we were on the topic of drinking women's bodily <laughs> liquids, because Woody has a, uh, a website to share with us, don't you, Woody? <laughs> oh, you, yes. I like to give credit where credit is due. You were the first one to, to put this forward as a topic, although I have a bit of a twist uh, that that I have added. All well, right. Let's uh, link it again so Anthony can can visit onlythebreast.com. Onlythebreast.com. So right. uh, yeah, there there's a website here where you can get um, women's breast milk. Oh. Yeah. Now we did that joke forever where like I was going to have like a titty milk company, and a lot of you really bought into that. And shame on you. You should. You're silly, silly. You should not people. let people get one over on you quite so easily. Just think twice uh, <laughs> next time. You're gonna end up in a pyramid scheme or sending your wedding ring to some Nigerian prince at this rate. Just, just wake no, up. No, I, I don't just have sell all the milk. berries, and then the guy below me sells all his berries, and then before you know it, my downline is gigantic. Three billion but people these, after the level twenty. No. These people are actually in the business of selling human breast milk, and mm -hmm. it's for your baby, right? There's plenty of circumstances where you would want to buy someone else's breast milk, and not only is it breast milk, it's good breast milk. As Woody explained, there's there's pictures of women holding these their fat babies, being like, look, it, it really plumped him up. Like, you know, it, it really made this baby fat and, and delicious. Those are that's, stage babies. Everybody in the industry knows that. That's actually one of my biggest, like, reservations about drinking this breast milk because because they advertise with like look how fat this kid got and i'm like oh man i'm totally not your demo like i don't want to be so, that fat that kid's ridiculous he looks like a little buddha you know he's like, eating nothing no, but they, that though like he is on a 100 percent titty milk diet it's not like he had a salad the day before yesterday and then he six, just fucking, that's like a six month old having to take crestor yes. <laughs> just like downing cholesterol meds 
So here's <laughs> what I suggest, gentlemen, and I'm I'm 100% on board. I say that we order ourselves some legit human breast milk and that we consume it on the show. We consume it on the show, and I am down to drink that titty milk. I will get out, find a black woman. I'll drink chocolate titty milk, whatever you want me to do. I'll drink it. I'll drink as much of it as any of you drink. If we, I'll do a bowl of cereal. I'll do a milkshake. Uh, you name it, I'll do it. Uh, you can and, have mine. I, oh, I come on. Step up your game. I don't want to drink tit milk that much. Pussy! Yeah, I gotta feel like titty how milk. Much, how much regulation could there be in the black market tit milk community? Is there it's that for much? babies. What are they going to do to it? Yeah, I don't it's know, for I mean, uh, so, uh, SIDS is a real thing. Sudden infant death syndrome. That usually just means bad parenting. But, like, this, <laughs> it could be bad milk that you bought from your kid off a website because, no. I don't know, you didn't have milk They're of it. They're already feeding it to their baby, so their baby made it. Allegedly, so these women are in a farm somewhere in Czechoslovakia. <laughs> I see what's happening. <laughs> I saw this Mad Max. <laughs> technique by Taylor right now. He knows there's no safety hazard in titty milk. You are he being is. quite trusting. That's quite trusting of people to think that you're getting, first of all, that you're getting breast milk. How do you know it's not just a goat that they're yeah. pumping this thing into and then selling it to you? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't go for this. Uh, this is a gluten-free mom, and her baby is adorable. I, if I it made a mom that does a lot of drugs. She's probably too stiff and it, not it, Look, valuable. if I came out half as adorable as this baby right no here. Baby. Do you have a mom who gave birth to a baby with fetal alcohol syndrome? They took it away, and that's why she's able to provide this breast milk? Because I don't get fucked up when I do, do this. Do they have any, like, 15-proof alcohol? <laughs> I see if you go to uh, local buyers, you can select 2% and skim. Here, <laughs> this woman, here she is as she sells it. Working mom of three healthy kids. I'm gluten-free for seven years. I adhere to a strict diet that does not contain wheat, rye, or barley. I have exclusively breastfed all three of my children. My youngest is six months, and I currently have a large supply of frozen milk that is stored in a deep freezer. Milk is stored in, this is a word I don't know, land... Lanzola bags with date, time, and weight ounces. I don't smoke or drink, and I limit my caffeine intake. No adult wet nursing, no pictures, no videos, donation to baby only. Uh, if you have a need, I can't read. If you do not have a needy baby, do not reply. Well. Hey, I've been called a needy baby plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> my whole life, so I am just fine for this. So I look, look, I'm a hundred. I, I mean this. I'm not just kidding. I don't think it's, it, it is a funny joke. I think it'll be an even funnier bit to drink that titty milk. Uh, I won't cheat, get around it in any way. If there's some way to like crack the nipple and and, and prove that I'm getting it for real, I'll do it. But I want to drink that titty milk. Wow. I think it's fun. It's it's two fifty an ounce, and this woman is selling four hundred ounces of. Don't need, milk. Hey, look, let's start at eight ounces. Maybe I get a taste for it, and I want that other two, two or three hundred ounces. We'll see. But let's, let's, let's start small. I wonder. I'll have to ask Jackie if she considers this a form of cheating. Oh, my God. You guys. Just, I, I, I think that's Taylor's concern, too. I bet your girlfriend wouldn't like it. No, I really no, I don't want I, to drink I some promise stranger's you, breast milk. I'm okay with this. I think if you're drinking it right out of the tap, it might be cheating. <laughs> <laughs> What if what if she squirts it into my mouth? Like, is yeah. that okay? Like, if she milks herself, or if I get one of those old timey farm uh, implements? Oh like, yeah! I promise you, <laughs> I'm not skittish about drinking the breast milk. I, I'm not at all. Yeah, um, I want. I I I really want to do this. I think it'll be really funny for the show. So it's let's, more just that it's a stranger, and I just seeing as how this isn't an industry. Do you just, know those cows? Are you familiar with each <laughs> cow? Yeah. Every. 
That's a cow, Taylor. You ever seen a cow? I know that if I eat a burger, that cow wasn't like secretly going off the ranch and doing methamphetamines and then lying about it before she, it sent me milk. Sure. Like, all right, like, all right. I mean, she, she looks like she's really living the vanilla, clean, pure lifestyle. I bet her titty milk tastes better than anything you've ever had. Yeah, but this is like going to, you know, it's just, isn't it kind of gross? That doesn't gross you out at all. I, think about it, and, and really think about it, and stop being a modern human being for a second. What's grosser to drink the milk of a bovine animal that shits on its own pussy all day, or to drink the milk of a, an attractive human being, being woman who has? I don't see what success. the cow's pussy's cleanliness has to do with the milk. It's a disgusting animal. <laughs> I, like, like every time I look at it, that's all. That's all I'm always every time I look at a cow, I'm like, you just shit right on your pussy. Yeah. Is that how it works? <laughs> and and what you know does what? Evolutionarily if, if, sound. If they took the milk and just squirted it right into the jar, you know, with that shitty udder, and then yeah. they shipped it to me and said that's that's milk, like I probably wouldn't like that as much either. You know, I'd rather it be all pasteurized. That. You yep. want some pasteurized human breast milk? Holy Is that what you're saying? Smokes. That would that would change things. Well, it needs to be gluten free. This woman really has an industry going on here. Oh my god! Check out this woman has a picture of her milk supplies. This is a ridiculous amount of milk. Check her out on Yahoo at Milkmaid101. I, I, it's not true. She just looks like a female prepper at this point. Like <laughs> yeah. She's just getting ready That's, for the oh apocalypse. Oh, my God. 6,000 ounces. I opened 6, up a conversation ounces. with my wife. I said, and I opened it the wrong way because I wish I could start over. Is ordering breast milk online and drinking it a form of cheating? She said, yes. I said, it's a bit for the show. You know I'm not drinking it from the tap. She says, I still don't like it. And she's typing something else. All right, well, fans, if you would like me to drink some titty milk for some reason, uh, uh, I, I, I will do it, I guess. I don't think in any way I it's cheating. Anybody else right? is going to drink titty milk But it's with definitely me. It's, weird and gross. It's so gross and so weird. I couldn't <laughs> imagine drinking it. I, and what, like, these women, aren't they shortchanging their own kids by farming nah. their own milk? I think that she's making enormous amounts. She's milking herself all the time, like despite whether her kids need it or not. I, oh. I I told her that the guys have all agreed it's okay. As if fucking Tweedledee and Tweedledum over there have any influence <laughs> yeah. over what Jackie. Oh, that was <laughs> like she's gonna be oh, like, okay, oh, we're oh, cool good. now. I didn't Taylor know that. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, all right. So so I don't know how hard how you know. Well, no, nobody would be willing to do that. There are drugs that Jackie could take so that she could produce some breast milk for you, and then it wouldn't be cheating. <laughs> if she keeps going no, suggest that to her as a bit of a, you know, as she, a silly little thing. She sent me a well, picture Well, honey, we can put you on shoe. hormones. And... What, does that what? mean something? A shoe? I said shoe? the guys have all agreed it's okay, and she returned with a picture of, like, a penny loafer. Is she using these things? In... Oh, she says she's putting her foot down. Oh, how uh, about this? Smart. She might have a okay. point, though. Like, w that would be like, well, as long as you don't suck the dick and you're just drinking the cum, is that <laughs> When you put it that way, that's so. not the same. That's not the same. You can't, breast milk is nourishment for babies. We're not jizzing in babies' mouths. It's not necessarily sexual, okay? Like, 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 like let's not, we can't draw that parallel right away. I asked that, her, and a woman who does is a sexist. I asked her if she'd take a few drugs there. and lactate for me. Let's see what she says. No way. Well, that, no. 
You're no Well, fun. she doesn't have to know she's taking them. Maybe she just wakes up one day and, man, I'm getting swollen, a little heavy up there. You know, maybe something's been in all these breakfasts what he's been cooking me. You Taylor know? suggested that... Chicken. No, I didn't. <laughs> you don't <laughs> need to know Brother. that you're uh, taking yeah, this, them. This is going to go I well. Gross, I think it's all a right, gross well, We'll see and, if this uh, just goes anywhere, but I'd like to know what the fans think. I, would you like to see any? Would you like to see any breast milk drinking at all? If we can make that happen, what I wanted was a game where, like, every time the three of us lose, we have to do a little shot of breast milk, oh, and and you know maybe spinning a <laughs> okay, wheel, right? Like, like just imagine like five shots of Luke. No, 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 warm titty milk, uh, like right there in front of you. Ninety-eight point six, like laying them back. You know, I'd send yeah. titty milk slightly above room temperature. <laughs> I wrote, Taylor suggested that you don't need to know you're taking him, and she said, spoken like a Trump supporter. I don't know, oh, <laughs> I don't know what that all means. Oh, I do. It's, she she thinks my joke was, was not appropriate. Taylor, Taylor I think what she's that. saying is that you're trying okay, to control a woman's body whatever. against her will. I think that's what she's getting at with all that. Uh, Jackie, uh, actually, Jackie had a fun thing. She says if Trump wins, right, and then alters the Supreme Court, which you know he's promised to do, that... Um, Kyle might finally start a family. <laughs> it's not like I'm aborting children left and right, Jesus Christ, Woody. No, I didn't it's not say like that. Abortion clinic in my basement over here, where I'm just having to n scrape them out left and right. I'm I don't just have to saying, abortion removed from from the country, uh, the odds of Kyle being a dad go up a bit. Tell her they've still got stairs. Like, like, I will tell her that. I got, two, I got a staircase right down the, down the hallway. It's all, it's like 12 steps. They're all wooden and, and hard. That portion is not going anywhere. He's there, not have gonna, been, yeah. there have been so many conservative presidents that have not um, uh, gotten rid of abortion. The, the Supreme Court appointments, they've not gotten rid of it. The only, like right now, for the foreseeable future, the next president will replace a staunchly conservative Supreme Court justice. So it's not going to change anything from what it was when they still didn't get rid of abortion. So, like, abortion comes up every four years, and it's such a ridiculous topic. Like, I, it, it, there's so many other things to worry about. Jesus. I, I feel yeah. like on the Republican Party, it's one of their top topics. Now, I'll agree that they haven't been... It successful. fires the evangelicals up. I think time. it's a talking point more than it is an actual action that they want to do. They bring right. it up every four years, then it goes away, and everyone loves abortions. So, <laughs> all right. So I have another question that pertains to our fetuses. Don't. I, I was thinking about this earlier. I, I I hope this is original that I haven't thought of this or said it before. But how much weight would your significant other have to gain in spite? For no reason. We're not talking about diabetes or health issues. We're not talking about depression even. We're not talking about any of that. We're saying that your significant other, for no reason at all, and she admits it 100%, is just eating ho-hos until she gains about 80 pounds because she's tired of holding back the waves. She's tired of holding all that back. She's, she's going to embrace who she is, and this is, my, this is who I am. This is my body, a woman's body, 212 pounds up. Like at what point? <laughs> Almost what two point? women's bodies. Yeah. I have exactly. to wonder, like, would I like it? Because I feel like if she was going to do that, then I would. It would be like a co-gift, right? Like, hey, we both turned 44 this year. We're giving each other 80 pounds of allowance. Wow, <laughs> you know? We're that just going not... to bulk the fuck up on ho-hos together and keep it, keep it as a partnership. Oh, that sounds awful. I would say, <laughs> man. There'd have to be a hard line at like 200 because that is a uh, 
that's just kind of like psychologically like 200 pounds and you're a woman like we we're talking about our significant how, others how so much, melissa sorry, how a much small you weigh, girl. Taylor? i weigh like in the 190s so almost exactly. 200. so, so yeah. she's outweighing you at this point I, I think that's important because if you're if you're like a dude is 240 uh, it, it, maybe it's not as psychologically insane if your if your wife is 190, but if you're a buck 65 and your wife's 190 uh, in her scooter or something, mm. well, it's also that a- Melissa's like my significant other's like five five and thin, and so imagining her getting all the way up to 200 pounds is like that wouldn't be like someone my size gaining 90 pounds or 80. Yeah, I think pounds, all three of us have significant others who are sl- very slender. But yeah, is, it would is, be like wait. What was the actual? Was the question how much would they have to gain yeah, before you yeah. dump? At what point are you like, look, I'm done here. I'm leaving yeah. you. This is over. Leave, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And it's not for a medical issue. It's just laziness. I'm, I'm going to say 200. Hard, hard, hard. Stop at 200. You love. You should tell her that, and she should know that you love her. No, That's she an- can't know that. No. <laughs> oh man! If you, t- if, if, I'm, if I'm your girlfriend and you tell me that I could plump on up to a buck ninety five, and oh you, god, right, I'm like, really? God, I love you, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> you were, you were. What, what did he, what did he say to the Khaleesi? You were the moon of the the light of my. You are my sun and stars. Yes. <laughs> my sun and stars. Like you're her the sun and stars at that point. If she could plump on up to a buck ninety five, I'm gonna be honest. I well, think no, no, no. Two hundred like, is, is a hard stop. If you get to like one ninety, and then that sticks around for like eight months, that that clock's ticking. You know, if you're not moving down. Or she may, at 190, maybe she needs to do something to offset it. Like, all right, 190, but I get breakfast in bed and sex every day, or if you still want that. Then, uh, you know, there, there could be <laughs> something she could do time, to offset though, it. At the what same if, time. What if she makes a ton of money, right? It's like, all right, she's 190 pounds, but <laughs> she's worth 10 million, and you get breakfast in bed. You might be like, right, I accept this package. Yeah, I, I don't know. If she's worth 10 million, I can deal with a lot of weight. As a matter of fact, I'll bring the food to you. You stay in bed. You want to get married? You know. <laughs> I don't know if it's so much uh, an actual number as it is when you start getting the look on your friends' faces when they see it together like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like they start honestly feeling bad for you, and oh, oh, guy. There is definitely a number. I, I, I don't know. I think my girlfriend's maybe 120 pounds. At 150, it's there's something very wrong if she. Yeah. Has- you know, if she's added 25% of her body weight to herself rapidly, then, like, for the fun of it, it's like, uh, you got to go. You got to go. There's no excuse to gain 25% of your body weight for no fucking reason. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't all of a sudden jump on up to like, like 240 pounds. Yeah. yeah, you know, math. I wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think your percentage argument is probably the better way to go yeah, as opposed I, to a hard number. But I'm, I don't want to take up any more time, but that, that makes sense. Woody, the number to, that I leave her at, I don't know. To leave her that you, that you're like, come yeah. on, kids, we gotta get out of here before she can, before she eats you too. Because this is, <laughs> I'm really embedded. Like we've been together in April. It'll be 25 years if you include the dating part, or 26, I think. It's already 25. So pounds for you, huh? It's uh, you know, we've got two kids, and like I, 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 I don't know. Hundred and forty-five pounds. <laughs> How fat would your children have to get before you disown them? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wonka style, where you're rolling them in the room. <laughs> you roll them off of your giant estate. Fend for yourself, kids, until he nah, goes. Woody's a good guy. You could tell he just would stay. He'd be the husband. We see them all the time in the store and out. <laughs> out. He, he would stay. He'd be bummed, and but he couldn't say anything and couldn't leave. So it would just kind of be like, ah, it's my wife. I've relegated myself to this. 
we all had that friend when we were little who had like a cool dad, but you'd go over to their house and you'd see like cool dad of like, wow, he lets us play like street hockey at night and he lets us do all this cool <laughs> stuff. And then this big, you know, enormous woman would come out just girthy and disgusting and be like, this cool dad is married to that lady. And then as soon as she walks in, the reality of that he's experiencing of like, I'm like a kid again too, with life's opportunities, all these places I could go. And then he sees his wife and that, yeah, that uh-huh. little spark of death of like, this is the, the dead sow that I've hitched my life to. And now I can't leave. Like, I'll never forget. Crazy. I was, I was in like middle school or something, probably like eight, no ninth grade. I was in ninth grade. And uh, we, we all like spent the night over at a friend's house and it was his birthday and his mom made two cakes. There was one cake for the party and one cake for herself. Oh, God. Can you, and you will never believe which one was the bigger cake. The one for her? The one for her. Now, the one for that. the party was a layered cake. You know, it was round and like multiple layers frosted and it, it was done nicely. It, it was made to be a, 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 oh, look at that nice cake. Yeah, let's all have a bit. The one she made for herself was a pancake. She took the same mix frosting and everything and in a pan that was like 13 inches from corner to corner, she just made this huge sheet cake. And all night throughout the night, while we chilled out in the living room and played video games, she made trips through back and forth into the kitchen with a heaping of cake and a glass of milk. And she'd come back 20 minutes later with an empty plate and an empty glass of milk, and she'd fill on up again. And I just remembered thinking, like, there's not going to be any milk for us in the morning. <laughs> there's going to be no no cereal in the morning because she's, she's drinking I she's half hate a gallon. I bet she's that cake. I bet she hate like, she knows what she's doing to herself. I assume she wasn't fit. Yeah, of course. All like it, that's the thing with like you anytime some, Yeah, I made that I assumption. Remember. I made that leap. I guess leap. I left that part out. She was real. She was a real big fat. She was. A, she was a great big fat person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, like afterwards, she's just hating herself for it. Like there, there's, a, she has a psychological disease, a mental illness that's causing her to do that. Yeah, it's the and, same way. Like someone who's doing, I don't know, drinking all day every day, or doing heroin or something. Like probably as they're shooting up. They're not like, ah, life's back on track. They're just thinking like, ah, you know, this will stave the pain away for a little longer and then I'll deal with reality when it comes back. Like, that's kind of what she's doing with Kate. What do you think of that thing that heavy people say where they're like, oh, food addiction is the toughest one to kick because you have to keep eating, right? You know, like you can give up heroin and then just remove it from your life. You could do that with cocaine. You can do it with whatever, cigarettes, et cetera. But you can't give up food and remove it from your life. You're giving up certain types of food. I love food. There aren't any fat people who like food more than me. There just aren't. I crave food all the time. I like to cook. I like cheap bargain brand Taco Bell, and I like $100 fucking filet mignon. I love all food. It's delicious. I like sweet and sugary and salty and it all. I crave it. I crave it constantly. Mm -hmm. But I do my own fucking shopping, and when I'm at the store, I don't go down the cookie aisle. Not once ever will I go down the cookie aisle. I might eat some junk occasionally and like, ah, yeah, I did some crazy last night. I went to Taco Bell. I got those Cinnabon fucking balls with with, with the jizz frosting oh, injected geez, it's in. even so, worse so when you bite it just comes bukkake cinnamon rolls right right like, <laughs> each and each and every one is busting a nut of deliciousness <laughs> in your mouth. i ate the whole bag like you know but but i won't buy a big bag of chips ahoy i won't buy a big gallon of I like you know, sweet tea or something <laughs> i drink soda but i mean you know i'm I'm drinking diet soda. I, I love fucking food, but I don't. I weigh 185 pounds, and I, I, I'll never get above 200 pounds in my fucking life. It'll never happen again because I put my foot down in a major way with that. When I was, I was like 220 pounds when I was hanging out with Taylor. That's insane for my for my like build and everything and my musculature. 
It's it, it, it makes no sense for me to be two twenty five. It's it's outrageous. I don't know why fat people fat people it's looked at like you know you could be fat and happy and to say anything about them uh, uh, their health is uh, bad to do. It's body shaming or uh, what have you. But it you could absolutely bring up the medical co- uh, consequences of anorexia and say that's a mental disorder. You have a problem. You need uh, uh, help. But fat people, it's like, oh, you can't say that to me. That's um, not PC. It's because there are so many fat people. Maybe there are so many of them that, like, I guess once you get enough of those people together, they just start getting shit done. It can't be a disorder anymore. It has to be just part of the human experience. Yeah. If we're all this bad at eating, it can't be an endemic problem. Then it can't be bad. Then it's it's normal. You notice that that happens quite a bit. Like you hear people say like, oh, you know, I'm fat and happy. You know, I just want to be happy and eat whatever I want. I've never met anyone and maybe there's someone out there. I sincerely doubt it. But I've never met anybody who lost a bunch of weight, who used to be really heavy, who told me, nah, I kind of liked being fat. Everyone is like, oh, my God, I woke up every morning and I hated myself and I looked in the mirror and I thought, you stupid idiot. And I'd go drown my sorrows in a bunch of pancake batter. Mm. And then the next morning I'd wake up and do it again. Then when I finally got it on track, I felt like I had my life back. Like that's what the answer you get. It's never, nah, I was happy being borderline immobile and having never. people not be as attracted to me and me not liking the way I look in clothes. Like, that's that's yeah. the biggest way you can find out you're getting fat quick is if regular people clothes start to look bad on you. Where, like, you put on, like, an unfitted medium shirt and you're like, oh, Jesus, look at these lumps. This is disgusting. I got to get this out of here. But I had a dream tell, about uh, being too fat, uh, like, last night, I think. I, I dreamed I was in a UFC fight that I had to make like 170, which is 35 pounds under me. And I'm there in the sauna cutting weight with all the other UFC fighters. And, you know, the one guy's trying to cut 15, the other guy's trying to cut 20, and I'm trying to cut 35, and they're all like, oh, sucks to be you. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're too fat. You can't fight in that <laughs> weight class. Like, could you get him to agree to the next weight class? And I'm like, 185? How much do you think my hand weighs? I don't think I can make 185 either. You know, I'm just fucked in this situation. I don't know what I'm going to do. And, uh, and that, that was like like the, the big stress sort of conflict of the dream that, that I had. I was, you know, even like Joe Lozon was there. And he, he's like trying to be a friend to me and everything. But he's like, ah, oh, Woody, I, that's, it's, uh, 35 pounds? No, it's not going to happen. Couldn't cut it? Yeah. Got to cut an arm off to get to get, get there, buddy. It's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna like in seven. Like Man, a leg. That was an upsetting scene in seven when that lawyer had to cut off like five pounds of fat in his office, or otherwise they would, I guess, kill him. Which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did a, I did a. I did a break on the show. Uh, I have been for like a year. There's this girl on on um, YouTube, and they just had a, an article about her in a couple of the news um, sites that. There's a petition to have her taken off of YouTube because she's anorexic. She goes on. She does these fun, happy, dumb, you know, those YouTube videos from YouTube stars that are actually doing nothing but they're popular. And I said a year ago, I'm like, we are watching a girl dying on <laughs> YouTube and no one's doing anything about it. They sometimes question her her, um, her loss of weight, but – it's always, oh, stop body shaming. She looks great. I, and she is literally dying of anorexia. She looks worse now than she did a year ago, and she looked terrible a year ago. So, um, What's her name? Uh, uh, Eugenia. Skeletor. E-U-G. Eugenia Cooney. And it is hard to watch. She is so emaciated. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
oh, this is high-level anorexia. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, yeah and and she just, she'll just talk about, well, my mom's going to dress me up like the Little Mermaid today. And she's 22 and completely anorexic. And if you talk about her being anorexic, uh, her fans will just yell at you for body shaming. And they're saying that uh, people that are spreading the petition around were saying she's influencing young girls to become anorexic. I don't know if that's true, but or whether she should be taken off the air or not. But I think her mother should be arrested for child abuse. Yeah, that's definitely fucked up. Or I guess if she's 22. Yeah, there's nothing really she could do. But I don't think she lost that in two years. She's turning around. I can see her legs now. She is very thin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's ghastly. This is... Oh, man. Like, this person is a size that, like, if you learned that they died tomorrow... You would be like if you know her. You'd obviously be sad, but you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You'd be like, "Well, that was bound to happen." Like this is, and of course, of course, my Jesus. audience. I bring it up and do it, and then later on in the night, there were photoshops. They took her, uh, cut her out of her pictures, transferred her black and white, and then threw her in Auschwitz uh, because <laughs> they are horrid people. <laughs> this wow. is like. Like if they had a channel where it's like, hey, it's just uh, alcoholic guy 37. I'm, I woke up shaking at 4 a.m. So I thought I would do another vlog where I down a bunch of vodka yeah, and yeah. try yeah, and pass out. Die and what? no one's doing anything about it. Uh, her mom is a, a plump woman, too. And uh, yeah, it'll just end up. I guarantee you, uh, we'll just read an article and say, oh, that girl that they were talking about, the petition. And everything. Yeah, she's dead. She died of organ failure or something. And we're watching it as, uh, you know, social yeah. media. Just sitting there watching a girl die. It's amazing. She's what do you call really, a, like? Uh, I, I can't get over this. Like, we're, we, I don't know. We're, we're laughing. Dude, she's Auschwitz watching oh, her yeah, die. Oh, yeah, terrible. She's what wearing, you like, anorexic? size zero stuff. I'm sorry, Kyle. And what do you just, call an anorexic with a yeast infection? Uh, flatbread. A quarter Red pound stick. of a cheese. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so loose on her, and I, I I don't hear the audio in, but I'm watching the video. I'm imagining she's very happy. How very like, happy, always up and bubbly her. and having a great time. Yeah, mm. yeah. she just vomited yeah, right before she came on. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe she's not vomited. She's not killing. bulimic. Yeah, uh, she just doesn't eat. Who knows? Who knows if she's bulimic or not? Eugenia, if you happen to catch this, I promise you, even if you put on some weight, you would look better you would look super hot more guys would oh, yeah. like you then or people or yeah, whatever definitely. than now no, no, no. Yes, definitely if you put on some weight you would look better we want you to gain some weight yeah. because right now you don't look good yeah. you your body needs again. fat to survive people should laugh at you when you walk down the street looking like that and i think you'd plump up a little that like like maybe fat shaming doesn't work like maybe if every time you see a fat guy and you scream hey fatty why don't you do something and in his head, he's like, I am doing something. I'm walking down the street right now. Why can't I ever get a fucking yeah. step ahead? <laughs> but, but with this skinny chick, if you're like, hey, go eat a fucking donut, you asshole. Like, maybe she will because isn't she wanting, like, a, a, a positive body image to begin with? Maybe a little shaming would do the trick. Yeah, I'm guessing she, in her head, she doesn't see that she's gone too far. No, right? they got, like, body dysform- dysmorphia, and they yeah. think they look fat. And she it's just- what's more important to an individual like that, I'm asking for real because I don't know, is it is it her own self-image of herself or everyone else's uh, image of her? D- does she care more about how she's seen right. or how she sees herself? Because I think they have seen- – uh, yeah, they perceive themselves incorrectly, and I think that they also have a false perception of how other people see them. 
So they you don't think like, oh yeah. man, I think I look fat, but everybody else is telling me I'm, I'm thin. They're thinking, right. oh, I know that I'm fat, and I know that these people are just calling me thin to make me feel better. They they know that I haven't reached my goal yet. Like I know I have to stick with this. Like it is a mental disorder. I, I don't yeah. know if that's the oh, thought process because I'm not anorexic, but it's definitely fucked up. Yeah, this is a this is an upsetting YouTube channel. I'm looking around. Uh, I know, right? Isn't it? Oh. Too skinny, too skinny. You look ill. We're worried about you. You look, she you look like Ill. you're gonna die. You yeah. Like, that that's gotta cause like organ uh, damage. Like being that low, that, like that low of a uh, body fat count as a woman. Like like you're supposed to be like 20% fat, and right. you're like 20% yeah. bone. You're all calcium, woman. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's no. a try not to laugh challenge where she's sitting next to a normal sized guy. <laughs> look at this. Look at just the way that she looks compared to a guy's normal size. Try not to laugh yourself to death. Should be the title of that video. If you get oh, a God, tip, that's too loud. Look, that, that thumbnail makes her look worse than the video I was watching earlier. And yeah. I, I think if I punched her in the arm at three quarters strength, it would snap. Yeah. Like, look at that. It right. Would. Do you do you remember what Gollum's fingers look like when he's looking oh, for the bony ring? and gnarled, each knuckle big and bulging. Each knuckle as he grabs that fish and he does a little song and he, oh, God. and he and he bites into it yeah. like that. That's she has hands of that level of skinny. If you just cropped out her hands and you told Disgusting. me these are the hands of a 92-year-old woman, I would believe you. This is That's terrible. Th yeah. My God. And her mom is okay with this? Like, hopefully she's not okay, but she's enabling this? Like, yeah, nothing. Your daughter is going to die. I don't think they should take her YouTube channel away because it's her fucking YouTube channel. But someone yeah. should, like, get into her life and maybe, like, catch her with a big the, – the guys with those white jumpsuits and the big net, they need to go over there. Like, there somebody needs go. to grab this chick and put her somewhere where they're if this yeah. was a video like chronicling her fall into methamphetamine abuse and like it just became a crazy how dangerous her body was breaking down, people in her life would get in there and intervene right. and be yeah. like, this needs to be fixed because if we don't do something, even if you don't want to do it, you will die and we care about you enough. We don't want you to die. It's gross. The, like they hey, need to be it, doing something Am I the only here. one? I, I, maybe, maybe we don't want to say that. Maybe that's not a nice thing to say about a woman, but is, she, is she, she's gross. I saw that. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's natural. You perceive she could it as do something her. about it. Like she, she's a cute girl. If she yeah. had weight on her, she'd be beautiful. So saying she's gross like this, that's yeah. That, the back true. of her hands are those of like a seventy-five-year-old woman. Like it's all yeah. veiny, yeah, all, all like like valleys and peaks, just mm -hmm. just wrapped yeah. around vein and bone. You're naturally attracted to people who are healthy, and so that's why when you see someone who's clearly very ill or is like so overweight they can't walk, or is so skinny that they don't have enough body fat to clearly get pregnant procreate. Or, have a kid or procreate do whatever yeah, your body's naturally so. just like i'm not attracted to that i'm attracted to suitable mates that i could create procreate yeah, i'm as turned off to that as i am like a cobra in a tree <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like evolution is saying run it's saying yeah, run yeah, and don't yeah, eat what yeah. she eats yeah, which is nothing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah don't eat a grain of rice bad berries or something like fuck uh, all right let me give everyone a uh, a word from one of our sponsors how about squarespace yeah, we just want everyone to remember that this episode is uh, bring, uh, being brought to you by uh, Squarespace. When you use them, your sites will look professionally designed regardless of your skill level. There's no coding required. They use intuitive and easy-to-use tools. Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology powering your website to ensure security and stability. They're trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. So you can start your free trial today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use opera code PKA to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. So 
Whether you're starting a business, building a portfolio, or just expressing yourself online, remember to sign up today and go to squarespace.com slash PKA. Check them out. If you need a website, that's how you do it. Yeah, good deal. All right, let me see what I've got here. You want to watch? Um, you want to do the thing with the guy stealing the cop car when Taylor gets back? Let's do a double end. Okay, that's that's brilliant. Very good idea. Mm-hmm. I know all the listeners were thinking. I hope there's another ad. Come <laughs> with an ad. Sometimes <laughs> is uh, yeah. I'll, I'll wear these while I while I do it. Yeah. Mm. So you can see like no emotion within me now. You mm. you don't know what I'm thinking. Uh, Remember that Stallone movie, Cobra? Cobra, hey, Cobretti. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I wish I could find the toothpick. He's like, you're a disease. That'd be cool. <laughs> and he guns him down in a fucking... <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Sometimes standing out is about doing things differently than everyone else. Sometimes it's just about wearing the right pair of shades. And sometimes it's about doing both. I want to tell you guys about the coolest company taking, uh, taking over the sunglasses industry right now. Diff Eyewear. I've been wearing their cruise style with the silver uh, frames and silver lenses. Diff Eyewear offers stylish, handmade sunglasses constructed with high-end materials. They're as good or better than designer sunglasses without the two or $300 price tag. Instead, Diff sunglasses start at just $50 per pair. And the best part, for every pair of sunglasses you buy, Diff Eyewear will give you a pair of reading, will give a pair of reading glasses to someone in need. Let me say that again, because that's really cool. That's the best thing about this company, if you ask me. Uh, the best part about this is that for every pair of sunglasses that you guys buy, Diff Eyewear will give a pair of reading glasses to someone in need. That's an awesome program that they do. Uh, you can get one in every color you like, and it's still pay uh, and still pay less than some designer brands. It just makes sense. So uh, do good, buy smarter, be diff. Go to diffeyewear.com/pka right now to get 15% off your purchase. That's diffeyewear.com/pka for 15% off. D-I-F-F eyewear.com/pka. Check them out. Get your cool glasses today. Look badass, like me. <laughs> like contact lenses on that enormous skull of yours god my head it's just it's in a a league of its own i paid double at the barber not because of my thick hair because of the the landscape she has to cover (laughs) but uh, did you ever have this uh helmet and sports or anything uh no 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 that's not true that's that's a lie in eighth grade i had to return my football helmet because it didn't fit and i had to get the extra large Ah. Um, isn't that the worst pain ever did you suffer through wearing a too small football helmet before like someone got you that i was like man football really hurts all the time (laughs) did you go a full day did you like do a full practice with a too small probably a week oh my god it gave it gave it gave me the worst headache i've had in my entire life i still remember being a kid and being like this thing is squeezing my goddamn skull too hard and it hurts on at every like point of my skull right now it's crushing my skull make it stop and they were like yeah you get used to it get a few good hits in you won't think about it no more and it's like Fuck, that's all i can think about because it's my brain <laughs> like, oh, I hate my it. brain is in pain it's totally focused on this our coach was literally retarded. He had been hit in the head with an aluminum baseball bat five years prior, suffered major brain injury, and wasn't all there anymore. And he was our coach. He'd forget to give us water. It was, <laughs> it was outrageous. And like I, I told my parents, and they're like, that's football, son. It's a heart. My dad doesn't sound like that, but whatever. He's like, yeah, that's football. It's a heart sport. <laughs> it's, like, it's a rude 
tootin' time! Yeehaw! You know, like, I cause that sounds, you know? Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> He's twirling a lasso as he does it. <laughs> I never played no, but... football because I didn't hit puberty until super late. And as, like, a 106-pounder, I'm like, fuck football. This <laughs> I have no interest in this. this Anthony, is... were you a sports guy? Oh, Any... my God. I was so not – I never understood. Like, when school would end at 3 o'clock, whatever the hell it was, and I would go to walk to the bus or walk home, and I'd look at the field, the track and the football field and everything, and see people there in uniform doing something, I'd be like, why aren't they going home? Why would you want <laughs> – to stay any later than you had to, you could get home to a television or or your friends or toys or something. Never understood it, so uh, I never ever went out for sports. I know your dad was a very interesting character. Did he ever pressure you into it, or was he always just the no? Cowboy? He didn't. I don't think he necessarily equated sports with being a man. Like he was just very, you know, you had to be a man. Don't. Don't cry, don't do that, ah, be a man. But it was never uh, a sports thing. He would just more like, if someone's bugging you, pick up a big stick and crack them on the head kind of thing. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, so Taylor, or, or Woody maybe, uh, did either of you ever have a moment where your father like was like was had like a be a man type story? Like you did A and B, and he was like, ah, you should have gotten to C, but you didn't. Next time, be a man. Like was there anything like that where he, didn't th- he, he thought you needed to toughen up or do a thing better because you just weren't living up to his potential? I remember so many times playing goalie and ice hockey, and I would let one in that I, I probably should have had if I was squared up and playing right. And I'd have to like, in hockey, like you're there, so you're a little bit, you're a little set. In soccer, the other sports where there isn't plexiglass between you, the parents can yell reasonably loud, and you can hear them. Hockey, they have to scream so much that it resonates throughout the arena to get you to hear it. So so many times I just remember like letting one in and being like, please no, please no, and I'd hear just. Get your head in the game! <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be like, oh, dad. You know, like, oh, and they, I, that, shit, that was definitely my, my bad, but... Now you're um, shaking. <laughs> yeah, so, no, I'm nervous, but, uh, yeah, that, that wasn't, that was just the motivation I needed, you know? I didn't need someone to coddle me and say, oh, did that goal go by you? Was that one pretty quick? You know, oh, like, you wouldn't get any better. You need that tough love some, sometimes, especially with sports, because sports is a meritocracy, and... You need that level of, you know, if somebody does badly in the NFL, NHL, NBA, they don't go, LeBron, have you been have you been feeling depressed again? I know we've discussed this before. They go, hey, this is your fucking job. Get it done. And, uh, you know, I like to think I was good enough at 16 that it applied to me. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the main focus. There was never like a, I wasn't being manly enough. I, I do remember one time I was being bullied by a group of people and, uh, my father had my brother, who was two years older, drive me to school with a baseball bat. And they're like, if they <laughs> fuck with your brother, you got to hit him with this bat. You know, you do whatever Shit. you got to do. And the, the trouble was, like, I'm not sure we'd win, right? Like, what? Like, oh, great. You changed it from a, a four-on-one to a two-on-one or a four-on-two. Are we winning now? Like, I don't Go know. Back. And, yeah. and then, like, the toughest of them was probably equivalent to my brother or something. I know he's two years older and stuff, but I'm not getting bullied by pussies, right? Because that's not a problem. I'm getting bullied by fucking big fucking bullies. And, that's the situation. Yeah. yeah. So so it's like, well, I'm, I'm glad that you gave my brother permission to beat him up and everything, but I don't know that permission was the problem all along. You know, we weren't yeah, showing great restraint. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then, you know, he couldn't drive me home because he went to another school in the afternoon and 
it's like, oh, oh. Man, this is even solving things because I'm feeling really vulnerable on the walk home here. And that's like <laughs> that's like when the uh, in World War in World War Two when the P-51s could defend the bombers on the way to the target but not the way back. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Now you're just at the... Yeah, at least I, I had a bike before where I got home yeah. quicker. You know, it was a little tougher to hunt me out in the 12 minutes it took me to get there. Yeah. Now it's like a 60-minute walk home because I don't have a bike anymore. And, uh, oh, it's man. fucking... Yeah. I, I think now about, like, the bullies that... You know, I'm, I'm sure the bully, there's the same sort of thing. But, like, I, I remember I'd, I'd ride my bike home from, bike home from school... And the bullies would take their car and steer over the curb onto the driveway and come out and like, and I'm like backing up on my bicycle furiously, <laughs> which isn't very fast, you know, and they're like surrounding me and now they're like pushing me around. I'm like trying to find that break where I could maybe ride my bike again and get a little distance and I don't know how this is going to work out. They have a car, but like, you know, nowadays they're like, oh yeah, there's Were name calling. Gump? You're, this is Forrest Gump childhood. So no, I ran bicycle. until the braces broke off. And <laughs> I wish. Running. I can't run for shit. Yeah, I, I'm not built for running. But, but yeah. Imagine you throwing I, rocks. I just, like, I don't know. People, let me know. Are, are, are people still driving their car off the road onto the sidewalk to bully people? Because my bullies didn't fuck around. But I mean, if like I see it. a kid who needs a little bullying. <laughs> I'll tell you, that kid isn't as tough as he could be. You, you pull over, you teach him a lesson, and the world's a little better. That you guys, he cries on the way home. You guys have all heard me tell this story man. once, where I gave the overhand right. Like I saw it on TV. I hit the guy. We were all in the uh, outside the locker room, like for gym class, and and I, I've told the story like four times. I bloodied his nose, and he had a white T-shirt. He was one of the guys in the car, but he was fucking with me without his friends, and that's when I hit him. Uh. But uh, so I wasn't like a big pussy or anything. I was just in situations that were hard to deal with. I needed yeah, more than permission to beat them up. I, I, yeah, but, well, but your parents were like, Anthony, I'm imagining. I know that your dad probably would have given you like a big pat on the back if he heard you got in a brawl and defended yourself. Did you ever have to do something like that? Yeah, I, I, I was uh, I, I think I, I might have told this on this show, but I've told it on my show. I, I got in a fight with um Boomer Esiason, who was the uh, how that go? When I was in fifth grade, I was uh, we were both going to Timber Point Elementary School. Uh, he he never liked being called Norman even back then. He was Boomer, and his name's Norman. And uh, I called him Norman. One of his friends saw that I was the one that yelled, "Hey, Norman!" around the corner and told uh, <laughs> Boomer, and he was going to kick my ass after school. And we uh, meet up after school. Uh, I, I square off and I, I throw a punch right into his forehead and later I will learn that I, I broke the ulna and radius. <laughs> <laughs> My arm broke on Boomer's head and he dispatched me quite quickly after that. How uh, tall was he how tall was he then? He was the big fucking guy. Like, like six five was, or something. Big guy. And he was a bully. He would go around and fart in people's faces in the cafeteria. <laughs> and he was the gym teacher's pet. Uh, always great at every sport, uh, played way too hard for some of the kids. Uh, you know, defense, he'd, he'd smack people down on the ground. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I knew I wasn't going to win. I didn't think I'd break my arm hitting him. <laughs> you thought he'd do that for you. I did a golf outing a few years ago and brought it up, and it was kind of funny. Uh, you know, we, did you remember? Now, but, boy, it was serious then. <laughs> did he? Did he remember the whole incident? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We both. Oh, that's awesome. Did, lived, was he uh, surprised that it was you, and that, or did he remember you from school? Like, 
Yeah, yeah. He remembered like everything. It was a very small little community in uh, East Islip, uh, Long Island. And uh, yeah, we all used to hang out, ride bicycles together and shit like that. So um, yeah, that was strange. <laughs> we, uh, we had two elite athletes in my grade. Uh, one's name was Doug Coleman. He ended up playing in the NFL for like six years or something. So close to that. And uh, another one was Pat Lynch, and he was a wrestler. He had like oh. a, a hundred, you know, match wrestling sh- or win streak, which is a lot. A hundred, you know. He won states as a freshman, sophomore, and junior, but not a senior because he went up like three weight classes and would just started wrestling with gigantic fucks. And neither of them were bullies in the slightest. I always admired them. I used to talk to God and be like, dude, you should have blessed me with that kind of size because I would be a defender of the small. Like I would, I would be exactly what you want. Like these guys were good role models. Like I'd be a Doug Coleman or a Pat Lynch. I wouldn't be, you know, fucking Howard the Jackass who was also large. And, and you know, like I just like, man, like I should have been given this size. I, I would have done good with it. Like done good deeds with it. They, 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 good deeds, yes. But I, I wasn't gifted with size. You think that, right? But, but, but I mean, but maybe I was you used your superpowers. What? You, you know, it's hard to say, right? It's, it's. You you think the best of yourself, but power corrupts, right? Like if you, if you were actually Superman, wouldn't you just take over and be God of Planet Earth? I don't think I'd feel like it. Oh, I would for sure. It, it, you know how long humans would have a like, you know, uh, an autonomous system of government after Superman Taylor showed up? It would be in the minutes. Yeah, where it would be like, you know, I pick one country that nobody cares for that much, like North Korea. I just fly in and in about forty five seconds. Every TV station in the world is looking at North Korea and the carnage. And, and then uh, you see Kim Jong-il's head like held up by me. And I say, you're all next unless you listen. You know, and I did this to the shitty guys, but I will do it to you too, Russia and USA and China. It'll take longer, a little bit. But, you know, but for the most part, you're listening to me now. Everybody will go, you know, it seems like God is here. It seems like God has arrived. And that's what would happen. It wouldn't be like, wow, it's just like the comics. People would be getting on their knees praying, like like tearing their clothes and weeping, being like, I'm so sorry. I didn't live life the way I should have, God. You know, that's what it would be. Oh, I would Super totally me wouldn't be the me that I want to be, right? Like the, the me I want to be is I just run around doing good deeds. I'm literally like – as pure as Superman, making everything as great, you know, as it as it can be. I mean, I'm just one guy. The actual me would be real inconsistent. They're like, Woody, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> you helped us save that one girl, and now we need you to save a hundred. And you're like, fuck it, I'm mowing the yard, and I like this. Like, where are your priorities? Like, you know, how long would it take you to mow the yard at this point, though? You can do it like a second, right? I think I'd do it the same <laughs> no, way. Well, I, I don't this know. is what it would be. It would be a voucher system. So I'd be a benevolent dictator it'd be a voucher system by country they get three every year off the bat they can say hey we're having a huge problem with an energy crisis we just had an oil rig destroyed so we need you to dive down rebore that hole real quick here's one of our vouchers for 2017 and i go here you go thank you you can earn another one if you get along nicely with everybody else and if you you know do these trade deals or whatever and you get along and we stay peaceful everybody gets a free voucher at the end of the year if there's no war and that you know, like a freebie, and that's how you people would really very quickly get in line, I think, because if they got out of line, I'd go, oh Syria, oh oh man, are you all out of vouchers this year? You know, maybe act up less next year, and 
it would pan out. This I really is do so think so. Not Superman. This is <laughs> no, yeah, I would be, a, I would be an evil Superman as well. This is, but it's not Superman. Yeah, this I, is like a global Hitler. <laughs> yeah, Hitler with superpowers. This is, this is Bizarro Superman, and I'm, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah, I would definitely take over. I definitely consolidate world power. Um, and, and you know, maybe I'd do a little good here and there. But at first, I'd just make a big showing of putting everyone in their place. You know, like 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 you're you're saying pick North Korea, but maybe we could use North Korea. There's a lot of people there that are are currently unmotivated. Let's get somebody we don't even care about, like Estonia. What do they even do in Estonia? Let's glass it with our laser eyes so there's nothing left, and leave it as an example for the rest of the world. Maybe, but we need something impactful. If you woke up tomorrow and heard, man, did you hear about Estonia? Whole place is gone, dozens dead. You'd be like, man, that sucks. I wonder if there's going to be traffic on the way to work. Like, 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 but you know, other. I mean, I'm sure there. I guarantee there's a couple Estonians listening to this who are like, that is not very fair. We provide all so. of the all of the world's Toblerones to them, and so very quickly you'd realize none of our triangular candies are in your stores anymore. You know? <laughs> Oh, you think you can get your nougat fix anywhere until all Toblerones off the shelves? You know, you should go to Germany try and have them make it. They'll fuck it up. You know. Like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, subpar Swiss chocolatiers. Anthony, how would you be Superman? I don't know. I, I think start off uh, pretty benevolent to get people all on your side. You don't want to have to be looking over your shoulder, even though you're Superman. Like a fearful population, I don't think they're gonna work with you. Mm. So you bamboozle them into being good by being kind of just what regular Superman was, and then you slowly start taking advantage <laughs> of that. First with chicks, and then maybe, uh, you know, cool thing. But what does Superman really need besides power? Like Money. a cool Where car? does he get the stuff? Does he be what like, stuff? look guys, I do a lot of good deeds, but I sure wish I had a new microphone. Like, how does he get that? Does sure just be like, oh, I guess we'll cough one up? What are you talking? It I would don't be really fun though to hop his job. The world's fastest. A shitty job? No. If I'm Superman, I'm gonna be rich. I'm gonna he's be a news reporter for one of the biggest. You know? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. But he's got. Are we talking about actual Superman or you as Superman? I, I, Superman's I, got a I, job. I, shit. I guess what I'm saying is like, if I'm Superman. I also want to be super rich. Like, that's just part of the deal, right? I don't want to be trying to get by on a junior reporter's salary, whatever that is. That, <laughs> fuck that. No, no, no. Like, look, it... You know what you do is you fly into Warren Buffett's house on Periscope, crush his head with your palm, and you go, Hi, I'm Warren Buffett. Does anyone have a problem with it? <laughs> Use him like a puppet. Just stick your hand right into the back of Warren Buffett's skull. I'm Warren Buffett. Like I bequeath all of my belongings to, to Superman. <laughs> oh, you do? You do? Does everybody see that? Does anybody have a problem? You're like, Speak now. You're like, I'm a registered notary. I could see it. <laughs> and then you stamp. And you stamp some, it with her face. Yeah. That's some, it. Some, like, bleeding heart in San Diego would like say at the time like this is bullshit he can't treat us like this and i just look up and go boom and one bolt of light goes out and then that guy just evaporates off the streets and everybody yeah. knows because they heard him badmouth like that yeah it would very god, like nobody could really fuck with you right and that's what superman is he's a god yeah. so can he, he even starve to death, death? what's that can he starve to death does he need like food i i don't know <laughs> i want to go back to anthony though because anthony was saying he would it doesn't matter what you do to him. He'll just come back. Like, you can make That's him true. sick. You can make him feel bad. But eventually, he'll just come back unless you cut his fucking head off with a kryptonite sword. I want to get back to what Anthony was saying about your number one thing would be girls. With Yeah, at first, it's like, first of all, because it's me as Superman, 
I would do all the immature stuff using the x-ray vision to look through locker room walls and things. And then I'd get like the fastest car ever made and drive it right into a wall at full speed just because <laughs> it would be fun. But, and you're Superman, so you don't get hurt or anything. Uh, yeah, that kind of stuff I think would, uh, you know, because it's still me, but I'm Superman. I think it might be fun to like keep it under wraps that your Superman still had the secret identity, but have your secret identity be just a fucking cool job, like a baseball player. Just hold it back. You know, you don't have oh, to. Oh man! You don't have to hit the ball so hard it disappears in outer space. Just fucking hit a few dingers. Just, you know, well, you're use your home runs like a fucking. You're the best ever. He can yeah, do but then time people travel, would right? really quickly figure they are, that out because they'd be ah, like, the time and not coming right. up next to bat, we have Kyle Myers for the Atlanta Braves. His 70th season in Major League Baseball still <laughs> looks the same as the day he showed up, breaking all the records, <laughs> looks healthy. Can you still believe he's 141 years old? 141, looks like he's 29. They <laughs> try to <laughs> pitch around you every time, but you just reach out and smack him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I, I thought, like, if I could control time, the the shit that I could do with that, like I even thought, like if I I could be a pro gamer, right? And I even at my skill level, which now is even worse than ever been, I, I, if I could just back up time and try again, I could eventually make it through a whole weekend without a single death. I'd be the best pro gamer ever. Complete waste <laughs> of time travel. Set those sights high. I was about to say that is. You are really setting the bar low. I'm going to be a Can you good at video games. I could I'm win like, hundreds yeah, of dollars at GameStop. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's a waste of time. But, like, go back. I could be the best NHL goalie ever. I could go a whole season without one getting by me. If I had time That's travel, good. I'd just work it out. Like, all right. It, like, I can stop them all given enough tries. So that's Reaction all that you would do people. is you would... Play in the yeah. NHL, and after every game, you'd be like, "Damn, let one by. Gonna redo that game." No, and then right on the spot. Time, as soon game. as one Wouldn't gets you better by, have reaction times. That way, you time can't again. Die too. You know what would be fucked up though? People would go like, "God damn, that was a great game. You you were fucking amazing. What a great time we had tonight." And you'd go tonight. That was five years for me, that game. <laughs> five goddamn years. <laughs> it turns out I am not a very good goalie. <laughs> I had to rewind time a lot of times. This would have been a totally different game in one hour. You know, everything looks all fuzzy. <laughs> Notice how everyone in the stands is a little older. <laughs> uh, you only get, oh. like, what, you know, 25, 35 shots a night? Like It, it yeah. seemed like you You're could just stop them. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be fast, right? Just oh by issue God. of like, I, I'm <sighs> I'm on my fiftieth hour of Battlefield One. Ooh, I'm wow. up to 50, 50 hours. I'm digging it, man. I'm playing the uh, multiplayer. I haven't played the campaign uh, at all, but I'm liking the huge fucking maps. Uh, playing uh, Conquest and Domination. What class do you play the most? I play support. Uh -huh. With um, the uh, 1909 um, Benet Merci um, telescopic uh, sight uh, machine gun, it's pretty. I'm getting pretty fucking good with it, and I'm just digging. I like that you're not seeing through fucking walls to hit people. I don't like too many fancy gadgets that mm -hmm. don't really exist. You know, seeing shit, having a radar of where everyone is for no fucking apparent reason. I like the archaic, undependable weapons that have to be bolted back sometimes after every shot like it takes you back a little bit and uh it's it's a fucking cool game i'm really digging it 
Alright, so I gotta get my son to play enough to open the weapons that you use, and then I'll join in. Yeah, that game, uh, that weapon's pretty good, because uh, initially you're left with, you're given some real crap. And, uh, yeah, and I like the, the fact that the screams are great, bodies flying, destructible um, environment. Uh, incendiary grenades are so much fun to watch somebody just ah! <laughs> <laughs> on fire and you shoot them. It's just, the horrors of war are really fun when they're in a game. <laughs> Dude, the opening scene, right? Like, like yeah, so yeah. I, I go in, and if you, if you haven't played Battlefield 1, tell me if I did something wrong, but like you go in and you play as a player, right? And they're coming at you, and you play until you die. And I don't think it's even possible to succeed. No, you do. You play until you fucking die. Yeah, and then they're like, all right, so that's what it's like to be this guy. Now you can be a tank driver, and you hop in the tank, and you do whatever, and then eventually you fuck that up, and he's dead too. <laughs> and then they're like, how would you like to be an airplane pilot? You fuck that up, and he dies too. And you know, yeah. now, you know, They're like, you got to push forward. Don't let him come. Don't let him come. I can't stop them from coming. And yeah, I'm like, all right, I, I go behind this wall and back up a little bit. The back up. Like, this is my best one yet. I've been alive for like six minutes. And then I die. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. I just suck at this game. But I think this, the opening is just to show you this is hopeless. You're, this is tragic. It's horrible. And, and right. fuck you. It, is, and it gives you a little experience with some of the other weapons and uh, vehicles and stuff like that. It's, I, uh, it, I, I really like it, though. I, uh, I think it's well well made. Th that opening scene where you just – I'm like, am I supposed to learn something in addition to the fact that I suck? Or just that I suck. Like, what yeah. is the lesson that we're covering here? I don't even know, but I, it, it's really the sad. Part, the worst part of starting a new game is you, you suck at it so bad that it takes forever to get your KD up after you start getting better at a new game. I, and, have, a, I have a solution for that. I'm going to okay. share my account with my son and blame it on him. Right? <laughs> so I will never be accountable for my own stats. We're go. playing never together. You really should start a, a shitty beginner account and then go to the different account to to get once you're good and keep that up. But, you know, people, uh, they always say KD isn't the most important thing, you know, especially with things like domination and shit. you got to be a team player. But, man, it's the only thing people fucking look at. <laughs> In COD it is. I thought score per minute was the, the battlefield metric. Am I crazy? I, I don't know. I Everyone don't know. has been telling me I suck because I'm at, like, 6.5, and I, I, it's because I was trying out new weapons, and <laughs> I'm pretty new to the game, and that seems to be what people want to look at. Hmm. But now you're so much in death debt that you have to become a fantastic player right. for a good just, while right. just to become death average again. You don't look like a fucking lump of shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that, COD 4 was where I did that. I, I, I was at one point negative 5,000 deaths. And I, oh. I just crawled back for months, you know, just this, every night I would grind away and be like, all right, tonight I got like 112 off that, you know, tomorrow we'll do another until I just, yeah. until I become a positive <laughs> player. Yeah, uh. that was, that was, that ruined the fun of a couple Call of Duties for me when I had a lot of friends who were playing too. And you just have this like dick measuring KD contest where it's like, yep. oh, what's your KD? Well, my KD is like 2.1 because I just played domination and never help my, my allies yeah, and just sit exactly. back and, and shoot on mm -hmm. B Dom the entire game. And it's like, wow, you must be pretty good. And then usually the guy with like a 1.2 KD is actually the guy who's good because he's running and gunning. 
and Shoot, holding B Dom is one thing, but a lot of these guys, he just work the edges of the map. Oh, I just work right. the edge. I try to play the least important areas in all of domination and just catch people from the side, flanking them and doing shit. And it's like, no, you're playing team deathmatch in domination. No wonder your KD is high. And you think you're exactly. good, but you're not. You're like you're you're just Picking on people yeah. who are trying to win the game, acting like you're worth a shit, but... It's a bunch of blindside kills. That's the guy yeah. with the shitty KD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the good win-loss. That's exactly what they would say. Yeah, my, my win-loss yeah. win was horrific in every Call of Duty because I had no qualms with quitting five, six games in a row if just something that I kind of didn't like happened. Where I'd be like, oh, of course, yeah, I get shot with a shotgun right off the bat. Bullshit, you know, when really in like your head, your heart of hearts, you're like, that's not unreasonable. You're just not that great, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I rarely uh, quit. And all my win losses were, I, shit. Yeah, I think you'd see these online and see if I'm lying, but I think it's over three in most of the cods, and and that's worth something because like you join games midway and and just yeah, take yeah. losses that aren't your fault and stuff like that. But yeah, and I never cared too much about win loss. All about that KD because you can whip, we can whip the KD out anywhere. No context needed. It's right, like all these exactly. stats in the political realm where anybody That's can grab the stat is. they want and make it, but really, like, my KD is 2.1. Don't pay attention that I only, you know, yeah. you know my, my character has ran three miles yeah, yeah. Uh, in my five prestiges, and I'm just really <laughs> sitting behind a bunker. But, yeah. So speaking of the politics thing, yes. Anthony, I know you're doing... Uh, Chiz mentioned that you were doing a huge bonanza for the election, like a live stream of it. Oh, yeah. Star-studded uh, election coverage. I'm calling us your election headquarters, because I stole that from Fox. <laughs> Just completely stealing their shit. Uh, yeah, we're, we're doing something. We did the debates. We uh, covered uh, the debates live, uh, and now we're doing the election from 8 p.m. Uh, next Tuesday till it's done. We are doing a marathon. Don't care how long it takes. It could be several uh, days. Several months. Recounts, yeah. Something like that, but we are going to be on till damn it, somebody is the new president. Uh, it should be crazy. It's me, uh, Gavin McGinnis, uh, Pat Dixon, um, uh, Louder with Crowder is going to be uh, checking us out, uh, checking in with us on Skype. Uh, Nick DiPaolo is a great comic. Um, and uh, a bunch of people calling in and Skyping in throughout the, uh, the festivities of the night. But it's, I can't wait till this is over. It's been dominating our lives for a year mm -hmm. and a half. And uh, it's it's fucking time. Now so, I assume you're a Second Amendment guy. Are you a Trump guy? Yeah, I'm not so much a Trump guy. I hate Hillary Clinton. Hate her. Uh, and I'm, I like the idea that Trump is a complete protest vote. Uh, and then people go, well, why don't you vote for one of the other candidates, the independent for a pro? I like a protest vote that is akin to there's a, a guy. Let's say because politicians like this. Let's say there's a guy at the office who is, feels he's entitled to the CEO position and the board better uh, make him CEO because he's entitled, he's been with the company this long and everything. And the board is so sick of every CEO fucking them over the years. So what they do is they make the mail clerk <laughs> CEO. It makes the guy, the, the guy that was entitled think, how bad did we fuck up that they made him the CEO? And that's exactly what the Trump vote is. It's showing the politicians we're so sick of you that we're willing to put this lunatic in the White House because you have fucked us so badly. 
That, I'm on board with that. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's an apt that, analogy. That's yeah. a cogent point, and I like it. Uh, yeah, I yeah. have no argument against that. That's, yeah. I think he's batshit crazy, but I think he's the perfect monkey wrench to throw into the whirring gears of the machine. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I go to 538, Trump's odds have gotten better. I see now he's taking Florida as I record yeah, this. Yeah, he's he up in Virginia in some bullshit poll. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. I... I <laughs> I don't know if he's going to win or not. I, I, look at the front page right now. There's like, <laughs> look, every day there's like three more things that are like, that you hear more about the FBI, the foundation, or her emails. It's like every it's single day. It's not new three, things. It's three it's, things again. It's just like, you know, like. Well, oh. I never know. I never know what to take from it. Cause like, I'm look. I look at this story. Like, like, what did this just say? It, it was something that sounded important, but I don't know. Let's see. Um, Fox News confirms FBI has been investigating the Clinton Foundation for a year. A, quote, active and aggressive investigation that's been ongoing. The, the Department of Justice tried to force the FBI to destroy laptops. The FBI refused and says immunity deals are void if anyone lied during the interviews. Ooh. Like, I don't know if that's relevant and crazy. I, like, oh, my God, can you believe this? Or if that's just old the news. three it's stories like about so Clinton. Much... The, the stories are she had a private email server and perhaps was careless with um, classified information. Right? That's one. Another is she had a Clinton Foundation. And money came in it through all kinds of sources, including foreign governments. Where exactly did that go, and did it enrich the Clintons personally? And the other is, hey, she makes a bundle of money doing private speeches for companies like Goldman Sachs. Are we to believe that Goldman Sachs are such poor businessmen that they just keep giving her $650,000 again and again without a return on investment? You know, those, right? They so, really like entertaining their buddies with that rousing comedy troupe of Hillary Clinton. And <laughs> yeah, Hillary. exactly. So those are the like three stories. And, and they just run them up. again and again and again and again and again and again. And, and, and maybe they're worthy of running. Maybe they're worthy of completely sinking her. When I talk with you guys, I'm typically defending Hillary because you're the pro-Trump guys. When I talk with Jackie, I'm often on the other side and like i'll wake up and, and i'll be like uh, she's like god damn you know like is his name comey you know comey reinvest op opened the investigation to the emails this doesn't seem fair he's trying to influence the election and i'm like don't forget this is all happening to her because she's a cunt right like, like, you know, like <laughs> the fundamental reason all this is happening is that she truly is yeah. a cunt you know and, and then i'll just go yeah, through you know why you know how comey wouldn't have to investigate it if she didn't intentionally hide tens of thousands of right. documents. Now, right. I, know, I, didn't I do that. know more about this cunt talk. I, I like her what he's going. I want to see where you're heading with this. <laughs> uh, like I told her this. I, and she's like, no, no, no. You only think she's a cunt because they tell you to think that. Right? For 25 years now, they've been after her making you think she's a cunt. And I'm like, I don't know, honey. I think it's because of the things that she did. Like that's, that's what it is in my mind. I'm like, look, the Republicans hate Obama at least as much as they hate Hillary, right? And the things that I keep hearing about Hillary are the three, money for speeches, Clinton Foundation slush fund, and mishandling classified documents. The things I hear about Obama doing that are so crooked is like not being born here, right? Is it possible yeah. that the reason, you can only have to love Obama, I know Anthony Cumia doesn't love Obama, but it must be that ethically, He's better than Hillary Clinton because they're not yeah. really getting shit on him. They hate Obama just as much as they do her. But ethically, that's not his weak point. I think ethically right. the guy's pretty good. Um, no, no, I don't think uh, ethically – unless you look at the bigger picture like I believe that uh, Barack Obama wants to take the U.S. down a couple of notches and has been co covertly undermining our best interests in the world on the world stage. That's an ethics kind of uh, – proposal but it's not a provable thing that uh he did 
Yeah, um, we'd have to find some documents where they're outlining right. some grand strategy. But then to there's the lying, the blatant lying about healthcare and the cost of it. I mean, it was known. The Republicans kept saying over and over how expensive this Obamacare would get and what it would end up being. Uh, unbelievable premiums, deductibles, uh, increases year after year. They said, no, 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 it's not going to be like that, along with the keep your own doctor and, and uh, health plan if you want to. I, and then it turns out it's exactly what the critics said it was going to be. And it's costing a lot of money. And it was his plan. So, so a couple things a on Obamacare. Healthcare was skyrocketing before Obamacare, right? So we're not really comparing this year to last year. We're comparing this year to an alternate universe in which there was no Obamacare, and that's hard to do. But it was definitely skyrocketing, skyrocketing with or without uh, Obamacare. And um, I really like the idea that lots of people are forced to buy their own insurance. I hated that there was a whole class of people that we just knew didn't buy insurance, went to the hospital, got treated, and fucked the hospital. That was like a normal Those way to they're still not, But they're still not paying for the insurance. They are. We are through tax dollars. So they're, now that they're being forced to buy insurance, no, they're being forced to get insurance at our dime. So... That still doesn't even quite well, work. You have to go it's, pretty low uh, in income to find people who aren't actually paying to get something toward it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, they, they're, it's subsidy. subsidized. I'm with you. But they're subsidizing partial, mm -hmm. uh, partial subsidies to some people that don't. Uh, the forcing us to buy insurance makes the insurance companies go, well, now we could do whatever the fuck we want and raise the premiums again. When, when my insurance would get too high, I would look for a different insurance company. You can well, still do that. That's what people did. Now you're forced to buy insurance at whatever fucking rate they want to charge you. It's uh, mm, it's crap. yeah. Well, a lot. I think like their basic plan initially was like, all right, premiums are going to be higher for everyone because we're having to include people who can't contribute any money. So you have to <sighs> increase it as the level bar for everyone. They never even told and us that. And they basically were saying, or no, I think this was the plan though that they were going to raise the premiums and. To get people to buy in, they had to say, hey, you have to pay this penalty in taxes if you don't sign up for this program. And the premiums were so inordinately expensive and the deductibles for those plans were so high that people were like, I'm not – it's going to cost me way more money to get this plan that I can't use because I can't afford this enormous deductible than it would be for me just to pay this $600 tax fine. fine. And so basically they were hoping to kind of pilfer money from young people who are working who are paying a lot more. A young guy like me is paying way more into healthcare than I'm taking out because I'm a young man. I don't take much out. So I'm just a gold plan for an insurance company. So what they're doing is hoping that I take that higher premium, pay into a system that I'm not going to get to pull out of, and they can redistribute that money among people who can't uh, uh, afford their own plans. And that's not working because people are saying, especially young people, fuck this. I can't afford that. I'm just going to pay the, the tax penalty and not get Obamacare because it's going to save me money in the long run. It, well, I mean, the, the thing about buying insurance is you do get insurance. Like, that's a good thing in case you get sick. You know, Those plans are such shit. They're terrible. I, they stop it's you from so getting bad. wiped it's... out. Like, it, yeah, there's I, always some specific. Not, like, not even. That's not even, all it They does. don't even keep you from getting wiped out. If you're someone who can only afford a plan with a $6,000 deductible, chances are you don't have $6,000 to right. spend on the deductible. So if you're making two hundred grand a year, you don't have to stick with that bullshit deductible plan at the bottom. You have enough money to get something better if you so desire. But it's those people who don't have enough money where they're like, well, $6,000 may as well be $60,000 because I have no money. Those people is the middle class, by the way, the people who don't have $6,000. Like, we know that. that that's, that's, the, that's the whole middle class that doesn't have $6,000 on average to, to fucking blow on medical expenses out of nowhere. Mm. 
I don't know. All I know is every time I look at those plans, I'm like, this is complete bullshit. I'm not doing that or that. That's, I, that's ridiculous. So the, the conversations I have with Jackie, like every day I wake up and there's some like story about Hillary. And like, so I don't like either of them. I'm voting for Hillary, but I don't like either of them. And it's every time I see bad news about her, it's just like, ah, you know, like <laughs> it, 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 this isn't happening because she's unlucky. This isn't happening. What will it take to, get you to change your vote? For Jackie to change hers, probably. No, no, no. For Woody to change his to Trump. That's um, what I'm saying. If Jackie's going to vote Hillary, Woody's not going to vote Trump. So it would have to hinge on Jackie that's changing so the vote insulting. to Trump. Like, why would you think that I wouldn't make up because my Because I would mind? think that you guys would go as like a team, you know? Like you get two votes. I, I feel like you Otherwise, just... you just cancel each other out. Yeah, that's that'll happen in some families, I guess. I, I, I make up my own decision, I, I, and she does too. And... Uh, Shit, for me to go, it's hard because I really do think he sexually assaults women. What about women. concrete evidence, like nailed to the wall, that she took money from the Saudis in exchange for selling them more F, uh, giving them a better deal on F-16s? It's funny, like that—that's a good one, right? Because I think because she what did happened. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think she literally did that. I, I think there's a handful of these things, you know. Like, oh, here's a better one. She, um, she was first lady. And they were trying to pass through a bankruptcy law. And if I remember right, so the deal is there's three kinds of debt. Let me just give you 60 seconds to lay this out. Three kinds of debt, mortgage, student loan, and then like regular unsecured debt. Mortgage rates are not that bad because they take your house if you don't pay it and they don't really lose too much. Student, rate, student loan rates are not that bad because you have to pay them off. Even if you go broke or whatever, you can get sick, you can get divorced. They will get your student loan money out of you. They're going, unsecured debt. If you go wrong on that, then they're just fucked. That's how it used to be. And, and that's why credit card rates were 20% when mortgages were 4%. That's how unsecured debt works. So the companies like Goldman Sachs and what have you were going to change the bankruptcy laws so that when you went bankrupt, the credit card companies still kind of got paid off. Hillary found out about this and she goes to Bill and she says, all right, look, we can't have this. This is a terrible thing. Bill vetoes it and they undo it. Like the, the, everything, I don't know if you had to veto it or if they just got Congress to change their votes, but they stopped this thing dead in its tracks. Hillary Clinton, savior of the middle class, saved uh -huh. bankruptcy so that it doesn't wipe you out like it once did. Then she becomes a senator, does all these speeches, gets money in her own pocket, votes for it, it passes, right? She was bought. She was just fucking yeah. bought, right? When she was first lady and, and she voted her conscience, she went one way. When she was a senator and on the take, she voted another way. You can buy Hillary Clinton. I already oh, know yeah. this. I just don't know that she's worse than Trump. I believe Trump sexually assaults women. I, I, I believe he's morally bankrupt, at least as much as she is. So what it would take for me to, like, to convince me that Hillary is worse than Trump is I, – I, I'm not thinking of it, but it, could, it sure it exists. Put, uh, do you put any stock – like I know these are – just like mm -hmm. the allegations are against Trump, you can believe it or not, the allegations against Hillary of intimidating and threatening Bill's victims, do you put any stock into that? I, no, what I believe is that she was probably mean to his mistresses, and I bet that's pretty common behavior. Like, what if it turns out that she was aware that Bill Clinton was going on the Lolita Express and having sex with underage girls? With <laughs> that'd be enough. Uh, that'd be enough. I do it. Yeah, that would do it for sure. Yeah, if if okay. that whole thing turned out to be true, um, you know, like I don't believe Trump is a pedophile. 
I do believe he went to the Miss Teen USA backstage to see the naked teenagers. I just watched Miss Teen Delaware get railed about 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. She's a porn star herself. Miss Teen video. Delaware. Good yeah, video. it's a good video. Yeah, yeah, I got no problem too. with that. <laughs> Look, what I got a problem like, with is him taking advantage of his creepy old man. I run this shit to come back there and like ogle the ladies. Right. Uh, that ain't cool, but it's also not cigar and your pussy not cool and then lying under testimony. No, no, I believe what Bill did is... No, Bill's... I think Bill's is way cooler. Monica Lewinsky was not his victim. She was his lover. That's true. But... Uh, Okay, all right. I guess potatoes, potatoes. No, no, that's... They're both situations in which someone is using a a position of authority and power to get a woman to do what she wants. If that... if Do you think that Monica Lewinsky would have ever hooked up with Bill Clinton if he wasn't the president of the United States? Do you think if he went oh, up to her at a bar? You know, maybe he, maybe it would. I'm just saying that it is immoral, I think, that if you're the president. If you're somebody, yeah, if you're in a huge position of power and you use that to basically be like, hey, we're going to hook up, aren't we, sweetie? And then she comes in and then you'd fuck. But that it's position like, yeah, of she power she was more like NBA it. player, right? Like, like if you said, hey, do you believe Monica Lewinsky would ever hook up with Kevin Durant if he wasn't playing for Golden State? I'd say no, but he was, and that's what he used to seduce her, and she willingly opened yes, her legs. But, but Kevin Durant doesn't have any direct control over her future trajectory in a career. And that he makes can't it go, wrong. Oh, you're, you're fired at this. Like, Monica Lewinsky clearly wanted to be in the political realm, and she basically was like, okay, well, if I got to fucking blow Bill, I guess I got to do it if I want to stay in this industry. Like, I can't just turn the president down. I'm going to be in some bullshit toilet cleaning duty. Right. Do you th- like that? That it's possible think- she was thinking that, and I'm only guessing. But I thought she was actually thinking, "Oh my God, I get to blow Bill Clinton." Like, I, I think I, so. But I, it, that you, you could be right. I just if think you either look way, at it's the, immoral. All you have to do is take a look at all of the women who have accused Bill, and you can see that man has low standards, or that's all he can get. It's one or the other. All right, like I, I hate to say that about sexual assault victims, but he's got some real ugly motherfucking sexual assault bills. Look <laughs> at Paula Jones with that huge nose, and then the, the other one was a big fat cow. Like, like it's not like like, like, like with if Trump was grabbing ladies like that, then we would have a problem. Like, like, at least Trump go Trump's grabbing like tens. Trump's right? literally like, going backstage to watch teenagers be in states undressed. Well, he's oh, no. that's not that's well. I mean, he teenagers. says he did They're it. Nineteen. Uh, Did he say? Oh, he are they? Miss Teen, Teen USA. Teen USA. Yeah. The, well, they're, they're 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 of age. No, no, no. Like, they're not, legal. No, I'm saying. Did they like? Is this verified right? that he actually went back there and walked around, or is this another allegation? See, I the, the thing. No, I this is about, verified. Yeah, this is a thing. A not, I'm, I'm asking. I'm not trying to trap anybody. Yeah, no, no. I didn't hear the one about the Teen USA. I heard the one about the Miss USA, where he would walk backstage to see them. But I never heard the one about the Teen contests. No, oh, just yeah. like like it, it like a half a dozen well, people have come it, out and care. said it was like, there. Like, like, yeah, he did it to I, both, and I don't know if it was USA or Miss Universe, but whatever. He's he's back there and he's acting Miss Teen too, and that's creepy. It's wrong, and and no, it is. It's yeah. just the biggest confusing thing about all yeah. these allegations is you have to. People will be like, oh, you have to have to, have to believe every allegation outright, and it's like, well, you, you also have to be a thinking person mm-hmm. and try and put it together to the best of your ability, not to insult potential victims, but to be cogent and sound-minded, just trying to think it through, you know? And for decades, Donald Trump was in the public eye, uh, a guy that people watched on TV, they enjoyed. I'll have to go back and do research, but I don't think anybody called him a rapist or a racist no. or a horrible, despicable human being until he ran for president as a republican and and well, now he's like the worst have a ever witness that is him out. himself on tape like that that's a you yes know, and, but that's only if you think that that tape was him fondly reminiscing events where he's harassed women and assaulted them 
and assume that it wasn't him being in poor taste, a braggadocious, self-conscious, I want to be an alpha male, harumph, harumph, look at me, mm-hmm. dude. Like, because what, what, what he said was, I can do whatever I want. I just, first of all, beautiful woman, I can't say it. I just, I got to kiss him. I got to kiss him right there. I don't even ask. But, uh, but you know, when you're, when you're a star like me, you don't have to ask. And, hey, I can just grab him. Grab him by the pussy. Whatever. I can he's get just, away with it. I don't feel like he's – that's very different what I just you know, repeated. It's a pretty, pretty sound quote yes. from, from, yeah, last Saturday. This chick named Nancy, <laughs> I cornered her upstairs. And, I just grabbed her by the pussy. Just grabbed her by <laughs> She couldn't get away. She didn't want to either because I'm a star. That's why. Like it he didn't sounded, say that. He yeah, didn't like tell sounded, you about the last time he did it. He was to me. It, there's a difference. To me, I, I I think he's bullshitting. I don't believe Trump grabs people by the pussy. It, no, it, it, he does like, bullshit like at a random. Lot. Like he might have grabbed some pussy, but we've all grabbed some pussy, and they because they wanted it, right? Like we know when a woman wants you to grab her pussy, I and maybe that's her. what he's describing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's like, a, like, a you know when you're married, you need to remove consent because it's there by default. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me be. Let's pull back. <laughs> going back to the pornography uh, subreddit from last week, free use. Another good subreddit. That that's where the wife is just up for sex anytime, anywhere. Not even necessarily. Like, no wait. Like, you could be eating dinner, like like sitting down to a fine meal, and the husband will just come over there and just like bend her over the you table. You misunderstand ah. free use. It, it's Did not I? a married thing. No, free use oh, is the okay, idea. Is pretty much a, a living, breathing sex toy that you can use anytime you want. Yeah, you're that, right. That I is, got that confused. There there is another one that's like what I just said. Wife though. sharing. No, wife sharing's pretty literal in its description. <laughs> yeah, I, I can to... tell you what that is. Yeah. It's probably people fucking each other's wives. Uh, I think likely. typically it's a married couple and a single guy. Yeah. I'd but say then so. that's not wife sharing. That's you're thinking just, wife swapping. You're mixing up wife swapping with wife sharing. Don't fuck with me on porn. All right. Okay. You're right. <laughs> right. I need to get. I need to look at more wife categories. I guess. <laughs> really, really sift through. Ah, sharing's different than you know swapping. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, exactly I never right. understood the guy that could sit there and watch his wife getting tooled by some uh, other dude and oh. just kind of like watch. You don't like, want yeah. Her enough. Okay. To want her to fulfill her her fantasies. I, I mean, oh. if you really cared about her, you know, whatever she wants, let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's Dude, what the they only, always say. The only guy who's winning, or the only person I feel like who's winning in that like little triage, is that is the dude who gets just gets to show up and fuck this girl and then be like, all right, I'm gonna enjoy a night of watching sports and drink and yeah. see ya. Like you guys enjoy the crazy fallout from this probably calamitous relationship ending event. It's not <laughs> my thing. I, I I am not a sharer, but. Some guys seeing their wife having sex is even hotter than having sex. Like some guys get off on that, and uh, then they want a you know, variety of men. They want the bull, right? The bull that doesn't is a, make any sense. Why? It's like it's a sexual fetish where you don't get to have sex. Well, sometimes right? I guess you get to jerk off a little. But uh, I guess maybe for some people, like holding it back is the enjoyment. Like ooh. Yeah, this thing that I really want to do, I can't do it because I made up a rule, and now my wife's fucking some other guy who showed up. Like it would crush yeah, it me. Uh, I, it's not my cup of tea, but I, I was gonna say I do understand it, but that's not the the term I'm using. Like I do know what it is. You relate that's a to better it, term. No, no, no. That's not what I'm going for. Yeah, yeah. I do know what it is. I I do know that. Like yeah. Kyle trying to thread that needle. In. <laughs> There's a. I know a guy. Very fun. <laughs> 
I know a guy who he he was single when I hung out with him, but he eventually got me married. Or and I swear, like one of I think that he got off on the idea that everyone wanted his woman, right? And and she was beautiful, and, and people did. But I think that it 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 really increased his feelings for her that everybody else wished they had her. And yeah. uh, you know, whereas like that's that's I don't really care what everybody else thinks. Like I made up my own mind. But uh, but you know. I don't know. Like, is it somehow it, similar? Everyone wants, like, everyone wants the, like, when you're walking around town with your lady, with your girl, you don't want people to just totally ignore her. Like, you want people to notice, like, man, that guy's got a good looking uh, girl on his arm. Like, she's a very attractive woman. Like, wow, good for you. Uh, and you kind of, there's such a huge chasm between that yeah. and being like, I like this uh, affirmation yeah. hey, from strangers on the spin. street so much yeah. that, hey, yeah, you want to fuck her? You know? Yeah, go for it, man. I'll just, go like, halfway. I'm just into, my, my biggest fetish is just, I don't fucking do anything. I just sit there. You know? So this <laughs> guy would take his girl to a strip club, right? And she would, like, get into it and stuff. You know, she'd, like, enjoy the strippers and whatever. All female strippers. And uh, I think that a big part of what he liked was, like, like she'd get all dolled up. Right, so she practically looked like a stripper, and she's interacting with the strippers, and every guy is thinking, "Man, she's like the most amazing wife ever," and I think that was his kink. That every guy was like, "I wish." And that... then he would let his no, wife no. get fucked by. Oh, no, well, no, 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 not, not that part. Not, no, she no, never no. asked Woody to partake, but <laughs> who knows? Perhaps, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, but I don't think so. Um, I, I think that he would get all. Uh, worked up on the notion that everyone wanted to fuck her, and then he would. Uh, that might be a funny prank phone call. Like, like, like you expressed interest in uh, bulls for hire doc at bullsforhire.com. <laughs> I'm just calling. Uh, I'm I'm happy to fill the fill the position. <laughs> 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 no, we didn't. God damn it! He, well, it says you're not you're Michael, right? Yeah, Michael. Well, it says here you'd like me to. A bull is a strong face. black guy. Uh, I, you don't I, sound I don't... like one. <laughs> well, I. I I don't want to offend all of our fans in one night, so maybe I'll save the black <laughs> impression for next week. Um, okay. And just instead segue into an Uber ad read. Mm, I'm sure they'll uh, appreciate this. They'd like this placement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is right where they wanted to be. Right hey, after can that. I interrupt your Uber ad read? Just, hey, the spacing won't be a bad idea. Anthony, do you ever worry about that you, you transition from like a wife-swapping talk right into like Audible.com or something? No, I've never worried about that. Oh, well, right. good. Forge ahead. They, the, the sponsors are all wonderful, and they know exactly what they're signing on to. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, Thanks. Kyle. <clears throat> We've all taken jobs to earn extra cash. Back in the day, I – there's this, like, dot, 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 so I'm going to lie to you at this point. Back in the day, I got a job – I can't curse during these. Let me just start over. I don't want to make them mad at me. We've all taken uh, extra jobs to earn extra cash, but I've got a better way you can earn extra money on the side. It's so much easier thanks to Uber. Uh, it's a totally flexible way to earn. You can turn it on and off just like your car. If you have a few spare hours here and there, drive with Uber. Uh, have you ever wanted to be your own boss? I bet, you'd, I bet you'd make a great boss. Drive with Uber, and you are your own boss. If you're driving right now, you should be earning right now. I'd do it. Every day is a payday when you drive with Uber because you can cash out at any time with instant pay. Uh, with access to instant pay, cash out your earnings up to five times per day with no minimum amount required. Listen, if you enjoy earning extra cash, if there's something special you'd like to buy, you, uh, your car can start making you money. So go ahead, 
get your side hustle on. Sign up with sign up to drive with Uber today. Go to uber.com slash drive now. That's uber.com slash drive now. Uber, U-B-E-R dot com slash drive now. It's a great I, service. If you don't know what Uber is, you, you've been living under a rock, I would think, because... <laughs> You, you really won't believe how much better it is than getting a taxi until the first time you have to get a taxi after using Uber for a while. And you'll be like, oh, my God, that's why they're taking over. Because <laughs> these people are unpleasant. Like, these taxi drivers are just surly. I don't want to be scolded when they're taking me somewhere. But uh, Uber, excellent. I like excellent the service. idea of Uber. I, I like the idea of setting your hours i like the idea of like owning your time i like i don't know the whole opt-in sort of like self-employment aspect of it is the really autonomy interesting to me yeah. yeah the autonomy of it is perfect i i i don't know there's a lot of like new economy jobs like that you know the etsy stuff the uber stuff the where like you don't have a traditional boss and that to me has a high value you know what i like about uh i was like I, did, I figured, why would I use Uber? There are taxis and stuff, and I'm in New York City, and I could hail a cab and that. And then the first time I used it, I'm like, okay, this is great, because all the guesswork is out of it. Uh, I like being able to look at my phone and go, okay, three minutes, a car will be here. There he is, right there on that road. I'm here. It's this type of car. Here's his name. And when I would call a cab and I have to get to the airport or something, and I'm at my house with my bags at the front door going and calling again, where's the cab? I'm going to be late for my flight. Uh, all right, let me call. Hold on. Base to 15. Base to 15. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the 30s. They're calling on a radio to find a guy. I love knowing where everything is right at that. And like Uber and other, you know, other, um, technology companies that that work an old problem with new technology it's fantastic yeah i yep. it, it's it's how you do also and i might be dumb and people who take t cabs will laugh at this i don't understand the system i don't know there's lights on the top that are either on or off but like the middle one's always on so to me the light's on it's never completely <laughs> off there and, and then it, you have to look inside and see if there's people and figure out if they're guests or like i don't really get taxis that, fuck yeah, it. it's I'll an never on learn. duty, off duty light, and it's his cab number. And if it's lit up, he's ready to be held down. And if it's not lit up, uh, he's got somebody in the car with him. But sometimes they forget to turn it on or off, and you're there like an idiot waving for him. And he passes by, and you see there's someone in there, and you you throw something at the car. Naturally, <laughs> yes, yeah, what you, <laughs> you do. You get upset. There you go. <laughs> Kyle, what do we what got do here, Kyle? Have here? So this is pretty Tulsa cool. Man I, steals police car and live yeah. streams. <laughs> yeah, I saw this earlier today, and I, I thought we should check this out because this guy steals a cop car and live streams it. You know, he's just he's uploading videos of him doing it to his Facebook okay. while he's doing it. Right. Do you want to watch the whole thing? It's three. It's and three minutes. three minutes and forty five seconds. I I think we should. I love right. this. I think this is really Let's funny. Let's do this. Are we ready? Uh, is Anthony? Oh, you yeah. queued up? Yeah. All right. Ready. Set. Play. Ever since I got ever since I got out of prison, out of prison, like shit. six months, I was down to two months, and I ended up in a do because he put his like nuts in my face whenever I was sleeping, basically. What's a do? <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm a motherfucking retard. <laughs> what I am. What I am. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, can you turn your volume down a little bit? Oh, this yeah. is the shit I want to go out to. 
He's driving in the cop car, like doing a selfie video. Okay, if you don't believe me right now, look, check it out. Tossed at right now. I'm in the cop car. He's missing a tooth. Um, <laughs> looks like the right at? uppermost canine. You hear my siren? He's turned the sirens check on and he's pointing the camera to the road in front of him. You can see the oh, lights. Don't fucking believe me. <laughs> It was the cop's iPad, right? So he like logged into his own Facebook on the cop's iPad and started live streaming on Facebook as he stole his cop's car and iPad, I guess. <laughs> that is pretty badass, though. You he goes, I'm gonna be gone a long fucking time. I know that. This is my last video. Yeah, I wonder how long he's gonna go to jail. He's like, this is my last video. I feel like I'm watching a guy who knows his life is ending. He doesn't actually die. You know, if he could go forward in time from that moment and see that it has 96,000 views, he would have rethought. Because he probably thought it was going way more viral than this. It did on Facebook. He's lost. Should be easy to hide from the cops Wait, pursuing nine charges, I got fucking... including a resisting arrest, two counts of possession of a firearm by a felon, uh, false impersonation of a police officer, reckless driving, not wearing a seatbelt, although clearly he's wearing it. Police yeah. stated that he has a very long criminal record, which includes I'm fucking, vehicle, I'm trying uh, to learn how to work all these lights and stuff. He's trying he to figure out the lights and stuff. He gets out of the car at one point, yeah, yeah, and then he gets back in, he's like, hold on, wait a minute, I gotta put on my seatbelt. And they still charged him with no seatbelt? Yeah. Wow. That's just a travesty of justice. He'll get out of that, don't worry. Entrapment. This is... How is he getting away from policemen? I don't see him doing anything special. Uh, I mean, four cities throughout the Tulsa area, uh, through the Tulsa uh, County, finally being stopped. The pursuit lasted nearly 40 minutes, sometimes reaching at 120. 120 is too fast. 120 miles per hour. 120 miles an hour in a cop car. I bet he had fun his last night of freedom. That would be a good time. Yeah, that's... Alright, does, does he get do anything crazy for you on that? He yeah, gets out. And show you the car and be like, yeah, here's my cop car. <laughs> <laughs> How hard do you think it would be to, like, fall back and, like, get in the back of the cop procession and act like you're also searching for him? <laughs> like, if you could hide in the neighborhood and then you just come out, and you got, like, a fake mustache and a hat on, and he's fucking vanished, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, he's getting out, I think. Personal. Yes, he is. I just don't give a fuck. You want me to turn on the lights? Like, I just don't give a fuck. He reaches and turns the lights on. He's at a smoke shop. He took the cop car to a smoke shop. <laughs> is he still recording on this guy's iPad? Yes! I feel like he's gonna spend a lot of time in prison talking about decision making. Yeah. Well, when right, I stole the cops, I realized it was a mistake. But to be fair, Hillary Clinton didn't go to jail, you know? <laughs> That's a good one. Everyone. Oh, whoops. Um, yeah, that dude, like, I. I have you ever been in trouble and knew that trouble was coming, but. It hadn't come yet, but, but just go ahead and enjoy this because like you can't get in any more trouble. Right. So fuck it. <laughs> like like, like, like I busted curfew. I know when I get home, I'm in deep shit. So yeah. might as well enjoy this. When when I was maybe 12 years old, 
my young, or younger than that, probably like nine. Uh, you know those wagons you'd pull? I'm, I'm pretty sure I told this a while back. There are those wagons, little kids, you pull them, and you see the moms walking down the street, and they got the big plastic Fisher-Price wagon and the two kids sitting on the bench in there. Uh, well, I, I tied my younger brother up, and I put him in there at the top of a very large hill in our backyard, and there was just a willow tree down in the middle of the yard, and as I was about to push him, I heard my dad screaming from up there going, Taylor, don't you do it! Don't you push him down that hill? Oh, and in that moment, I, I like, I was like, I'm in too deep, and so I pushed him <laughs> because I had already, I'd already tied my brother up, and I thought it would be neat to see, and I just thought he was gonna go, real quick down, and then just kind of come to a slow stop on the grass. But he, I swear to God, he must have been steering it even unknowingly because he goes, and then careens straight towards the willow tree. I could see, I could see the willow tree kind of becoming his new target, and. <laughs> I could hear my dad like stomping down like the, the, the loud wooden stairs, you know, from the porch down to the our level so he could run over and grab me and I could be uh, scolded. And it was just kind of in that moment, right as I saw in slow motion, my brother going for that willow tree, knowing he was going to hit, knowing <laughs> I was going to have hell to pay, just doing that thing from Gladiator where I closed my eyes and kind of like put my hand out and <laughs> felt the wheat around me <laughs> that song and i was just kind of like you know rea reality it really is beautiful you know like uh, i'm just happy to be a part of it before this you know savagery that's about to partake <laughs> but, um, <laughs> that was that the was scolding one I remember, where it's like oh man like I'm, I'm gonna have to go like pick my own switch or something but um which How was always terrible having to go you? pick your own switch from the uh like I got like spanked i'm sure but like no i didn't get beaten jesus no just like the corrective i got spank. beaten I remember my mom so that's what happened. beat me one time so bad that I shit my pants. Wow. And All right, can you just stop the fucking show right now? We need to have, like, an intervention, right? Like, <laughs> like, like don't we need to, like, get a, a third party in here who will help evaluate? You got beaten so hard you shit your pants? I you did. Now, real, real no, no, this ask, happened. Like, wait, wait. Just, to set a standard, Kyle, when I say that I got, like, beat or hit as a kid, you understand it to be, like, a wooden spoon when I was bad, right? Or your Open-handed. Open hand or a wooden spoon, not beating a kid until he poops himself. So give no. us this. No. I don't remember what I did exactly, but I think They're it was some. It was showing no some hand. kind. The beaters are listening right now. Yeah, they now. listen to the show, but it doesn't hold me back that much. They, um, I, I think it was like I showed some measure of disrespect, right? And uh, so she's beating respect into me, and like just beating and beating and screaming and like just like like having at me. And I shit my pants. And in my head, my first thought was like, oh, my God, is there really shit in my pants? And then, like, there's that sort of warm, comforting shit in your pants that, <laughs> that like, I was like, all right, this is, like, mildly pleasant, but I'll know. And, uh, yeah, that was me as a kid. So, uh, Can you get the age? Yeah. Well, oh, age? 18. Seven? You know, seven. Okay. yeah, and oh, um, man. um, so she's beating the fuck out of me at seven. I shit my pants, and I'm like, no, no. When she finds this out, it's just gonna get worse, right? When she finds out that I shit my pants, she's gonna ramp this up to next level, and now I'm totally fucked. Like, oh no! And I start crying, and and you know, and and through my sobs, I tell her that I pooped myself, and oh. um. But the unexpected happens. She goes easy on me, and she feels bad that she beat me so much that I pooped myself. And now I'm like, wait a minute. 
is this a strategy for future beatings? Uh, like, is this a thing that I can like reproduce on demand to end beatings sooner than they would have otherwise beaten? They're right. ended. So, <laughs> so you were starting to plan like preemptive shits where you're like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little ornery this weekend. So I'm, 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 I'm gonna load up so I have a quick fiber, lots time. of fiber for the weekend. I'm gonna be a bad boy. Yeah. He's talking to your dad now. He's just shitting before I even hit him like a dog would. You know? So <laughs> yeah, so she had she instantly had. I mix up sympathy and empathy. I need to hit the dictionary, but she instantly has some sympathy for me. And, um, you know, like, whatever, retrieved clean clothes, and I sorted it out, and, <laughs> and every, every, like, it was the, it was oh, the move to solve the that problem. Is, that that's is child abuse. abuse. <laughs> so, wait, wait. Well, you call child abuse, I call childhood, all right? <laughs> so these Most victims do. <laughs> Make that this, your fucking Reddit tagline I, thing, I, I'm such your a flair. Post, all the I feel like such a pussy now. All the stories of like, man, then I got a real whooping. It's like very measured. Like you get five whacks with the spoon and like that. When I was, you, when you I was describe seven, the nature of these hits. Like are these are these open hand, closed hand, like in the stomach and the head and the where were you getting like, hit? There wasn't a particular aiming going on. I'm like like cowering, you know, and and she's hitting me. She might hit me in the shoulder, in the back, where in the ass. You? In my bedroom. I was in my Target. bedroom. Are you in the corner cowering in fear? There, yeah, well, there's a corner made from the bed and the wall, and I'm in yeah, that she's corner. Got yeah, and so I'm not on the bed. I'm going to try like, something here. Let's let's recreate it and see if Woody shits himself. She's <laughs> looming over you, right? She's big and powerful. She, the, the blows are raining down on you. Too many to count. You feel a strong pain everywhere, all over your body. But then, then there's something else. An urge. Yeah. <laughs> it's warm and smelly, and the shame fills your heart. But the blows just keep coming. Yeah, I, I remember I told the story to my wife not that long ago. It was in my head for some reason. And she's like, I feel so bad for little Woody. Like, like you know, the, the child version of you. She's like, it's just sad. And I'm like, what? You didn't get this? The kids that got that, they take away. <laughs> I've never hit yeah. my kids, not once. I, I don't even I, soap them. I don't. That's not my thing. I I I, I figured out early that um, if I use uh, like a my really... dad would throw three or four of those in a pillowcase. Just yeah, <laughs> really give it to the, the, my no, wife. Probably. She would use um. She put on her two fingers and, and she put like liquid soap on there. I remember the first time ever. I've told this oh. before. My daughter was back talking like hardcore. Right? She's like I don't know. I call it six or seven. I'm not sure. And she's just yelling at my wife like ah yeah yeah yeah. And Jackie like a ninja has like liquid soap on there and she goes. Whoosh. And she soaps her tongue. And then Hope kept yelling and she blew a bubble. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> but but I never had to soap because I could get them. A child that shits itself. Yeah, I, That's a real generational gap, you know? <laughs> I, um, I could get my children to cry by yelling at them. You know, just oh, of course you could. A little emotional abuse, a little, little, little really terrorizing. It's not like that I do this much. But like, you know, all I need to do is be stern with them for like, like ten seconds in a row or something, and they would get into tears. So with that, like, that's what you want. That's yeah. how you know you've won. <laughs> okay, man. I don't know. I feel like my kids are gonna tell the story. Like my dad yelled at me for ten seconds <laughs> yeah, until the tears sense. went, and their kids are gonna be like, "Oh my god, what a monster!" But um. Yeah, that that's all I've ever had to do. Like, my, you know. have my any dad. of us ever had mental health 
uh, I know uh, professional... Anthony probably has a couple of good stories about taking a few savage beatings from the dad. Can you beat my right? stories, Anthony? Actually, when I was about that age, seven or so, my dad would use the belt, and he would threaten us by hanging it on the doorknob sometimes if me and my brother were uh, talking uh, when we should be sleeping. He would hang it on the doorknob and go, next time I come in, so we, of course, would be stupid and keep talking. Um, or for another reason, sometimes he'd come in with the belt and give you the talking beating, which every oh, word yeah. is like, don't you ever do that. And you're like, oh, please, keep this short. <laughs> I'm glad Dad's vocabulary is right? <laughs> Yeah, you're really praying Bro. for single syllable words during a <laughs> meeting like that. Right. Jesus, Mom, you're lighting up yeah. on the verbiage. So then when, when he uh, and my mom got divorced and he left, my mom figured she'd pick up, you know, where he left off with the belt when we acted up. And uh, so she was hitting me once with the belt, uh, you know, don't you do whatever it was. And the, my father would fold the belt over yeah. like that, a double strap and use that. Mom didn't know how to use it. So she had the long belt <laughs> holding it by the buckle and she hit me a couple of times. And it whipped around, and if this thing didn't perfectly go whack right on the tip of my little dick, bam, I, I let out a scream. She thought she had killed me. She threw the belt down. What? What? I was like, I couldn't even talk. And you know, my 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 little dick blew up because it was uh, it was wounded. And that was it. She never again picked up the belt. Oh, you lucky Well, bitch. Woody was never sexually assaulted. That's you. <laughs> I, I, took a, oh. I took a dick hit from a plastic shark from my mom when I was maybe four. On my purpose? She hit you with a plastic shark? Yeah, I was like, my brother was down on the floor and I was very young. And for some reason, like I was so young, I didn't have thoughts. I just knew that I wanted to bite his back severely. And so I bit his back a few times while my mom was on the phone. And my mom had to run over and be like, Taylor, stop! And she grabbed the big plastic toy shark that I had in my hand. And I'm naked because I was a free little boy. And so I was running around in that little circle where they're trying to whip you, but you <laughs> kind of getting out of range until yeah. she kind of did that, like, adult gets tired of your nonsense and use a little adult strength and, like, snap the kid back around. And she gave me a solid wallop. And she immediately turned her attention to my brother because his back was bleeding because I had bit him. And oh. I just sat there <laughs> and just apparently gave out the most blood-curdling scream. And then just she was like, Taylor, shut up. You stop, stop. And I just sat there weeping, like pointing at my dick area like, ah, ah. <laughs> and like apparently my scrotum swelled up gigantic. And she had to call the doctor and be like, is it going to is it gonna go down on its own? Or do I need to come in for like a deflation procedure? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> God like just, damn! If it if it gets ruptured, you know it will. You'll know, but he'll be fine in a little bit. Just let it settle wow. down. And it my did. mom, my mom threw a high heeled shoe at me one time, and it took oh, a yeah, bad sure. bad bounce. It took a bad <laughs> bounce, and like the heel of it hit me like right here on the cheek and drew blood. Nice. And uh, oh. and I and I was just like, look what you did! Look what you did! Like, like and she felt terrible, of course. Like oh. I, I was like, I, I, I because I knew, you know. You can't fucking hit your kid in the face and make yeah. it bleed. So I was just like, I was like, look what you did. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? I'm the crazy one. I'm the irresponsible one. What if it bit my eye, mom? How cool would I look with an eye patch right now? <laughs> Yar! Fuck you, mom. Like, oh, you know, there were a lot of times. Dude, like, are she, I, I moms show... are the worst disciplinarians because they're they're often weaker than their offspring, so they're not good at it. 
And, and yeah. you and I, you have no respect for them because of that fact. My dad comes around and it's whooping time. It's like shit. I'm crying before he gets there. I he's I hope he doesn't use the belt this time because he's a big dude and he wears a big belt. But I'm, mom comes, she's got to have a weapon. She's got a shoe. She's got a, a plastic coat hanger. She's got a kitchen like armory. My mom would beat me. And, said, and I'm like totally. Like you said the uh, high heeled shoe took a bad bounce. I can't imagine a high heeled shoe. Taking anything but a bad bounce. <laughs> right. Exactly. They just can't quite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would exactly. get beaten, right? And I'm, I'm a real pale, pasty white kid and stuff. And I'd be like, look at this. And there's like five distinct fingers on the side of my face. Or I'd show her my ass. Like, look how red it is. And they're like, yeah. That's what we were going for. Like, <laughs> you know what? I'm supposed to feel bad about my success? You know? Having fingerprints on your face, that would be upsetting to me as a child to get slapped in the face. By my parents, yeah, like did I that, never got did, that, did you just get used to it, Woody, or like did it was it regular like irregular enough, or I guess was it regular enough that you got used to it, or so irregular that it was it was impactful every time, like oh Jesus, they slapped me again. Like, oh, I, 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 like it wasn't that like oh my God, there's fingers on my face. It's oh my God, I'm such a bad kid. Like that was. Oh, I'm so was, sorry. Woody. That is sad. Yeah. I feel so bad for little kid Woody. Just... <laughs> and it was it was somewhat unpredictable too. Like I remember I went to a friend's house. What's the statute of limitations and... on child abuse? That's what you want with a disciplinarian. Clip, clip, Harsh Hutchinson right now. Unpredictable. I, yeah. I, I spilled milk at a friend's house. Now at my house, that was not a good thing to be doing, right? Like if you knock your drink over or something, like why were you so careless? And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> like, holy shit, like, what the fuck is about to go down? I don't even know this person. And she said it was okay, and she cleaned the spill, and she cleaned the bottom of the glass, because that was a thing. Like, my mom would clean the spill, but then I get in trouble for, like, because the glass was still dirty on the bottom. And she's like, now, look, you're leaving rings around. <laughs> but I'm young, and I'm stupid. Like, I don't know to clean the bottom of the glass. And, you know, so, like, like the... Even after it's clean, it's not over yet because I'm still leaving like like things under the glass, like little rings. Yeah. And now, uh, was this a time in your parents' but, life where losing a glass of milk was, hey, we can't be doing that. That's that's expensive milk. My dad was professionally successful. So we're talking about a kind of thing where milk is she just kept worthless. A clean home. And <laughs> and if we needed to, we could buy 500 gallons tomorrow and pour it out, and nobody would ever know the difference. Well, we didn't waste money, but. Oh, of course not! <laughs> or you got a beating. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, and you certainly didn't waste milk. <laughs> but when the friends, the, when they cleaned the thing and then they cleaned the bottom of the glass and it was all over, I was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. Like, I, I, yeah. And then there were times I wouldn't get in trouble. I remember I knocked over a potted plant and I'm like, oh my God, here it comes. Oh my God. Like, like I'm about to catch a whooping. And uh, she recognized it as a mistake and let it slide. They did some psyops shit to you, man. They were really <laughs> yeah. like yeah. fucking with you physically and psychologically. <laughs> so. This is like a behind the music Woody's gamer tag. <laughs> like yeah. seeing the origin story, like, oh wow. Like spilling milk. I can't imagine as a little kid spilling milk and being like, Oh, it's about to get real. Like a wet company <laughs> isn't over. Can I like 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 I, I don't know about everyone else's childhood, but if I had spilled a glass of milk, that held zero consequences. It was a mistake. Zero, none. Everybody was like, "Oh shit, you spilled your milk." Well, here, have some more, little guy. Let's clean that up for <laughs> little you. Little guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? It wasn't like you're gonna shit yourself tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you think milk grows on trees? You know. Uh, <laughs> I was a bad kid Next though. Time you're buying it. I, I remember. I remember. Um, so it was fifth grade. 
and I had this teacher, Mrs. DiMaggio or something called DeLorean, I don't know. And um, so what happened is she had made this chart for my parents to like sign that I did my homework because I wasn't doing my homework. I really was a bad kid. And uh, I started forging my mom's name and I just about convinced, I guess, the teacher that my mom had really childish handwriting. And uh, we came in and I had missed something like 27 days of homework in a row. And the teacher explained, she's like, well, he's not stupid, right? He's not a dumb kid. I have other kids in here and I feel for them because they just don't get it. He gets it, but he won't work at all. Like he just, he, I've been teaching for 32 years and he is the single worst student that I have ever had in my 32 years of teaching. I heard this. And I felt pride. Like, like really, number one? Like, in 32 years? That's quite, the, like, no one's ever, like, dodged work as, like, as well, hard? It's because you were so damaged from that, that home abuse where you're like, so, well, I may not be the best guy at keeping milk in my cup or, you know, not, not breathing too loudly when I sleep. But, man, I'm at least the most difficult student this woman's ever had. So, you know, I'll latch onto that. After, <laughs> after this, like, little parent-teacher conference thing, we go back to the car and my mom's like selling real estate on the side at the time. It, it actually, so my father was like this real estate wheeler, dealer type guy in addition to being an accountant. And he realized that he could get out of all the brokerage fees if my mom got her real estate license. So she was doing that. And she was also kind of, um, I guess, selling a little bit of you know houses here and there and stuff. So anyway, the point behind that is that she gave away these snow scrapers. You know, the little plastic like foot long snow scrapers. Yeah, well, she had like a dozen of them like put together with a couple rubber bands. Band. And we get to the car and I'm in the passenger seat like up front. And I'm, like in the school, I felt like we had kind of worked out a plan going forward, like where she was going to check my homework and I was going to be a better kid. And she starts beating the fuck out of me with this bundle of scrapers. And she's hitting me and she's hitting me. And she said that I made her look bad. And I'm like, it's not you. I'm wow. just a really bad kid. Like, there's nothing that you could do. And and she would just beat the fuck out of me with those ice scrapers. Like Jerry Lundegaard and Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The scene. Oh, but um, no, no, hang on. That is such a good comparison. Was that the same teacher that thought that you were retarded? No, no, no. That was three years later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just make the, the retarded later. one. The retarded one was three years <laughs> earlier. This is this is fifth grade. You're thinking of second. I want to have like a professional come in on the show as our guest next week. <laughs> yeah. And, and then is, the fans will give me shit for retelling stories. Dark shit. Uh, Dark shit. Oh. What was the single worst beating? Or I know, or I guess uh, to Anthony and Woody, because I'm sure you both have a good one. What was the the single worst one you ever took from your dad, mom, whoever gave it to you worst? I think the worst one, and it wasn't even because I never really got beaten badly. Like it was always the belt as a kid, but once I got a little older, they just stopped altogether doing that. But once my dad in California, when I was living out there with him, and I was about 13, I guess. Uh, uh, I, and my father was like the worst. He, he we went like days without food, and he, he we had a gas lantern in our apartment because the electricity was turned off again. It was just terrible. So I was starving, and I stole some quarters to buy ice cream sandwiches with. <laughs> I was just like starving, <laughs> and, and he found out that I had taken him, and he he couldn't fathom that I bought anything to eat with it. He thought I was buying like model rocketry or something, you know, model rockets or whatever it was. So he open hand smacked me in the face and I never got hit in the face as a kid 
uh, ever. It was always just with the belt. So that one was the most traumatic. That was like a man just hit me in the face. <laughs> frightening. Uh, that one stands out. My father just didn't really hungry. hit me. Like, like well, yeah, sometimes what would happen is my, like, I'd be bad while my dad is at work, and my mom would decide, like, all right, like, we're gonna upgrade this to dad, and then I would just sit there upgrade. in like fear all day long, like, holy shit, I'm about to kick an ass kicking. I'm about to catch an ass kicking from a grown man. Like, this is gonna really suck. <laughs> and then my dad would get home, and he'd be like, he did what? Like, do we have to? You know, like, <laughs> like he didn't really agree that this was the like. Just you gotta really fucking lay the beat down on this. He yeah. would spank me sometimes, and that would suck because when my mom beat me, usually there was like some level of defense and cowering and like shielding <laughs> blows or whatever. My dad, he'd be like, like Bob and <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I think he made me pull down my pants. I'm not sure about that. And I would have to lay over his lap, and then he would spank me. See, and, that's the difference between a punishment and an assault. <laughs> I didn't. I really wasn't a fan of either of them, to be honest with you. But uh, no. But when your dad was spanking you, I'm sure that you felt like at no point is he going to lose control and like just catch me in the jaw. Like that this was a, a difference. Yeah. Spank. My and father your mom was, was just like this. This scraper could hit me in the eye with the mom, next swing. Because mom is angry. She's not hitting you because oh well he did A B and C. So uh, the measured response is. Seven watts on the bottom. Your mom has lost control of herself and gone into a rage. And to take care of her own like inner anger and, and loss of self-control, she's taking it out on a, on a child to the point where he shits himself. I was a bad kid, though. <laughs> That's, that, that doesn't matter. Like, like, there's like, plenty of, I got a bad puppy, but I never stomped it out. Like, like, like fucking scoop up the poop and just realize it's a puppy. Like, like he's learning. That's my... Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad too, especially because you're still, I can't tell if you're just doing it for like a, a, the bit or if you actually are like, but I really was a bad kid. Like, yeah. No, yeah. you didn't deserve that. Let me, let me be first to say Like, like a rape victim. Well, I, I was wearing that, a, a, a really short skirt and, and, you know, I am kind of a whore. Maybe I deserved it. I that, mean, you they, know, I, my dad raped me too. Maybe I do deserve it. Maybe when I Taylor do. asked <laughs> about the worst beating we caught, one day, like two friends and I decided to pick on my older brother. Now, in fairness, Sometimes that was reciprocated and stuff. I always felt a little put down, a little under his thumb. Uh, I'd probably do it to Taylor if I was his little brother too. But we decided to just fuck with all his shit. Like I'm, he had a, a radio that I envied, and they would play FM radio. So I, we we put that under the garage door and like slammed it repeatedly. Um, <laughs> we each had a swing, so we had a swing set with two swings, and like one was kind of his and one was kind of mine. And there, but it was all rusty, like the chains. So when you knotted it up like curled it too much it would get all like i don't know like a, a, a well-maintained swing chain will just sort of come unraveled his was fucked up like we just we took the rusty chain spun it around put it through itself <laughs> sat on it and uh and maybe another thing or two you know i ruined some of my brother's shit and uh the beating i caught for that was maybe the worst one ever it was just it was just same thing but longer you know like it is like I'm on the ground. She's hitting. She's she kicking. had her Wheaties that morning. Yeah, I, I'm just doing like like this kind of shit, you know. And she's kicking and punching and and chewing and um, that was a bad one. Chewing. Yeah, hit with a shoe. What would you call it? Oh, shoeing. I thought you said chewing. I would call it like oh. she was biting it with a shoe. Yeah. No, she didn't. Chewing. She never no. bit me or anything. But um, yeah, that's why I turned I out so great. 
So this has been eye-opening. To just have one of those, uh, like you brought up the time machine before, but instead of uh, going back in time, you put your now self in your childhood body, and as your parents hitting you, you know what it's really like. Like most of it was just shock that it was happening. So if you realize what's happening and your, your older self was in the kid body, you could just sit there and go, really? Is that, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you, you do? Can no, I get back to my yeah. Fisher Price? Dude, the, yeah. the adult me of today could work some sort of reverse psyops, right? Like, oh, you, see? yeah, that's what you want to do. You want to, like, you know, you take these hits and you're like, really? You seem out of control right now. You have <laughs> lost it. Is this the kind of mother that you aspired to be when you first had children? Did you wow, think that you were going to go down like, hard. yeah, the, the adult me talking back? That, that, are that, you really? Mom, I'm going to need you to take five. Or are you doing something else? to make yourself feel better by doing this. Talk to me about it. You can hit me at the same time, but let's talk about, <laughs> yeah. oh God. Yeah, that's Trouble the... in the bedroom with dad? No, <laughs> that's never it. Jesus, that's, that's yeah, too, that's, that's, that's... that's never it with them. Even now, they're like, they're knocking on the door 70. They're, they, yeah. they well, I mean, you moved out decades ago. They gotta get that rage out so <laughs> <you know? laughs> uh. Oh, well, this has been, this has been enlightening. Let me uh, now that we've finished the, the part about Woody's child abuse. Let me tell y'all a little bit about a little bit about Tracker. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> They're gonna beat Smart. me again for telling these stories. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dad, you still it. got it. <laughs> <laughs> you get a text message like you're in so much shit. <laughs> yeah, right. The next time <laughs> I see you in Florida. She like, like, like now I think like she sends you a picture of a penny loafer just like your wife, but it's a whole different message. <laughs> smart cars, smartphones, smart homes. Technology's made everything smart, but when you lose those smart things, it can make you feel really stupid. Tracker makes losing things a thing of the past. Tracker is a coin-sized device that locates misplaced keys, wallets, bags, computers, anything in seconds. Just pair Tracker to your smartphone, attach it to anything, and find its precise location with the tap of a button. It's that easy. Lose your phone, press the button on Tracker, and your phone rings, even when it's uh, even when it's on silent. With over 1.5 million devices, Tracker has the uh, the largest crowd GPS network in the world, so your lost items show up on a map, even if it's miles away. Never lose anything again with Tracker. Listeners to our show here get a special discount of 30% off your entire order when you go to the, T-H-E, Tracker.com and enter offer code PKA. The hardest thing you'll ever have to find is their website. So go to thetracker.com right now and enter offer code PKA for 30% off your entire order. Again, that's thetracker.com, promo code PKA. Let me, uh, let me knock out Audible while we're here. Uh, this episode of Painkiller Ready is also being brought to you by our friends at Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and, er and entertainment on the internet. Uh, this episode is... Yeah, I, I read the wrong part first. Audible includes more than 180,000 audio programs from leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. You can download and listen anywhere on your iOS device, Android, Kindle Fire, Windows Phone, and over 500 other MP3 players. Are you still a fan of reading off your Kindle, but reading while driving to work is just too bumpy for you? No problem. Whisper Sync for voice lets you switch back and forth between reading... Uh, reading the book on your Kindle or Kindle app, and listening to the audiobook without ever losing your place or missing a word. It works with your iPhone, Android, and Kindle Fire. <clears throat> Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. So just go to the uh, just go to audible.com slash PKA uh, and choose from over 180,000 downloadable titles. Get your free title now and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash PKA. That's audible.com slash PKA. 
we I, I think uh, Chiz has here that he's recommending Andy Weir's The Martian. Uh, I really like that movie, but I don't. I, uh, I haven't checked out the book, so there you go. I think Taylor read that book. Both of those are very cool companies. Tracker, you know, like if you have something important to you and you don't want it lost, you can stick it there and then find it on your phone. Or, like, that's really neat. And uh, Audible.com, like we actually use that as a family. My son listens to audiobooks while he mows the yard. And that's that's how we do it. That's very very brainy. <laughs> it's his, that's what he prefers over music. That's what I do too. Music, I, like, yes. If I if I'm on a tractor, I'll put those noise canceling uh, mm-hmm. uh, got on and just Bluetooth the uh, uh, Game of Thrones or whatever I'm listening to at the time through there, and it's really nice. Like first of all, I'm not hearing the the bush hog or whatever I'm running and the tractor and everything, but I don't know. I, I like it. I like listening to the to, to the audiobooks while I do stuff. It keeps part of your brain active that would normally just kind of turn itself off and go to sleep. I think it passes the time faster than music, at least for me, because you get engaged in it. Like, if you're listening to music, I don't, maybe some people do, I don't listen to the lyrics as much. Like, I just kind of like, oh, this is a nice tune. With Mm -hmm. books, it's like, I'm an active listener. And so it's like, I'm tracking along with the story. And you just, I don't know, time just passes faster for me. If I'm on a road trip, it's never music. It's always an audio book or something like that. But check them out. So... Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare Remastered, because uh, I don't know the name of the new Call of Duty, if I'm being honest, uh, comes out, what, tomorrow at midnight, I think. So uh, I'm really looking forward to getting on there. I'm going to be playing on Xbox One for any of our listeners who want to come play with me. Uh, I think me and Chiz will be playing together. I don't. I think Taylor, uh, are you going to get on there? Yeah, Woody? I'll be on Xbox One. Maybe. Anthony, you're on Xbox One yeah, for that game, I'm actually too, home this I'm all, I'm all about PC, uh, but I have it on Xbox One, yeah. Okay, well... Um, if any of you fans out there want to play with us uh, in a couple of days, I think the the whole group here, including Chiz, uh, is most likely going to be playing some some Call of Duty Four. I like am back so at- terrible with a goddamn game controller. I, I'm I am a mouse keyboard guy. Uh, I'm old school that way. I, I I always tell people I've never missed an icon on my desktop as I take <laughs> my mouse and go, oh, click. Let me click that folder. I can't hit it. Crap. crap. <laughs> That's missed. <laughs> I'm yeah. just better with it than I am with that little nub trying to get as much control out of a nub on your thumb as is possible. I, I not that good. <laughs> I've switched to to a PC for pretty much all of my gaming now. Uh, almost everything I play is a PC game, but Call of Duty is just one that I've got. I, I've literally got like 140 days of playtime in Call of Duty on a controller, so. Yeah, I, I'm pretty yeah. good with a controller. I, 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 that's what I'm used to. I'm 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 pretty bad with a mouse and keyboard in first-person shooters. So, mm. uh, and and I want that nostalgia, that member berries feel. Member, member, member God, I member. Yeah. <laughs> member, member, juggernaut. Remember Jimmy Times Frag? You know. Member, member, three sixty no scopes. that shit's hilarious. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. I got my heart in it, like 100%. I'll be playing, uh, and, and maybe we'll play some fans. So you guys send, it, send me a message. I think uh, you know what my gamer tag is, and, and those guys too. It's, so we'll be on. It's almost silly to like act like it's like athletic, but I played so much Call of Duty on the Xbox controller that I learned like muscle memory 
throughout high school of like I could just pick up an Xbox controller. If I pick up a PlayStation one, I have to like get reacclimated and like feel it out. Mm-hmm. But Xbox, like I immediately like remember I t- I change it to the sensitivity I like, and it's like I remember exactly how to do what I like to do after a few games. So like, much time in gaming. I still have the muscle memory for all of the cheat codes for uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I, I if you put that controller in my hand right now, I could still just fucking do it. And it's like <laughs> it requires all your fingers. It's like R one, R two, and then a circle, and then it's like a full circle of the d-pad and then down and there's like three different codes that i have memorized that all differ slightly it's absurd all those codes and it required like all of your like like six fingers to do it in a really quick span of time but if you play enough grand theft auto you're constantly hitting the more ammo code or the more health code or the more armor code so it's just programmed that that stuff will never leave me yeah wow that's fucking i don't know i've been a a mouse and keyboard guy but i i hate the that I have to hunch over the mouse and keyboard. And and then I watch my buddies playing on Xbox and it's leaning back on the couch, nice and comfy. And I'm that's the that's the thing. <laughs> You're feverishly focused yeah. on trying yeah, to get it. exactly. My if it makes any difference to you? That's how I use a controller. Like I'm on the couch, hunched over on my controller. Really? <laughs> yeah. I I never like chill with my feet up. I'm, I I always relax. I'm always leaned back if I'm on a controller. But but like you said, like with a mouse and keyboard, you kind of have to be. Uh, even yeah. when we're playing Civ and stuff, and uh, you know RTS and uh, RTS games, I'm still uh, fucking <laughs> yeah, locked that... into that thing. My neck's hurting. That's the only kind of game I prefer on PC is turn-based like Civ and RTS top-down games where you're controlling an army like Company of Heroes because you can't really play a top-down strategy game like that on a controller. You just don't have the necessary ability to switch back and forth between yeah, controls. Yeah, not really. It has to be super but simplified. I, I like RPGs on shooters, PC like, now. Really? RPGs, I don't like yeah. that. I feel Dude, more RPGs connected are- with my character with the controller for some reason. God, fuck it. Uh, the Witcher's just so beautiful on this PC. Like the Witcher in 4K or at high frames is is just outstanding. It, it, I mean, there's a reason that people take those screenshots and then open them up in virtual reality just to look around. At yeah, the, at like, yeah, oh. it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you have VR yet, Anthony? I figured you'd be one of the quick people on that. Yeah, I had the uh, uh, Oculus developers for a while before the consumer came out, and then I picked up the consumer. I've tried the, uh, what is that, the Vive? Vive, I think. Vive, as of, uh, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> and uh, I, like the, I like the controller aspect of it, uh, hand controllers and stuff, something Oculus doesn't have yet. Um, but I, I still think we're at the real early point of this whole thing. There's a lot of demonstration things, a lot of things that are kind of cool, but as far as real good gameplay goes, uh, I've yet to see it. Yeah, there's there aren't many. There's not many. I've got the Vive, um, and there's a few games that are that that actually that have teamwork and uh, the ability. Like there are shooters. Uh, my I think one of my favorites that I started out with is called Hover Junkers, and your left hand is steering a ship that you're like superimposed inside of, and you're just driving around like drive by shooting other people also in hovercrafts. And I'll be so into the game that I'm laying in the floor like. Laying on the floor, ducking, like reloading with this hand and trying to drive out of there and escape <laughs> with my other hand. And it's, you know, there's another person also in his living room who's doing his best to shoot over the walls of my hovercraft and, like, shoot me in the fucking head as I lay on the floor and try to reload my 12 gauge and, and scoot away. And yeah, that, that sort of yeah. team, like, 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 it's not, it's, it's cool to be in there yourself, but when you're in there with other people, I can't remember the, the name of the game, but there's this game called Rec Room or something like that. 
and it's like you went to a big rec center, like a big YMCA, and there's like darts and dodgeball and like table games, and there's other people walking around in this virtual arena with their avatars. We're all waving, we're all having conversations and talking in proximity, and you, playing dodgeball is pretty ridiculous in VR because you know you you squeeze that control. I wish I could grab it; it's out of reach. But you squeeze the controller to like grab the ball, and if you don't do it perfectly, you you, you don't grab the ball. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely at the, in the early stages, but it's gonna be cool when it whenever uh, it starts looking good. I saw that is it Microsoft Microsoft that's doing the Project Scorpio thing, that super powerful console that's uh, supposed to do uh, 4K and uh, 4K gaming and VR. Huh. I, haven't, uh, I haven't heard about that. Heard about that one doing either. cool stuff now. I swear they're the next Apple. Like, who is? Oh yeah, the Edge is. <laughs> Uh, the edge is uh, is looking really cool. Um, their phones are, are are doing pretty well. They're, they're and, not uh, selling they, well, but they look neat. The the surface yeah. that they talked about that dial on it, like yeah. oh that looked insane, dude. So Microsoft and yeah, Apple both came out products. Yeah, you turn in the dial and that that yeah, video that has cool. nine million views when I looked at it, and in the Apple MacBook Pro thing, which a lot of Apple people are really looking forward to, three million views. Right, uh. a third of the excitement that Microsoft generated. And, and, you know, Kyle's talking about this 4K console, and I forget what other thing you just mentioned, but it's like, damn, Microsoft is coming out with cool products, while Apple has been sitting on their hands. Like, the MacBook, I get that it's got the touch bar thing, but to me, it's, it's not really revolutionary. They just, every, all they want to talk about is the, the ports it doesn't have. Right, that's what Apple yeah. came out with. Yeah, that's what they talk about with new Apple stuff. It's, hey, what doesn't it have? Oh, yeah. the phone, it doesn't have a headphone jack. Like, oh, the computer, the laptop, it doesn't have a fucking USB. Why, why is it when I buy Apple stuff, I feel a little bit fucked in the ass? You know, like I, I should be <laughs> because excited they're about it. fucking you in the ass. Oh, that explains <laughs> it. All right, well, thank you. <laughs> now I know. Um, if, and, you, but, if McDonald's came out with like, now, the Mac, a Big Mac 3.0, and it shows like a really high-tech thing of the burger, and it's like, now you buy each bun separately. Make it as you wish. Combine and, and collect the pieces and make it your Big Mac. And it's like, well, you just made it way more. Now the lettuce is 60 bucks, and I I don't know. Do, do I need it? I guess it's like, no, I'll just get the bare basic one. It, You're going to need a dongle just to put the special sauce on. Yeah, yep. dongle. <laughs> you need to buy the container for the sauce. You know, it's... But it's nonsense. Microsoft they're, comes they're out with stuff, and you're like, "Why aren't I buying this? I should check that out." Now, now the answer is, <laughs> Windows starts to suck after a year. Like that, every every Windows device I've ever had. The, the biggest just, answer is marketing, because Apple has done a better job marketing their product as the high end, the elite, the one you use if you're artistic, if you're with it, if you're. They absolutely have well, solidified I, that. This isn't like a bash on Apple users. I think I don't know enough about I'm computers telling to know either way. I know I'm just a saying fuck that's the ton about computers, out. right? Like this, this is my area. This is where my education is in. So my professional career was in, etc. Um, the reason I got this new Mac is so that I could give my wife my old Mac to replace the Windows one. That's really it. It's not that I needed a new one. My three-year-old one still goes. It's as fast as the day I got it. The battery still lasts 10 hours. That's not happening with the Windows stuff I'm buying where they kind of race to the lowest. And, and this is like Asus and HP and um, I think we had a Sony. These, these things are all cheaply they built. They have expiration dates. Yeah. It, it's like, all right, this will be good for about, what, 30 months? Yeah, I right. googled thirty month laptop. Sure. Uh, yeah, I googled at best, and I googled as like a MacBook Pro, MacBook Pro replacement, and it, it was like a razor. Really, like I'm gonna buy a fucking razor? Is there a bigger piece of shit computer out there, a notebook, than razor? <laughs> Those things arrive broken, and um... <laughs> mine never broke. In its defense, 
Are you sure? I have a razor blade. Yeah, I got a razor blade. Hmm. I must be thinking of somebody else then. Maybe, um, I'll tell you what did happen. The charger did. had an issue or something like there was like a. It wasn't like a computer issue. It was more. It, I think it, they made my charging brick like became unworking. I had to get a new one of those or something. But I got it for free. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um. And then uh, I don't know. I I could go on. It, it, all my Windows machine. They say, oh, Woody, it's your fault. You installed an application on it. I'm mean, be like, bitch. You know, I install apps on my Mac, and it has this packaging system where like if you uninstall a Mac app. It's totally gone, right? Why is this fucking yeah. brain surgery? You want to install a Windows app, it's littered DLLs throughout everywhere. You know, you, like I've removed iTunes, but iCloud Tunes Helper seems to still be there for some fucking <laughs> yeah. reason, you know? And uh, everything just sort of loads in and, and your Windows machine becomes shit. And I tried it, like, applications have to pass a, like a, a test for me. Like, like I need to really need this for me to put it on this machine because yeah. I know what oh, it absolutely. does to it. I don't just grab random shit and install it all the time. But it still, you know, like on an SSD drive, what used to boot in like 15 seconds is now a minute. What happened there? <laughs> you know, like my Mac is like the day I got it. And it's three years old. This, this shouldn't blow my mind, but it does. And that's why I got a Mac. It's not because I've been fooled or anything like that. And I like that it has Unix underpinning it, you know, because I use that. So Fanboy. Fucking Mac <laughs> fanboy. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. That might be uh, more true with my phone choice. Like, there might be an Android out there that makes me just as happy. But I had an Android for a couple years or, like, two or three years. And... Um, they weren't my cup of tea, so I switched back. So I don't know enough about computers to, for like, like all that I see when I'm looking at them is like I look at a basic specs or whatever that my simple non-computer brain can get, mm -hmm. and be like, all right, well this Windows is seven hundred and fifty dollars, and this mm -hmm. Apple has a smaller screen and it's fifteen hundred, but it is Chrome and cool looking, and I know it'll probably I can drop it a few times more, but and I just always go for the cheaper one because it, for my purpose, you. like. But like, yeah. like here, the, it's hard to define why this is important to me. This hinge is as good as the day I got it. Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm trying to put it out there. When I change it, it just goes and it stays on every like Windows machine I've had. And it's not Windows the OS, obviously, but there'll be like this range where I'm trying to hold it right, where like this much of it is the wiggle. So you just like put it at the edge of the wiggle that you're happy with, and it stays there. <laughs> you're, you're totally right about that. That happens to every plastic computer I've ever bought, which is everything but Apple. But the Apple I had in college lasted fine. Like yeah. it, by the time I ended college, it was like this thing's still good. You know, it's getting old, but it works. And computers but, uh, don't get faster at the, now at the same rate that they did when you were in college, even. And uh, so, like, even the new MacBooks are coming out at like eight. 10% faster. So unless it goes bad for some reason, and these Macs don't go bad like Windows mm -hmm. ones do, four years from now you'll be like, huh, the new ones are like 12% faster? I guess I'll just stay. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll game on a PC always, and then mm -hmm. laptop right here is Mac. I, I edit uh, sound and video and whatnot on a Mac, and I'll fuck around with games on a, a PC. That's... Yeah, the answer is always both, right? Like yeah. everybody's like, I don't know, the Sony's so much better. Uh, uh, Xbox forever, and I was like, well, I got to buy a fucking both, man. Like, let's just if you got Kumi yeah. money, that's what you do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I, hey, I haven't turned. Yeah. I haven't You're turned right. my PS4 on in four months. I don't think. Yeah, I, there hasn't I, been a sync ever since I got the Roku. Both of those consoles seem 
just useless now because I'm like, man, like I just recently found out how cool Steam is, like within the last year, and being like, you can just have all these games whenever you want, like, and learning how to yeah. be, play on PC, and I, I don't turn consoles on anymore Dude. because it's like I'll just pop on the Roku, I can go to fucking any channel I want, I want I HBO, I, I want this, know, that. I don't know why, like places like GameStop still exist. I have not walked into a game store or sent for a physical copy of a game in years. Between Steam and Origin, it's mm -hmm. fan-fucking-tastic. Yep. You don't yep. leave the house. You get it the second <laughs> it comes out, pre-order or whatnot. and Pre-download. Like, like, yeah, you pre you've got and it on your right machine. There. I and love it. Taylor, love it. if you start recording your games again... Like PC just gets that much better. Like I remember, I'd record it, and you know, of course, I got my PC here and some program here, and it's a monitor. And oftentimes, I just like turn the monitor from like one like one HDMI to the other to like you know see it and get get shit to work right. right. And um, you know, like like that's how I record on a console. On a PC, you press like F nine to turn it on and off or, or something. <laughs> I, I don't actually have it hotkey, but I could. And uh, um. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just right there. It's always ready for you. You know, oh, were you fucking around on Facebook and you want to switch to gaming? Press the fucking Battlefield button. And now <laughs> yeah. it's started up, right? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, or even back and forth. You just if multiple monitors. Like, mm -hmm. it's just like, well, no, Facebook can keep going and fucking StarCraft can keep going here. Like, right. it's it's yeah. just a way to go. If, if you really want to take full fucking control of it and get all that you can get out of a game or any game, it's gonna be done on a PC. Like they can beef that Project Scorpio thing is supposed to be really powerful, um, but I doubt it's as powerful as like my PC. You know, There's one, just no way. One thing where PCs worse, and this my experience might be unique, but I feel like strangers don't talk to each other while gaming on PC. <laughs> yeah. You know, on Xbox they do, and of course you get people who fuck my mom and whatever, but um. You know, like if you're kind of a, if you're like me, where like usually I'm sort of like team building in there, like I'm on Bravo, I need help, you know, I call out deaths and stuff like that. It won't be too many lobbies before I find a like minded guy and who wants to play with someone like me. And, you know, then that, and then after a while I got uh, popular on YouTube, so it almost became too much. But even before that, it wasn't hard for me to like make a friend or find a partner and we just, you know, try to win together. Whereas yeah. on the PC, I feel like if you talk, they'd all get mad at you. You're break. It's like talking in the <laughs> elevator or something. Like well, we're all game, in our though, silence. You know? I, 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 I'm sure there are games that have like verbal communities, but like usually it's a, a text box. Like it, and, and Civ, we talk a lot, but I, I don't know what game, I guess like Call of Duty on PC, I guess is there it's even Battlefield like... Battlefield 1 that I'm really talking about. Like I okay, wish yeah, in Battlefield is... 1 people talk to each other and stuff. And some guy was pressing a key telling me to give him orders as a squad leader. But I'm too bad a player to get that pulled off, and <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sorry. Leader, it's like, oh shit, I don't want to be squad leader. <laughs> I don't know. Let's go, men. Yeah. Over the top. How do I even give them orders? <laughs> I don't know how to give them orders, and they're like, you know, we want orders, we want orders. I'm like, I just so unqualified. Yeah, Why would you ever promote me to this position? Oh, well, I know well. I didn't choose squad leader. <laughs> what made you think that? Like, was I outperforming my peers when the, yeah, yeah, when the other squad leader left? I don't know why I got chosen. It's just you your just turn. Think, is, is this just give them? Is it like a select a list of orders, like, or is it you just can be like, all right, I'm gonna need you to go two clicks north, hang a hard left, and then you're gonna see the the the, the sniper. I don't even the, know, Taylor. The, I don't know. Maybe up. Anthony can help. Anthony, how do you give lead orders as a squad leader? There's a text menu. You pull up the uh, orders like that. But I've heard a lot of verbal commands on uh, 
Battlefield One. Um, really, I would follow. It seems that. like the, the game, relatively speaking, is new. I mean, but they're starting. I, I'm noticing a lot more people um, getting uh, on headsets and starting to talk in that game. Hmm. It's cool. It's really conducive to that too. Uh, if people are sticking together, the maps are really good for that. There, there's a, a choice of some really big, roomy maps with a lot of cover and a lot of different options and ways to go around. So it's not like, oh, we're on this map. The guys are always going to come from this way. They always do. It's the, it's, there's a lot, of, a lot more variety in the maps. I like that. Hmm. I've been meaning to play, but, but with Call of Duty coming, it's hard to squeeze that in. And Civ Six just came out. You've been playing a lot of that. Like, there's just yeah, too many got, games at once. Yeah, I've gotten fairly good at Civ Six already. I, I'm digging that game. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I figured I would. I, I like those games a lot. Remember when you'd wait for one game to come out and play it? It's like now there's three games come out that you got to play, and then you're trying to marathon watch Walking Dead or Westworld <laughs> now. And there's no time for fucking anything but gaming and watching shows. I forgot yeah, about it, Westworld. I need to check that. I was When I got – my interest peaked in Westworld, but only like two or three episodes were out. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit on it. Wait for like six Same. or seven to come out. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, maybe as I binge watch it and stuff, it'll get to the final eighth or ten. I've been watching. It's cool as fuck, but they better get to something. I can, yes. lose, I can lose interest here. I'm already okay. episode. There, there are three episodes in. And so far, Wait, they're, they're only doing three what? In? Uh, they're only three in. But so far, they're doing what? Uh, oh, maybe Oh, maybe four. Maybe I haven't seen the fourth one. I've only what, seen up to Are three. they not putting it out weekly? Yeah, it's every Sunday. Yeah, every. I, oh, I, I guess must just be. I've wrong. only seen I, three. It I, like I, it I thought there were only three out. Maybe there's four. But they're already doing that thing we were talking about much earlier in the show about sausage fest, where they take a funny concept and they really are dragging it out, and they still haven't gotten to anything in Westworld yet. And I start every episode, I get more and more upset that this huge like corporation, I guess, that runs this fictional world, that they upkeep all of these robots at an obscene price and it doesn't make any sense that they could have this viable business where it's like you know uh, uh this isn't really a spoiler that much but like it's basically like the old uh movie westworld where you know there's robots in there and they don't know they're robots they're semi-sentient and when you shoot them it's not like they go Boo! they like bleed and scream like people do and they tried to like make an excuse maybe they're bureaucrats yeah, well, they tried to make an excuse in the show where they're like, did you ever wonder why we give them, you know, fluids and, and feelings and, and blood and flesh? And they're like, no, why? Uh, fucking Hannibal Lecter, whatever his name is, Anthony Hopkins. And he goes, because it's cheaper. And it's like, no, not even in this crazy world <laughs> am I going to believe that somehow not having just little robots is a better financial option than filling these things with blood and guts and gore and fat and gristle after I, every day where it's just people running around hacking their limbs off, putting them on a cart, shipping it back to your scientists and having them re-sew like extreme surgical measures on these dead robots every day. It's like, this is, this doesn't make much sense. It doesn't make yeah. much sense. Unless they I, I was talking about bodies. that the other day on my show. I was saying like, I don't care what the price is, a million dollars for a day for someone to come in there. There's going to be guys that just shoot everything in sight. <laughs> kill everything. I'm getting mad. There's word? 15 of these uh, uh, robots or whatever you want to call them that now need attention. The whole price is is gone. It's, it's yeah. just, 
you're going to lose money on this. The way I was thinking about it is like, imagine if it's not a whole fancy world of high-tech robotics and, you know, real, you know, conversations with robots and whatnot. It's not that. It's just a Lego world. It's just a world that Lego said, hey, pay this amount a day. Come on in. Fuck shit up. Knock our Lego buildings down. Shoot our big Lego people. And then at the end of the night, all the Lego employees would have to come in and rebuild it and fix it. Even in that world, it's impossible. (laughs) It would be impossible. You don't have to let in five people. You don't have to let in ten people. Let me in. Charge me a billion dollars a day and I've ruined your business because you can't possibly put it back together. That's what this show is, except with robotics, where they just let people in willy-nilly ruining their stuff, like raping their robots, and then apparently some guy swoops in and cleans all the semen out at the end of the night and then you pretend it didn't happen the next day. You pretend that some other dude didn't fuck this robot six hours ago how do you get the, like i don't know unless it's like a pocket pussy you pull out and replace with a new one that's fucking like, funny man yeah, yeah that's <laughs> uh, you'll enjoy the show though maybe check it out yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, i'm saving it like like woody uh i'll get yeah. into it eventually I thought I, I saved it does it. look interesting in my head we talked about it like five weeks ago or something they might I was, have had a bye week you know they might have because um some other show i watch oh oh south park had one like i know south park took a week off not too long ago that baffled me it feels like they're always like I, what day does it come out Wednesday's well, wednesday tonight uh, yeah I, i'm now. always looking for a new oh one. by the way the cubs are almost certainly going to win the series so it looks Six like three, top of the eighth yeah, yeah. Chiz owes me five bucks. So wait, are the Cubs? Is this an elimination game? Like, is this the final? This game? is game seven. This is all she. Oh, wrote. game seven. Yeah, so it's over. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they went tonight. It's it's and, and and you know they broke a little bit of a record there. They came back from that uh, three-one series deficit, right? Yeah, to win four straight. They, yeah. they, they, I hope we did Boston right. do that. Three straight. Uh, they won three. They'll win three straight if they win tonight. Boston did that in um uh, not at the series though they oh, did that uh, okay. at the at the American League Championship Series they beat the Yankees like Taylor, that. does it bother two thousand four that was that a hell of a series Chicago uh, just uh, smacks St Louis around like they do like is that is that upsetting like that they just have so much success in all these areas in, all the Blues talking, just never win wait, a cup or are you talking about well Chicago, I mean it's not as traumatizing as being are you talking about Chicago smacking around St Louis in baseball. You know, just in general, like I feel like Chicago. The only team with more, the only team with more World Series than the St. Louis Cardinals is the New York Yankees. Oh, hmm. like the the St. Louis Cardinals are one of the best sports not franchises out there, and I'm not even a big fan. Not this year. Everybody, yeah, not this year. Okay, well they won <laughs> two in the in this millennia so far, so that's okay. Uh, yeah, the Blues always suck. I anticipate that they mm. don't. They don't have. They don't suck. They get. They they're just good enough to let you down. They lost three out of their last four, right? Yep, yeah, they're doing bad now, but still, they're just good enough to let you down. Mm. Like, it's, it's just good enough to keep your hope stringing along, <laughs> and then the playoffs happen, and you go, this year's going to be different, and then it, it's not. It's never different. And I was hoping that the Cubs would feel that same feeling that I feel every hockey season. That, I, you know, oh, I thought the Cubs would win, this, this year was different. Nope, Cubs are going to win. I pull for the Flyers and the Canes, and I was like, I'm just positive that one of these guys are going to win because they played each other. Who was that guy that uh, wrote in his uh, high school yearbook that the oh, Cubs yeah. were going to win the World Series in 2016? 2016. I and saw goes, that. Uh, and then he said something like... It was like 20 years ago. First. Yeah, you heard it here first. That was it. And it was years ago he wrote yeah, that. Yeah, like, like not a single player from this team was on it. It must have been 15 Dude. years ago. Yeah, like, It was 1993. Like, 
Man, he is going to be the hero of Chicago. What else does he yeah. know? Is he from the future? <laughs> yeah. is he like, from the, does he have a time machine? Yeah, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Machine. He only graduated once. He only got one senior quote. No, what else could he have told us? <laughs> yeah, right. Damn well, it. Dude, we Donald might look Trump back and see him in like a, a 1970-year-book, a 1930-year-book. Like, it was between <laughs> Donald Trump will be president in 2016 or the Chicago Cubs will win the World Series in 2016. And he can only oh pick one. This is great. Who linked this? I clicked it before I even looked. Chiz did. What is it this? It looks like Jim Norton. <laughs> it looks like Jim Norton was the pilot of his plane. Look like oh, this God, yes. Yeah. Sex <laughs> selfies in the cockpit. <laughs> it looks like Jim Norton. <laughs> God, all right, all right. Look, for the, for the viewing audience out there, uh, this is uh, an article on The Sun, uh, which is a British uh, paper slash website. So this, 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 this airline pilot, an experienced 777 pilot, wait, I think this is a big one, um, is taking all these dirty pictures in the cockpit. He's wearing pantyhose, okay, with his feet on the yoke, I think you call it, and his dick and balls are clearly exposed. <laughs> I can't even show this to you guys. Yeah, because yeah, they blurred out his taint, but you can clearly see his scrotum. Like, no, no, that's well, I see a little pubic hair. I don't see scrotum. Oh, oh is, yeah, you're right. That's probably his um, fupa. Yeah, the balls are on the bottom of the penis, Woody, and not on the top. I, how, where are your balls at? I, I, <laughs> Let me are see. yours at the top? What was I thinking when I looked at Is this that picture? a result of one of his <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. Like, what He's did I think the deal photo was? Of, like, I thought he was pulling his balls up, and that was the bottom of his scrotum. Because he's tilted up. He's in this position. The balls could be up. He's in like Look the birthing position. Look at how dirty his feet are. The pilot's feet shouldn't be that dirty. He's What's wearing, he been doing? He's wearing He's wearing. He's wearing leggings. Look oh, at look is? at by his yeah, thighs. You can ah, see the lace. I did not. I didn't scroll down quite enough. Oh, so yeah, and I'm the fool. And here's another <laughs> one where he's like reaching way across the cockpit with his lacy man leg to like operate a very important control. I'm sure. <laughs> I would assume. Wait, yeah. Yeah, none of those are controls you can just blow off. They're all essential. I don't think he's. I don't think this plane is in flight, judging by some of the instrumentation. Yes. What are you the seeing? Penis. I'm very That's impressed. But oh, no, no, no. I, here it says, I, "quote." I have my glasses on. To look. They're almost certain that they were taken during a live passenger flight. An experience. Oh, okay, no, it is. Now that I look at my glasses. Look at yes, the lift. He's at 32,000 feet. Lightly oh. nose up. You see the one with the board magazine? 32,000 Yeah, this is the feet. lamest Mile High Club member ever. <laughs> the one with the porn magazine. He's by himself. Right above the yoke on the right you. side, you can see his altitude. He's a better. Yeah, that. where's the co-pilot? <sighs> he's he taking the up. pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the co-pilot's in the corner jerking it off while yeah, he watches all this creepy shit go down. Yeah, he's <laughs> Yeah, bring us down. This is what turns wow. me on. Oh fuck. I like I playing with other fetish. people's lives. That playing with other people's lives like up. it's a joke. Turn Can you off. imagine if there were an emergency and like 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 you know the 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 stewardess or whatever like the head flight attendant like kicks the door in we've got a major emergency and you're like dick in hand lazy oh, stockings on flying the plane with your heel yeah I know like, I'm already preparing for the end you know? <laughs> <laughs> like trying to deal with this this stressful that's absurd I can't believe he took those photos because it's tailed on the landing gear handle 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, you said it, and I, at first I thought accident, and then I thought on purpose. Yeah. 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 the lever that you was a co-pilot have to operate every day, like out of. He's like, oh, fight, oh, fuck oh, it. He's like, you smell your hand after this, you fucker, smell it. It smells like a prison rape in here, like <laughs> like the showers in Oz. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a fucking degenerate, man! That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's uh, that's pretty. I I've been I, watching God. all these air flight videos, sure. like 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 there's Mister Aviation 101. I've been watching a lot. Um, try, flight Junkie or something like. I've been flying. I'm watching a couple of them, and uh, I because like, I I guess I was just giving a little thought to getting like a general aviation's pilot license. Like, yeah, would this be cool? I think paramotor's more fun. There's something about it that's just sky driving. You're kind of trapped. You're filing a flight plan. When you fly, you're indoors. It, it's sky driving. And I, you I, told Anthony about this last time, right? The oh, I've watched the videos. They're fucking fantastic. Wait, you watched huh? my videos? Yeah. Of me like flying and shit. Yeah, you flying with a fucking fan on your back. <laughs> yes. right? exactly Dude, I'm Would really loving to- that. I, it much, looks cool as fuck. Did you? You didn't you happen to see it? the one where I launched from my yard. It was like this is a big deal to me or something like that. It was my most recent. And uh, dude, I don't know. There's just something special about this paramotor thing. Like you sit in a chair and you, you're you're flying a chair around the sky. And there's like a certain athletic thing to it. Like you got to run fast enough and and get the wing up. And this is like a, this little. Once you get it, you get it. And then you'd like fly around in a chair. And there's like nothing in. It's like you're flying. You, yeah, yeah. as a it's dude, are like flying. A, a bird than a, yeah. a, you're in a plane. Yeah. yeah, and I know that technically I'm operating a flying machine, but, the, like, <laughs> the wind is in your air. The, you ran into the sky. You ran until you picked <laughs> up enough speed to get That's into so the sky. Cool, and, and, like, I, I wish I was doing it right now. Like I, And then it sticks with me. Like, after I fly and land, it's not like, oh, that was cool. It's like, dude, can you believe what I just did? I did a <laughs> thing. Flying. I just fucking flew in the sky. And my son's excited. He's like, daddy, you were flying. Everyone was looking at you flying around the neighborhood in, like, a thousand feet in the air. And, and it, like, it's the coolest thing. To, I don't know why everyone's not doing this. Why? Well, like, it, it, the price it of looks it. scary. Okay, I'll like, give you that. Like, I was so scared. Like in, I was, in the world. Yeah, in the world of flying technologies, the paramotor is like Archimedes' screw. Like, very, <laughs> very old and ancient, oh, and it dude. got water out of the well if you really needed it and you had a large screw, but people don't use it now, I, for the I, most part. I hear you coming Plus, from, I and I was wrong. way more scared, I think, than any of my peers were. Like, I just, they're like, oh, I was scared, too. You're being kind. No, I was petrified. I was petrified to the point where I forgot the shit I learned. It almost pooped your pants, yes. <laughs> yeah, right? It took me back Not to that my scared. childhood. And, no, uh, <laughs> but, no one's um, more scared than that seven-year-old child. Dude, no one. the me of right now, like, <laughs> so I flew sad. around uh, last weekend. I went higher, farther, and longer than I had ever flown before. And I'm just, like, excited. I'm excited. My friend was on the ground with a radio, and I'm like, you should be here. This is so cool. And, <laughs> and like, like, I'm going to this lake that was off in the distance, and then an hour later is underneath me. And, and like, I, I don't know. I just I, I really fucking like doing it. And when I look at people fly regular planes, I'm like, look, I get that your plane perhaps has more utility. You know, you can fly it in worse weather. You can go to more plane. Like, if I wanted to have lunch at some Texas restaurant, then you'd want a regular plane for that. But when it comes to just, yeah. like, being a bird, like, 
Dude, it's but you're a, not using it for locomotion. You're using it for fun. Yeah. Like you're not like, I need to go to the store, hop in the paramotor. It, it, it so my paramotor was $7,400. But you put a wing and buy some training and all that, and you're spending like ten grand ish You can get it for, I think, seven something. Um, that's like motorcycle price. And, and there are so many people who buy motorcycles to enjoy themselves and have a little freedom and get out of the house. I'm like, dude, like for the same price, you could fly. And, and maybe I'm abnormal in that I think that that's cool. But... That's pretty cool. I, uh, I, I'm. It's neat to me. I, I still want you to do some sort of bombing run. Like, like, right, picture this. This is what I immediately just like imagined. Like, like, so, like, what if on the end of your boot there was like a hook, so that as you're flying you could hook something that had a little ring on it. So now you could have, I don't know what it is. Let's call it a big water balloon with a, a stick tied to it, and at the top of that there's a ring. So you could you could fly over, hook it as you're going. Now you've got a big water balloon t- tied to your shoe that you can drop at will. And then you can make, continue to make passes. You don't have to stop and land and, oh, let's do this again. You can make a pass where you just keep hooking just a these low water pass balloons. pass and, and catch them. Yeah. yeah. They do competitions yeah. like that. It's, um, they take, like, pool noodles and bend them into some shape. And then uh, the, the people, the pilots, they just hold them in the air, right? And their job is just to be a, a table, I guess. And yeah. then the pilot's job is to come by, hook it, and then on the next thing, he drops it in a particular spot, like a big bullseye or something. That, okay. So they 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 do water balloons seem seem like it does seem like more annoying fun. enough that you could that that it would be fun to do to someone, but safe enough that like yeah that guy hit me with a water balloon and that caused his car accident and everyone died like that's not gonna happen. I don't even know like, like I, what if you drop it from high like like it, it, dude good. it's super easy to get to like five hundred or a thousand or even three thousand feet right. Oh, so what if you drop a water balloon from three thousand feet and it's like concrete or something and it goes to the top of a car? What is, you know, I never really considered that. I don't know what the terminal velocity for a fucking one cubic uh, fo- uh, squ- one, one, one cubic foot, foot of water in a water balloon. I think we could all yeah. picture that, right? We can all, we've all got that in our heads. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know how hard that would hit. Yeah, that's, I think that's it might hit no real idea. hard. Now, obviously, it's like, if it's like you... about this this much water, right? <laughs> yeah, come on, everyone I, knows a cubic Like foot. if you held it up, it'd be like about like... I think you'd be okay. I think, I think that, I don't. that water balloon I think has it's... to be going... I, I think, think from like, like I, yeah, I think from like ten feet or something, it's fun. But I bet it hits terminal velocity at like forty feet, and now we're dealing with something bad. Dude, Steve Williamson told me if you drop a penny off of a skyscraper <laughs> and it hits someone in the head, it can kill them. Is, That's true. Is he someone you went to elementary school with? He was in my third grade class. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's not he, he, true. He seemed very sure of it. So. I, I also heard that, but I think it was a Mythbusters or something. I it never revisited it. Just it? Flo- <laughs> it just that's flutters not, around. <laughs> but I, uh, I don't think he would lie. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Anthony, we haven't talked about politics, really. Uh, who are you for? Or how are you feeling? Do you, do you hate them both? Are you excited about Trump? Yeah, I, I well... I, I really do want to uh, send a message through Donald Trump that this, you know, we're, we're really tired of, of okay. uh, the government. Really, they're taking the American people for granted. They have for a long time. Uh, they make, they're all rich. How does that happen in the public service as they're supposed to be doing? It's just this business as usual thing that's been going on. And Trump, regardless of, of anything, his past, his business, what he says, what he thinks of women, what he thinks of minorities, where the Mexicans, the wall, all that aside, just put someone in there that isn't one of the usual to show the usual that we're this mad at you. And and 
I honestly don't think anybody put in the office of president of the United States can do all that much damage by themselves. There's enough checks that's what we're counting on. <laughs> Vote and Trump. How bad can he be? <laughs> that how much damage could he do? Uh, I, I just can't see another four, maybe eight years of the same stuff, Democratic, liberal politics that just take the working American and make him seem like the bad guy and everything rests on their back. It's just it, enough already. They're that mad now where they're ready to elect a lunatic as president because they're the ones that work hard, raise a family, be responsible, and they're the ones looked at at every corner as the bad guy. The one who makes this country bad is the working family. <laughs> We're tired of it, and uh, people have to do something about it. And if that's electing a lunatic like Donald Trump, so be it. Michael Moore is pro-Donald yep. Trump. Have you guys heard his like? He was saying video something about that. Like uh, he liked the idea that if companies were going to take uh, their their uh, factories and move them overseas and tell a bunch of Americans that their jobs are gone. Uh, that they're going to be taxed up the ass with tariffs before they're able to ship merchandise back into the U.S. And, of course, Michael Moore. Uh, That's like his like, primary issue, right? Yeah, if, yeah. if he's a single-issue voter, it's that, you know, it's about blue-collar jobs. Yeah, blue-collar jobs. So, you know, he's still a big, dumb asshole himself. So, <laughs> to answer the water balloon discussion, it appears yeah. that the terminal velocity of a water balloon is about 93 meters per second. Uh, if that's that's about ha that's a half liter water balloon that's spherical, and that has that has an energy of two thousand one hundred sixty two joules, which is about the same as a fucking AR fifteen. So Whoa. yeah, let's let's not mess around with um, water mm. balloons dropped from high enough to to reach terminal velocity. Yeah. Oh, kids! I swear, I thought it was gonna be funny. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but eye patches are pretty cool. You know? <laughs> uh. Oh. Yeah, I, well, it, I, Trump might really win this. I, you I know, know, that's the funny thing. The I, last... That's another thing. I don't know if this is going to be a squeaker or a landslide either way. Like, that's how fucked up this whole election's been. Mm -hmm. The polls, I don't even think, can read what's going on in this election. There's so many weird things going on that I don't think... I was saying once, it was like trying to use a Geiger counter as a fish finder. It's like... <laughs> I don't think the polls work with what's going on. I, I don't think people that are going to vote or have voted in the past or independents or undecideds have any bearing on the polls that are uh, being taken these days. And again, it's so weird that it can be a squeaker either way or a landslide either way. I can't predict it. I, I believe in the polls. I think they're true. I think they're on target. So I have a little different opinion than you. But the thing is, I recognize them as being a week old, right? So we've seen Trump's chance of winning. This is the 538 like chance of winning go from 10% to 30 in about a week, right? So we've seen him gain 20%. If that ha and if that happens in the next week, you know, then he wins this. Yeah. Like if he goes from 30 to 50, if that happens again, then there we are. Or it could be at 50-50 right now. It's just that polls are weak. Right. That's like the nature of them. Yeah. yeah. So Amazing. Crazy. He, he could be winning. It, it, like the idea that Trump could be winning in the next president of the United States is something that I, I didn't really think could happen this whole time through. 
Right, this whole time oh, through, really, Hillary's yeah. chance of winning was always like seventy-five percent, eighty percent, ninety percent. Oh, she's struggling again. Seventy-five percent chance of winning. Now we're watching her at sixty-five percent or at sixty-seven, and it's a week old, and the momentum is his so strong. You're like, yeah. she could be at fifty. It's right like that now. Ron Paul gift. It's happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, he might be winning. I don't want him to win. I, 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 I think bad things happen if Trump wins. I hope I'm wrong. That's what people are saying about Hillary, though. <laughs> it works both ways. Half of the voters, not even mm -hmm. half the country, a lot of the country doesn't vote, but half the voters at this point are feeling exactly like you just said you felt, but the other way. <laughs> I was yeah. saying half the voters are going to wake up on Wednesday morning really pissed, and that doesn't matter who wins. Yes. Just going to be mad. <laughs> yeah, I... I guess I just think of Clinton you know, as a politician like Obama, like W, like her husband was, like, you know, how do you go back to the Bush Sr., Reagan, Carter, etc. In the same mold as all the other ones. With Trump, I don't know what happens when he wins. Parents are very um, nervous about that whole thing. I don't give a shit. I have a cat. <laughs> 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 He's not concerned about it. Yet. And Trump <laughs> loves yeah. pussy. We know that. Yes. Yeah, we just fine. Grab him. Yeah. <laughs> Grab him all you want. Well, we'll oh. find out, I guess. Uh, we, yes, Kyle, do you have a bunch of um, post rolls to read? I have two little things to tell you guys about. Uh, just remember, get your side hustle on. Sign up, sign up to drive with uh, Uber and earn extra cash whenever you want. It's totally flexible. You're your own boss, and you can cash out up to five times per day. There's no minimum amount required. Do sign that. up today at uber.com slash drive now. That's U-B-E-R dot com slash drive now. It is uh, it's a great idea. And also, just uh, want to tell you guys about Wondery. If you're hearing this ad, you're trying to decide what podcast to listen to next. And I've got the one, Secrets. Crimes and Audio Tape is an is an audio drama told week after week. Uh, it features stories about crime, love, mystery, or conspiracy with actors you know and love. Uh, some are dramas, some are comedies. The latest episode is a, uh, a thriller called Severed Threads about faith, greed, and revenge. Make sure you're not missing a single episode. Subscribe to Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tape on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, or Wondery.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Head over to... Um, uh, there's a URL here. Click that. Use the URL down in the description and uh, check out Secrets, Crimes, and Audio Tapes today. Subscribe and enjoy. You can advertise podcasts on podcasts. I wonder what it's a that way cost. to listen to podcasts. Oh, this is pretty meta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, should we be yeah, advertising well. PKA on the end of Rooster Teeth or something? We could write our own ad read too. Like, are you tired of this shitty show? <laughs> <laughs> For something new. It's uh, been it's about a long time. unborn fetuses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Dude. the only way you can be sure the blood is pure. Welk, tune on in to PKA. <laughs> Anthony, uh, where can everybody find you? Uh, compoundmedia.com. That's uh, where you go. Like I said, we're doing a big election thing on Tuesday. And um, yeah, it's a bunch of different shows. Uh, all uh, with the one goal uh, uh, of, of the network is anything you want to say can be said uh, no one's going to hurt you. <laughs> Just open, honest, 100% freedom of speech on the compound media. Thanks. Now, what if they start talking about compound in a negative way? Mmm, yeah. Oh, shit, is that a home run? Wow, they just tied it up.
Oh, no. All right. PKA. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I can't believe the Cubs are screwing this up. <laughs> I can't now wanna... I want them to lose so bad. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I'm going to be so happy if they lose. <laughs> All right. Oh, are we, are we still right there? Are we still recording? We are. We are. We're about oh, 20 seconds just, off four hours. I want to hit it. It's not, not fair if Chicago gets another championship win. Yeah, they, they win a lot of stuff, Hawks. don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, actually, I mean, the Bears are so ter- It's really only the Blackhawks, and hockey's the least popular sport, so I'm sure most of Chicago doesn't give a fuck. But to me, it matters. And I think they've had their fill of victory, just like New England. New England, settle down. <laughs> I mean, no, Jesus. And Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland, they've only uh, give them a break. They they need one, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. Think, what does Cleveland win? Uh, like the three good things happened to them, right? They uh, they just won the NBA championship. Yeah, they won the NBA championship. Maybe it's the uh, trade. I'm thinking the Browns of. are probably not going to win a game this season. <laughs> but um, the UFC heavyweight champion Stipe Miocic, Miocic, uh, he's Don't, from, Why are you trying this? He's from Cleveland, <laughs> and uh, Stipe. And, and I thought something else happened for them. Anyway, uh, that was Painkiller Already, episode 307. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I liked it. Cubs I thought lose. it was a good one. What, Kyle? Cubs lose. Cubs lose, probably. Yeah. <laughs>